anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app. We are WRKN, 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to Countdown to the Original, live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans, and at nashfm1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Countdown to the Original is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the Original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive locations throughout the New Orleans area, by Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Waterview Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, Katie's in Mid-City, and by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie. There's Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill in Gretna. Now let's head live to Francesca's by Katie's Deli Pizzeria for Countdown to the Original. Here are your hosts, Les East and Jude Young of Cumulus Radio New Orleans and CrescentCitySports.com. Good evening and welcome to Countdown to Ken Trahan's original prep football report. I'm Les East. I'll be joined momentarily by Jude Young. We are at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue, and it is country day. And welcome one and all to the Countdown to the original show. Ken Trahan with you. We'll We'll get to Les East and Jude Young in just a moment or two, live from Francesca's by Katie's Restaurant at 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. And it's country day night. So calling all Cajuns, you need to be at Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue this evening with Coach Chris Chetta and many more. Make sure that you're there and have the opportunity to be there and make sure that everything is good to go. So let's see if we can check in at Francesca's now. Gentlemen, take it away. I-15 Harrison Avenue, and as Ken mentioned, it is country day night, and we already have a whole bunch of Cajuns here, but we can uh, squeeze a few more uh, for country day night here at Francesca, week two of the high school football season, 
And uh, Jude, what are you looking forward to tonight in addition to Country Day night? Well, uh, second week, you know, they say you make your most improvement from game one to game uh, once again, we'll make sure that we get that connection straight uh, so that we get to Jude and Les here momentarily, but obviously a little bit of a problem, but we'll make sure we get that straightened out for you. We have a lot to talk about here. we got a lot of previews coming up, so stay tuned for that because we'll be previewing the best games in the state, including Airline and Union Parish. Toby Todd will be there, Vermillion Catholic and Ascension Episcopal with Neil McClelland of the Acadiana Advocate. Uh, University High, a powerhouse team this year against Archbishop Rommel. Uh, Jacob Sinat is on the scene. West Monroe and East Ascension. Good matchup tonight in... Ascension Parish, Gonzalez, Cody Futrell will have that preview. Booker T. Washington, New Orleans at Cinema. Ben Babin will be there with the preview. Newman Riverside, blockbuster game tonight. Boy, these are two really good teams. Great matchup, great rivalry. You can watch it live on CrescentCitySports.com. And Lenny Van Gilder will have the preview for you coming up as he and Wayne, Wayne, Wade Kaiser will call the game tonight for CrescentCitySports.com. So make sure you... Tune in, watch that at 7 o'clock while you listen to the show this evening. Another blockbuster matchup tonight, a pair of defending state champions, St. Charles Catholic at Lutcher. Matt Sims is there covering tonight for the radio show and for CrescentCitySports.com. So you'll be hearing from Matt coming up. I spoke at Lutcher's quarterback club earlier this week. They're ready. I'll be speaking at St. Charles Catholic's quarterback club in another week and a half, and they'll be ready. Also tonight over at Morris Jeff Stadium, a.k.a. Berman, just to make sure people understand. There's been a change of names at that stadium. St. Augustine and Landry will be playing there. Pearsoff will be there with coverage tonight, and we'll have a preview coming up. Also, the Battle of Plaquemine to Paris tonight. South Plaquemine taking on Bell Chase, and we'll have that for you. David Myers on the scene with that. And then, of course, we also have St. Paul's and Brother Martin Sam Francis. We'll have a preview. Rustin and Jesuit with Hunter Smith. Ponchatoula touchdown Patrick Hemel. Warren Easton and Catholic High. Baton Rouge, Eric Brown, and then Destrehan. And John Eric, Sheena Smith-Dilworth will be there. Let's try to check in once more at Francesca's with Les and Jude. Thanks, Ken. And this is Les East, joined by Jude Young here. Country Day night here at uh, Francesca's. And we're joined now by the head coach of the Cajuns, Chris Chetta. And, Coach, the last time I saw you, I don't know if you remember this, it was at a baseball game. It was probably the coldest night of the year. Uh, back a few months back and because you're also the baseball coach and the reason I bring that up is because that is serving you well this weekend because you're used to having your plans <laughs> disrupted by the weather <laughs> and that happened with your football team last night you know, because of uh, an impressive lightning display around South Terrebonne High School where you were supposed to play Ellender the game was postponed you're gonna play at 7 p.m. tomorrow, Saturday night, back at South Carabone. So uh, you got thrown a little bit of a curveball yes, there. Sir. So how, how are you all uh, adjusting to that? Well, yes, sir. I mean, well, I was built for sudden change. I coached <laughs> under a great coach named Vic Uman at Jesuit High School, and he taught me, Coach, always be ready for sudden changes. Mm -hmm. So as a coach, and most coaches, they're ready for changes all the time. That's why we make good adjustments, you know, mm -hmm. in-game adjustments and in halftime. So, um, we're, you know, we're prepared for it. It's, it's, not, it's a little bump in the road, but it's not a big bump. Um, of course, our kids have to get up tomorrow morning and take an ACT test in the morning. But after that, you know, they'll get a little nap, and we'll be ready to go play tomorrow night versus Ellender, South Terrebonne. And we're appreciative of the fact that we were still able to do country day night oh, here. Yes. 
because that had been scheduled a while back. And uh, you know. no, nobody wants Juden last night. At <laughs> well, <Francesca. laughs> well, I don't know about that, but we're we're appreciative to have Country Day night. You know, to be able to advertise our school and advertise our football program, and I appreciate you plugging the baseball program as well. Um, yes, as being the head coach of both sports, you know, being ready for sudden change and and helping these young men understand how to. Be ready for change because change in life happens all the time. You're going to have bumps in the road through life, and you got to be able to overcome and persevere, and that's what we teach through the game of football. And you're not worried about the X's and O's. You're prepared for the game you were ready to play at last night. It's that emotional part and having an issue as big as big testing going yes. on tomorrow morning and trying to play a football game tomorrow night. Just talk about understanding your team and understanding how to reach them as far as their nerves, their concerns, and, of course, focus. They're young people. Sometimes yes. that's hard for them to, to stay focused when they have many things going on at once. Absolutely. But I think, um, you know, young people nowadays with the cell phone and all the different technology, they're used to kind of bouncing around back and forth, different spectrums, right? I got the phone, then I got to listen to the teacher, then I got to take notes, and I got to get ready for a test. I think our kids will bounce, bounce back pretty good after that. Taking that test, I think they'll feel we got the test over with. Now I'm just ready to go play ball. I'll be loose and play. So I, I, we feel good about it. Now, uh, you've been working to – Jude mentioned earlier about how the, the progress from week one to week two is oftentimes the most dramatic in the season. The opener didn't go as well as you would have liked. You lost to North Lake Christian 21-7. Yes. to 7. So as you prepared for what you thought was going to be a Thursday night game, what were you all focused on to try and make that significant improvement in week two? Well, I mean, number one, I, I mean, conditioning, continue to get in, in, in game shape because most of our players play both sides of the ball plus special teams. So we have a lot of guys that don't leave the field at all, the whole game, except for halftime. So I think just continuing to play and get into game shape, which I think we're close to it, um, and also fixing a couple mistakes we made. We turned the ball over a couple times, which hurt us in the first half. You know, we went nothing-nothing at halftime with them. They wound up scoring three unanswered, and then we scored late in the game. Um, so I think making those little adjustments, protecting the football, I think if we do those things, we'll, we'll be happy at the end. And you have, you have a relatively young team, only four returning starters on offense in particular. It sounds like your defense was up to the challenge and maybe the offense not staying on the field <laughs> as much as you'd like. Two-way yes. players, that kind of worked in. Uh, give us a feel for how the offense is coming along. Jack Schwing was an outstanding running back now at the college level at USM. That's a hard guy to replace. I don't think you replace him. Yeah. You know, the type of speed he had. Um, you know, a guy that was on defense for three-year starter and came to offense his only his senior year, just hit the scene crazy, became all-state running back, hit 2,000 yards rushing. I don't think you replace him with one person. We're trying to replace him with two or maybe three or maybe even four, um, but I do think we need to run the ball a little better this week, and if we're able to run the ball better, I, th I think everything else will kind of gel. It's really about running the ball first, and that's where we're at. It's country day night here at Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue, and we've had another wave of Cajuns come in just since we went on the air. This place is packed, but we'll squeeze a few more in. Um, t sticking with the weather theme, you know, you mentioned your numbers aren't as high as some schools, so you have a lot of guys playing both ways. This has been an unusually hot summer. Everybody has been affected by how much work they've been able to put in in the oppressive heat. Does that 
impact your team more than it would a team that doesn't have so many guys playing both sides of the ball? I say yes. I mean, I think it impacts everybody. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of times we could not practice because of we're following the guy line set, and when the heat hits a certain temperature, we're off the field. We don't have a gym available, maybe, so we may just do meetings and lift and go, you know, and go home because you can only keep them so long, right? So I think it does affect us because they're not leaving the field more than others. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take our first break here, but stick with us. We're counting down to Ken Trahan's original prep football report at the top of the hour. When we come back, we'll have the statewide weather with Hank Allen. And then we'll start going around the state for previews from all the top games. So stick with us. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone! Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Like any good agent, we're here for the open house, for the closing, for handing over keys. But because we're Realtors, we're here for so much more. Agents who are Realtors volunteer at nearly three times the national average. We're working to broaden access to credit, increase affordable housing supply, and ensure fair housing for all. And Realtors are bound by a code of ethics. We're here for it all. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Hey, I love your outfit. It's Stitch Fix. I'd like to thank my stylist for making me look amazing. She sends looks that work for me and my budget. She gets my fit just right. She turns me on to styles I never would have found on my own. Because of her, because of Stitch Fix, I have time to take care of everything else. They just make everything so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. My stylist just gets me, and they'll get you too. Stitch Fix, take your style quiz today at stitchfix.com. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Paid for by the Affordable Connectivity Program through GetInternet.gov. I heard about something called the Affordable Connectivity Program. It helps people save money on internet. I don't have the internet, but I'd like to. You should apply to see if you're eligible. You could save $30 a month. Sign up, connect, and save at GetInternet.gov. Good evening. We have the roadway shut down due to a crash on Highway 3125 near Bellevue Lakes. That's Highway 3125 near Bellevue Lakes. We have slow traffic on eastbound Interstate 10 between Interstate 310 and Veterans Boulevard. Allow yourself some extra time out there. And a wreck still working on northbound Clearview Parkway near Bridgeway Street. Allow yourself a little extra time out there as well. I'm Heather York from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Heading for the game? Need to dress right? Ready for some game previews? Time to get you ready for the evening with more of Countdown to the Original. Here's your statewide weather forecast with meteorologist Hank Allen of WGNO ABC 26. Everybody, nice to be with you on another Friday evening of high school football. We've had a bunch of rain moving south across the state. That will move offshore by the start of the game, so rain-free for areas like Baton Rouge to New Orleans, uh, Lake Charles, East Spots, Lafayette. They've seen rain through the day. That will be moving out. However, another batch moving in from the north. So areas like Shreveport to Monroe, uh, certainly down to Alexandria. Eventually that stuff probably fades out tonight, uh, potentially by the end of the games, but at least in those areas. Uh, so really the northern half of the state, I would expect some scattered showers out there, so maybe grab the umbrella or the ponchos. Temperature-wise, really going to be dependent on that rain. If you're in the southern part of the state where the rain ends, southeast Louisiana will be in the mid to upper 80s through the games. Southwest Louisiana with some earlier rain, low 80s. And then northern parts of the state where the rain currently is moving through, we'll be seeing some of those uh, upper 70s to low 80s. And humid for everybody. Looks like that drier air holds off until later tonight. Have a great evening. I'm WGNO Chief Meteorologist Hank Allen for the original. Okay, thank you, Hank. And now we're going to go around the state for previews of the top games. First up, Airline is at Union Parish, and Toby Todd has the preview. Toby. Hey, how are you today? Good. Good deal. The, uh, we're obviously at Union Parish. Uh, the rain has passed through. Looks like it's going to be great weather for the game. Uh, about 70, uh, upper 70s outside. Uh, both teams report no health issues. Uh, Union Parish obviously is a uh, running team. Uh, they no longer have the leading rusher uh, in the history of the state. Uh, so uh, they're they're new on offense, but they're running the same offense, primarily a run team. Uh, we, on the other hand, uh, have a pretty good mix. Last week we had uh, four passing touchdowns and and a couple of Russian touchdowns. Uh, so uh, looking forward to a, you know, a, a good, hard-fought battle. Thank you, Toby. Next up, University High and Rummel are getting ready to meet at Joe Yenny Stadium, and Jacob Sanat has the preview. Jacob. Hello, Mr. King. Uh, right now, are you high and looking to dominate again after last week's 40-6 win over Woodland BR? They're really able to run the ball well and pass the ball deep. And 
Rumble is looking to get their first one of the season tonight after a hard loss to Oichal Parish, 21 to 20. I'm Jacob Cunet for the original. Thank you, Jacob. Next up, West Monroe is at East Ascension, and Cody Futrell has the preview. Cody. Hi, guys. As uh, West Monroe hits the road to uh, East Ascension, their first road game of the year for the Rebels. Uh, all kinds of uh, turmoil within the program this week as uh, head coach Todd Garvin put on administrative suspension uh, due to uh, some issues in the program, and that's been talked about and written about. You can read that all over the Internet. But what hasn't been talked about is uh, the resolve of these Rebels and how they're going to respond, and we will see uh, how the players uh, respond to all this off-the-field noise Tonight, when they play a very good East Ascension team, they did lose last week to Zachary 24-7, to but they have got talent all over the field. Uh, Westmore, of course, led by Hayden Federico, the senior quarterback, uh, and also uh, Caden Willis, the uh, running back, who uh, had a rushing touchdown for the Rebels as they beat Stillington uh, a week ago, 14-3. to So uh, this is going to be a very interesting battle here in uh, 5A football tonight, and we will keep you updated throughout the night here. It's Cody Futro reporting for the original. Thank you, Cody. Next up, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans is at St. Amand, and Ben Babin has the preview for us. Ben. Yeah, it's uh, bad weather that came through earlier, but it's cleared out, and uh, it's a beautiful night at the pit. Uh, Gator faithful are ready for some football. Uh, last week they got off to a good start uh, and beat uh, a Carver team out of New Orleans. Uh uh, the offense put up 45 points. Defense held them to 12. Uh, rushing attack last week opened up. The Gators rushed for 228 yards. And then uh, for the second year in a row, the Gators lose a starting quarterback in the first game of the year against Carver. Uh, sophomore Cooper Babin went down with a shoulder injury. And Chase Kelly, a senior, stepped in, was 14 out of 20 for 195 yards and two touchdown passes. So very balanced on offense. The defense gave up a long touchdown run, a 97-yard TD run, and uh, and a long pass play, but uh, played pretty solid defensively. They led by Thomas Leonard at linebacker and and Cohen Rock, uh, a defensive end. So looks like uh, Booker T. Washington has got some some great skill people. So ought to be a good battle here at the pit tonight. Thank you, Ben. Vermilion Catholic is at Ascension Episcopal. And Neil McClellan has a preview. Neil. Hey, guys. This is going to be short and sweet because this game between two 1-0 teams is going to revolve around one player, Vermilion Catholic quarterback Jonathan Dartez. He's a junior. He's a three-year starter. As a freshman, he led the Eagles to the semifinals. As last year, he took them to the finals. Last week, Calvacod New Iberia held him to 15 yards of offense at halftime. He finished with more than 200 rushing and passing in, in Vermillion Catholic's win. If Ascension can hold him or contain him, they have a chance to win. If they can't, Dartez is going to run and pass the Eagles to a win. That's about what it's going to come down to. For the original, I'm Neil McClellan. Thank you, Neil. Next up is a game that will be streamed live at CrescentCitySports.com. Newman is at Riverside, and Lenny Van Gilder has the preview. Lenny. Les, good evening from Reserve. It's a, a nice night for football. Cloudy, but we haven't uh, seen any weather, thankfully. And uh, we got a good one tonight between two 1-0 teams, two ranked teams in the Crescent City Sports Top 10. Newman, number three in Class 2A. Riverside is number six in Class 1A. Both with convincing Week 1 wins. Newman 
Had to rally a bit. Got some uh, big plays on defense to defeat Honville 41-21 a week ago. Riverside went on the road and defeated St. Thomas Aquinas 55-18. to For Newman, it's uh, life after uh, Arch Manning, and it's Eli Friend, at quarterback. He threw for three touchdowns a week ago. For Riverside, it's life after running back Bill Davis, and Dedrick Lasty has moved into that role. He ran for 218 yards and four touchdowns last week. So, so far, so good in those transitions. Wade Kaiser and I will have the call starting at 6.50, live on CrescentCitySports.com. I'm Lenny Van Gilder for the original. Thank you, Lenny. And next up, St. Charles Catholic will be playing at Lutcher, and Matt Sims has a preview. Matt. Yeah, hey, guys. We're here at Lutcher High School, matchup of two River Parish Titans, both defending state champions from last year. Although the St. Charles Comets were late getting here today, guys, because the buses couldn't find the school. So they finally had to just load them up in their own buses and bring them here. But they got here, and they're warming up currently, and we're expecting a good one here tonight. St. Charles Catholic, the number one ranked team in the Crescent City Sports, Class 2A poll. They beat Shaw 17-10 to last week, led by their defense with two turnovers, including a big end-zone interception to help keep them in the lead. They're led offensively by Brady St. Pierre and Jeremiah Wills, who both had touchdowns last week. Last year, they beat Letcher 21-20 to with a game-saving touchdown after Letcher converted a Hail Mary pass. Michael Hotard ran him down at the one-yard line to preserve the victory. And in that game, St. Charles Catholic got down 14 to nothing and came back. They're looking definitely to get off to a better start this time around and not have to work their way back. But they will be doing it against a Letcher team that is still trying to find their offensive identity after quarterback DeWanye Winfield graduated last year. They've got the quarterback right split between Quinn Smith and Zach Jenkins. They defeated Thibodeau 23 to nothing last week, and they are looking to get some revenge against the Comets here tonight at the Dog Pound. Looking forward to bringing a new update on this one. I'm Matt Sims for the original. Okay, thank you for that preview, Matt. And uh, again, it is Country Day Night here at Francesca's by Katie's. 515 Harrison Avenue, and the Cajuns just keep flowing through the doors, uh, but we can squeeze some more in. So if you're out there and want to take part in Country Day Night, please stop on by. Head coach Chris Chetta is with us. And uh, coach, real quick before we go to our next break, you know that things are further complicated for you because you're operating on a short week. You're hosting Episcopal on Thursday night next week. You were supposed to have a full week, and now you don't have a full week. Well, yes, but actually we have moved that game as well due to playing Saturday night now. Okay. I feel for the betterment of our athletes and the safety of my players, we have been in talks with Episcopal, and they have agreed. We are now playing Episcopal Friday at 3.30 p.m., no longer Thursday at 6 p.m., to give okay. my players an extra day of rest, um, and I and I think that's the right thing to do. Okay, well, a little breaking news there, and and also I'm sure you're uh, thankful to Episcopal yes, for sir. accommodating you in that regard, and certainly th that makes sense to move the game so that you have more preparation time, more recovery time for your kids. It's, to it's get more ready about for the game. recovery time for me than it is for preparation. Right. Um, for the for my players, yes, sir. It's funny how some schools can get along and deal with the <laughs> scheduling thing a little more than others. I'm not naming names. Right. But just you would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to read between the lines, you can. 
We're going to go ahead and take another quick break. We're counting down to Ken Trahan's original prep football report at the top of the hour. When we come back, we will have some more previews from around the state, so stick with us. It happened at the Mississippi Press Association. Democrat Brandon Presley got asked where he stands on sex change surgeries and puberty blockers for children. Here's the reporter asking the question. Would you have signed the bill on the prohibition of sex change? And Brandon Presley's answer? When asked if he supports the new state law that bans puberty blockers for sex changes in children, Presley said he would have kept puberty blocking drugs legal for children. The Mississippi Free Press wrote, and I quote, Democratic candidate for Mississippi Governor Brandon Presley would not have signed legislation that outlawed puberty blockers and sex change surgeries for children. Sex change surgery is permanent, forever. Yet when it comes to the radical transgender agenda, Brandon Presley took the same position as Joe Biden, the same position as the radical National Democrats. That's why Brandon Presley cannot ever be our governor. Paid for by Tate for Governor. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Paid for by the Affordable Connectivity Program through GetInternet.gov. What does the Affordable Connectivity Program sound like? It sounds like a student doing their homework online. If X equals four. Eligible households save $30 a month on Internet. Like the sound of that? The ACP. Sign up, connect, and save at GetInternet.gov. We're counting down to the original on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Les East and Jude Young at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview. Welcome back to Countdown to the Original, and we're going to get some more previews now. First up, St. Augustine and Landry are playing at Morris Jeff, the stadium formerly known as Berman Stadium, and Pierce Huff has a preview. Pierce. Hey, thanks, Les. Uh, right now it's a slow-arriving crowd at Morris FS, FX Jeff Stadium. Say that twice. Anyway, both teams are coming off of um, contrast and season openers. St. Aug, of course, they beat McDonough 35-71-13 last week. Landry lost in this same field, a car 33 to nothing last week. And the question for this game is simple. Is St. Augustine as good as it played last week? And is Landry as bad as they played last week? We'll see that result starting in about 27 minutes. 
Thank you, Pierce, for that preview of St. Augustine and Landry. It is okay. It is country day night here at Francesca's by Katie's, and we're going to get previews now. South Plaquemine is at Bell Chase, and David Myers has the preview. David. Hey, how you doing? Uh, this is uh, we got South Plaquemine visiting Bell Chase today. Uh, it's a huge rivalry. Uh, South Plaque. This is like their Super Bowl. Uh, South Plaque had a game last week. They played Mamu and uh, beat them fairly well. Bell Chase, though, did not have a game. They had a bye week because of um, uh, uh, McMain having their season canceled. And the biggest issue is, is uh, South Plaque has 18 starters coming back from last year, whereas Bell Chase lost 16 starters and 22 seniors, which is a huge, uh, huge thing to, uh, to replace. And it's very hard for any team to do that. Um, no matter who you are, and the thing is, is that Bell Chase also didn't get to play last week. So this is this is going to be a huge test because South Platte plays Bell Chase harder than anybody I've ever seen a team play because they go at them. This is this is this is a lot of bragging boots, uh, bragging rights, it's a battle of the boots they call it. So um, this is David Myers at the Bell Chase for South Platte in the game here in Bell Chase, and it's going to be a fun, excellent football game on Friday night. Thank you, David. And now we're going to go across Lake Pontchartrain where Franklin is going to visit Covington, and Scott Meyer has a preview. Good evening, guys. We've got the Franklin and Demons versus the Covington Lions here at Jack Salter Stadium. Franklin's coming in with an 0-1 record, coming off the loss to Bogalusa, 36-31, an exciting game at Franklinton last week. They are led by running back Micah Hart, who rushed for 68 yards and had two scores. Uh, Jacob Train would line up at quarterback. He threw for 8 of 11 passes for 139 yards and a touchdown. And their wide receiver, Kelly Daniels, who's a, who's a special player for them, he had six catches for 88 yards and uh, for, for a good showing for them. Coming in, coming to the Lions, coming in 1-0 with the win over John Everett last week, 34-18. The Lions are led by the three-headed monster in the backfield. And David Harris, Kalen Williams, and Justin Chapman, they rushed for a combined 324 yards last week. Jerome Elsey will line up at quarterback. He was 7 for 13 for 124 yards. Coming into this one, the Lions have won eight straight games, including last year's 22-7 to victory over the Demons in Franklinton. So it should be a good one here at Covington High School. It's the Lions and the Demons. This is Scott Meyer reporting for the original. Thank you, Scott. Next up is Rustin and Jesuit, and Hunter Smith has the preview. Hunter. Guys, how are you? It's uh, a good, nice, cool night here in the Big Easy at Tad Gormley at City Park. Uh, it's a little bit of a sentimental deal for me. 25 years ago, I walked in here as a player, and here I am getting to watch my kid playing here against the same team. Uh, we know what we're up against. Jesuit Blue Jays, always disciplined, always hard-nosed. Always well-coached football team. Uh, it's going to be a great night in New Orleans. We're excited about it. They had a great uh, win last week against Slidell. Uh, 10 to nothing. Rustin uh, had a tough loss against Easton, 20 to 19. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens tonight. I think the team that takes care of the football the best, runs the football the best, uh, plays with the best attitude and effort, wins the football game. So we're excited to be here. And uh, this is Hunter Smith with the original. Thank you, Hunter. And next up, Brother Martin is at St. Paul's, and Sam Francis has the preview. Sam. Hey, Ken, how you doing, man? This is a beautiful night here at uh, Hunter Stadium. 
Nice, cool night, like they said. It's nothing better than that for so far. But we have a great matchup here tonight. Uh, two one and one teams. Both teams are very physical. They both get after it and like the ground game. Uh, Brother Martin is is ran. Their offense is run by their quarterback, number 12, and he's a good guy. He makes good decisions. He's got a strong arm, running backs. They got a little lightning and thunder up there. They do a great job with that. Their O-line is big. They are well coached. Uh, we're looking for a really good game here today, hopefully. St. Paul's got some good running backs. Got our quarterback, uh, Brendan Kahn, doing well. And our defense is always solid and physical. Just like we always say, guys, in football, it's going to come down to execution here tonight and see which ones don't have any pre-stat penalties and do the things correct. And I think they'll come out as a winner. Thank you, Sam. Next up, Ponchatoula is at Dutchtown, and Patrick Hemel has the preview. Patrick. Good evening, Ken. Many years ago, I had a friend of mine whose favorite expression was, What's up, G? Tonight, it's all about the Gs. It's the Griffins and the Greenies. Dawn Griffins are now members of the Tulane Green Wave Travel Squad. Pearson Pyron and Dixon Agu, a leader on defense and the MVP of the district on offense. It's not about who's going, it's who you got. Dutchdown's got Ethan Oakland, who looks to have settled in at quarterback. Gary Dukes carries the load at running back. And the guy on defense is Carter Hanbury, the Lion commit. While last year's pregame was a gully washer, the turf instead of grass could be the difference this year as Pontiac's quarterback, Bishop David, is not a giant at 150 pounds, but had 274 yards and three TDs last week in a win against Walker, heading up the offense. Green Wave, do you have some guys in the trenches that tip the scale over 300 pounds with Barry and LaFrance? Ken, I know you're a man of God. Hopefully he keeps any weather delays this evening away so those walking in the gates can give the St. Jude, the St. Dress, all gold in contest between the Griffins and the Pontitula Green Wave tonight. I'm Patrick Hemel here in Geisma for the original. Well, at wow. least I heard my name there, Les. <laughs> yeah, we heard two out of three. <laughs> That was an enthusiastic preview, but I bet this next one is even more enthusiastic because Warren Easton is in Baton Rouge to play Catholic, and Eric Brown is always fired up for one of the best games in the Baton Rouge area. He has this preview. Eric. Good evening, gentlemen. We're going to have a good one tonight between Warren Easton and the Catholic Bears. Both teams coming in with 1-0 and marks. Both teams won thrillers last week. The Bears won a game in overtime, 36-35 in Picayune, Mississippi, against Picayune High, while Warren Easton pulled out a 20-19 victory against a very good Ruston team last week. Warren Easton played two quarterbacks last week in Kendrick Connolly and also Greg Donaldson, who added 61 yards on the ground. Frederick Robertson rushed for 129 yards for the Easton Eagles. Now, Easton's coming into this season knowing that they're unable to be eligible for the postseason as they appealed back in April to find out no postseason for a team that was one of the top seeds in Division One just a year ago. But they have plenty of motivation. As last year, I was at the game here at Memorial Stadium with Catholic High 
drubbed Warren Easton. So trust me, Coach Jerry Phillips and Easton is going to be very motivated to get some revenge on those Bears tonight who lost in the semifinals last year to John Curtis. And Catholic's got a new coach this year in Hudson Fuller as David Seminole left Catholic for his alma mater, Central High, a, di- a district rival. So that's going to be interesting when those two teams get together. And look out for Barry Remos the second and Daniel Bill, the two stars for the Catholic Bears. Expect a good one tonight in the shadows of Louisiana State Capitol at Memorial Stadium, which he reports all night. This is Eric Brown for the original. Thank you, Eric. And next up, Destrahan is going to face John Errett, and Sheena Smith-Dilworth has a preview for us. Sheena. It is a hot one here at Hoss Memphis tonight, but we are excited for Coach Scott's return to the West Bank and playing his uh, his team before he went to Destrahan, the John Errett Patriots. Uh, John Errett is looking to bounce back from that loss against Covington last week. We're looking for a defensive matchup. Our defense is led by Armani Cargo committed to Tulane and Wardell Mack committed to Florida. Uh, we're looking to have that defensive matchup. As we know, Coach Scott always has a defense ready to go and ready to put on the field. We do have our new quarterback, Eric Chanu, and he's behind our experienced offensive line. So hopefully we're putting up a lot of points tonight. This looks to be a showdown here at Hoss Memphis Stadium. This is Sheena Gilworth for the original. Thank you, Sheena. And Oak Grove is at Washita Christian, and Jonathan Oglesby has a preview for us. Jonathan. Good evening, guys. Tonight's matchup of Oak Grove and Washita Christian is a battle of two reigning state champions. Oak Grove won the Division Four non-select state championship, and OCS won the Division Four select state championship last year. Last week, Oak Grove had a commanding win over Opelousas Catholic, 49-13, with junior quarterback Jackson Bradley passing 11 for 14 and 207 yards and four TDs. Last week, Washington Christian met Dallas Christian in Shreveport. OCS prevailed with a 17-14 game that was a win that was a dogfight back and forth. Sophomore quarterback Luke Padreen was 8 for 13 with 90 yards, but the two TDs came from senior Running back Zach White, who rushed 14 times for 146 yards. Sophomore Gavin Polk put three points up for the Eagles with a 33-yard field goal. Guys, this is the 34th meeting of these two teams dating back to 1979. One of the biggest rivalries is here between in North Louisiana is here between Oak Grove and Washita Christian. But Oak Grove leads this series 21-12. to The last two OCS has won, so Oak Grove is looking to make a change of that, but the Eagles have showed up ready to play. Tonight's game should be a battle till the end with a huge defensive team on both sides. This is Jonathan Oglesby with the original. Thank you, Jonathan. And uh, we are counting down to the original at the top of the hour. It is country day night here at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. And uh, we are joined by Chris Chetta, the head football coach at Country Day, and uh, the athletic director and men's basketball coach, and noted CrescentCitySports.com, I should say, countdown to the original correspondent, uh, Mike McGuire, has entered the premises. And uh, so all you other Cajuns who are out there, come and join us. And you, uh, Mike, taking over the glad handing, the political <laughs> stuff here, so you can focus on the business on the oh, radio. Yeah. Very nice of it. Yeah, that was real nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, and both of these gentlemen have been busy uh, over the last 24 hours adjusting the schedule. And just 
for folks who might not have heard it during the last segment, just tell us about next week's game with Episcopal that has been moved to yes, accommodate sir. the change that had to be made this week. Right, because because of the short turnaround, now that we're playing tomorrow night and the Episcopal game was scheduled for early Thursday, I just felt for the betterment of our players, it was to move that game to a Friday, and we're playing 3.30 p.m. Friday at Country Day next week versus Episcopal Baton Rouge. There you go, Cajun fans. Mark your calendars accordingly. We're going to go ahead and uh, take another break. But when we come back, Coach Chad is going to stick with us, and we're going to be joined by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football as we count down to the original at the top of the hour. So stick with us. Hey everybody, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. Are you ready for seven hours of commercial-free football? Join me every Sunday afternoon during the regular season to watch your favorite teams and your favorite players on up to eight screens at once in the Octobox. See every touchdown from every game every Sunday afternoon. Get it now at NFL.com slash Red Zone. See you soon. I'll bring the touchdowns. The smarter way to clean your floors, it's time to make the swap. Swiffer Power Mop. Introducing the new Swiffer Power Mop, the all-in-one tool that gives you a mop and bucket clean in half the time. The solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket, and the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get deep into grout. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. Swiffer Power Mop, Swiffer Power Mop. It happened at the Mississippi Press Association. Democrat Brandon Presley got asked where he stands on sex change surgeries and puberty blockers for children. Here's the reporter asking the question. Would you have signed the bill on the prohibition of sex change? And Brandon Presley's answer? When asked if he supports the new state law that bans puberty blockers for sex changes in children, Presley said he would have kept puberty blocking drugs legal for children. The Mississippi Free Press wrote, and I quote, Democratic candidate for Mississippi Governor Brandon Presley would not have signed legislation that outlawed puberty blockers and sex change surgeries for children. Sex change surgery is permanent, forever. Yet when it comes to the radical transgender agenda, Brandon Presley took the same position as Joe Biden, the same position as the radical National Democrats. That's why Brandon Presley cannot ever be our governor. Paid for by Tate for Governor. We're getting closer to game time and reports from all over the state on the best prep show in the country. This is Countdown to the Original at Francesca's by Katie's on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com, and on the Original Network. Welcome back to Countdown to the Original. It is Country Day Night here at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. And uh, we're with uh, Country Day head coach Chris Chetta. And we are now joined by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football. Ed, say hello to Coach Chetta. Hey, man, what's up? How you doing, Ed? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm talking to an uh, insurance agent who tells me his insurance has gone up. Imagine that. <laughs> we all know it is. Believe me. <laughs> we, we all know it is. You know, but I mean, 
football coaches can afford those kind of increases, though. Right, Coach? Well, well I don't know about maybe the one over on, uh, in River Ridge, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, where are you at tonight? Coach, I'm at, uh, I'm at Newman Riverside, sir. Oh, great game. That's going to be a great game. Yeah, I'm at Newman Riverside. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up over it. So I'm, I'm excited about it. You could have stayed in the office and watched Lenny and Wade call yeah, the game. I know, but I, I want to come Sports. out to a game. You, know? you, you, you might have learned something, I, Ed. We're about trying my, to help you out. About my 30, it's about my 30 or 40 minutes of solitude out of a, out of a, a seven-day week just to come here for a little while and watch a football game. I think that's the business that we're supposed to be in. I didn't realize Richie Mills was that annoying, Ed. He needed solitary time oh, away from Oh, it ain't no doubt. Look, I sent him to St. Charles and Lutcher. Okay? I sent him to St. Charles and Lutcher. I told him, get out of here. I don't even want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ed, you know, uh, Country Day uh, had their game last night postponed. They're going to play it. You, uh, you may have heard this on the show. They're now going to play on Friday next week against Episcopal. They're going to play tomorrow night. Uh, with the game that was postponed from last night. So you got all that down? Uh, you updated your calendar for this week and next? I got it. I got it. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. All right. Ready. What come do you want to ask Coach, Coach Chad? Football. I'm ready. I'm ready to get to come out and see, uh, see the Cajuns play some football. You going to have oh, any 430 games, Coach, or what? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have one or two 430 games. I love, the, I love those 430 games, Coach. That's your favorite, huh? <laughs> Playing yeah, early next week against Episcopal in God's country. I grew up in old Metri, so right. there, there, there yeah. are worse places to be in the metro area. Let's I put mean, it that way. So when, I they got play, when they play in the afternoon, Ed, does that allow you to have a longer therapeutic session <laughs> by getting out of the office? Well, here's, here's what I can do. If it's a 4.30 kickoff, I can sneak over there for a little while and watch some of the game and then go, then go to another game. Or I can stay at that game the whole time. And then just go back to the office at 7:30, which I've done on many occasions. So I just, I you know, I like the 4:30 games as far as your ability to, you know, to be able to see as many games as possible. Because I try to see as many games as I can during the season. Well, you know, Mike McGuire, the athletic director at Country Day, also the men's basketball coach, is here, and I see him taking notes. I think he's going to try and schedule more 430 games <laughs> to accommodate well, you in the future. Only if you well, agree to have he, him lead off he with wanted the highlights to, on if your he show. Wanted to, if, if he wanted to do us a favor, he could start at 11 a.m. That would be great. That yeah, way we could save the whole that. game. No. That would be perfect. Yeah, well, you can take that up with him. On your own. I, I think 3.30 is the earliest we can go in. <laughs> I got that. No, I understand. I understand there's something called school. I got it. Yes, sir. Well, Ed, I'm sure you have uh, dispatched people all throughout the region for highlights for tonight. What are some of the other games that we're going to be seeing on Friday Night Football? Uh, well, we're at, we're at St. Charles and Lutcher. We're at uh, Franklinton and Covington. We're at North Shore and Salmon. We're at Brother Martin in St. Paul. We're at University Rummel. We're at Ruston Jesuit. We're at we're at a lot of, and I'm I'm leaving a few out. We're at a lot of great games tonight, and we, you know we concentrate on those rivalry games, especially early in the season. And we've got some great rivalry games tonight. Well, Ed, we're going to let you go, but we know that after you recover from tonight, tomorrow morning on the tailgaters. 
with Ken Trahan, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 FM. You're going to tell us how Tulane's going to upset Ole Miss. You're going to tell us how the Saints are going to beat the Titans, and you're going to tell us how LSU digs out of this big, deep hole we didn't think they were going to be in after one game. So you've got a lot to do in the next uh, 24 hours or less. You're right, but that's okay. It's that time of year. I love it. So let's do it. Ain't no Please doubt about it. Right now. Let's do it. Let's have fun. All right, Ed Daniels, thank you very much for joining us. Y'all have a good one. I can't hear a thing over here. See y'all later. <laughs> All right. Well, and we will look forward to seeing him and uh, Coach J.T. Curtis on Friday Night Football, which, of course, will uh, also air uh, right here from 11 to 12 after Ken Trahan's original prep football report is done. So, um, so Coach, just tell us about life at Country Day. This is this is a special place. I mean, it's nestled in the heart of Old Metairie, as Jude alluded to. It, it's all school, it really is, you hear this about a lot of schools, but it really is a family atmosphere at that school. Just, just tell us a little yes. bit about it. and I think that's why we play those 430 games, right? Because we want our younger students, because we do start prior to pre-K actually, but pre-K through 12, we want our young students to be able to come out to the game right after school. So we try to traditionally play four four thirty games so they can all experience it. And it is a family atmosphere. I've had people, my family, come to the games and go, wow, it's a different atmosphere than if you're at many other places in the metro area. Um, so I, I'm very happy to be at Country Day. You know, um, as you see on my shirt, it says family, Country mm -hmm. Day football family. And that's exactly what you get when you bring your child to Country Day. It's a great place. A lot of people don't know about it because it is an old matter, kind of in its own little spot. But when they come on campus, they visit, they hear about our academics. Um, it's second to none. And I think uh, once they see the whole experience that their child can get, it's like, why not send your, your child to Country Day? And if you want to, our open house for middle and upper school is coming up Wednesday November at 6.30 p.m. Please come out. We love to see you. We'll show you what Country Day is about. You know, I always believe in seeing as many schools as you can and making the best decision for your child, the best fit for them. And, and I think Country Day is a great place. And that exposure to seeing the football team must help because your numbers are up this year. Yes, Isn't that sir. right? Yes, sir. So last year we had 32. We end, Once we graduated, we were about 23, and I was a little worried. We hit the hallways pretty well. The student, our other 23 really hit the hallways. We're at 51, but that does include the eighth graders. We brought up eighth graders this year to try to field and try to have a so-called JV type of game schedule mm -hmm. to play a few games. And we actually played our first versus, it's really an eighth grade team, versus Riverside, and that was the first JV quote game in nine years at Country Day. Wow. So we're really proud of that. We're hoping to build the program, and I think uh, we're on a we're onto a good foundation. And when you say hit the hall, means you literally go into the school and find kids who have not come out for football yes, and try and talk and them into. And I'm still trying this day. <laughs> Every day I walk, I'm in the hallways, and they're walking by by my by our football office. I'm trying to get them to come out for football. We're at a small school. We want you to play multiple sports. I think we're at about 80. 90% of our student body in high school does extracurricular activity, mainly some type of sport, and that's very impressive. 
So I'm trying to get as many boys in the school to come out for football. We would like to get the number to 60. You know, that's my goal uh, is 60, 65. So and we, you might want to pass through here because right. there are so Tonight. many yeah, country oh, days. Yes. There's got to be some students here who can play football. No, these are all the football guys out here <laughs> oh, right okay. now, you know. Um, if there was somebody in here that didn't play football, believe me, I've already talked to them more than one time. <laughs> Um. <laughs> well, Country Day has a fantastic reputation, and it goes well beyond the success in athletics, particularly in the last decade or so where they've really upped the ante over there. Your thoughts on just how supportive this administration is, and beyond that, the people that matter, donors, and everybody that really want to see Country Day be the best school it can be in all areas because of how it benefits the students. Athletic participation means so much for young people when they go into the world. Yes, sir. I mean, I think first it starts with our administration. Then you have to look at our faculty. I mean, we have a tremendous faculty. from I mean, from lower school all the way through high school, and the support that they have in supporting the young people at our school in everything they want to do, arts, sports. I mean, we have it all, music, you name it, we're doing it at Country Day, and the support is there. And, um, yeah, I feel very supportive in what we're trying to do and trying to build the program to be successful on the level of, you talked about Mike McGuire in basketball and volleyball, and you have a lot of success going at Country Day. So... Yeah, and we mentioned you double as a baseball coach. Mike McGuire's teams traditionally make a deep run into the playoffs, compete for state championships. And Julie Ibietta, I'm estimating here, but I think she's won 50 state championships in volleyball. <laughs> it's, been, yeah, it's been a lot. I yeah. know, 15, 16, <laughs> I lost track. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot. But it's uh, country day night here at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. We're going to go ahead and step aside here, but stick with us because in just a couple of moments, we're going to be back and Ken Trahan and Roe Brown are going to take over in the studio and uh, they're going to talk to Coach Chetta and then uh, pretty soon we're going to start getting reports from the playing fields and don't forget about Newman and Riverside at CrescentCitySports.com streaming live with Lenny Van Gilder and Coach Wade Kaiser, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Countdown to the Original live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria featuring St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans and at NashFM1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM, Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Countdown to the original was presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, by Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, 
Waterview Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner, Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Rigo, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now, stay tuned for the most celebrated, longest-running, most comprehensive prep football show anywhere, Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report. Coming up next on 1061 Nash Icon, the original network, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to the 29th year of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe. WSLA 1560 and 93.9 FM. The original is also brought to you by CrescentCitySports.com with the state's best scoreboard and best prep coverage. The original is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Quarter View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Rigo, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Pull Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now it's time for the best, most comprehensive prep football show in Louisiana. Here's your host and creator for the 29th year of the original, from CrescentCitySports.com, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and Delgado Baseball, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director, Ken Trahan. 
And a pleasant good evening and welcome to week number two, year number 29 of the original. So glad you're with us tonight. We've got a busy night for you. Reporters found out at 55 games around the state. You'll be hearing from them throughout the course of the show. Scoreboards from CrescentCitySports.com as well. And, of course, analysis later on in the show, which I know you're going to enjoy also. And we have a lot of help here tonight, too. want to thank Rudy Dixon and Daryl Ashley, who do a great job in producing our show for us, and they've done it for a long time. And they continue to do a good job. And we also want to thank Karima Muhammad and Buddy Dennis working on the scoreboard tonight. Emmanuel Peppis will be along to deal with that, too. So there you go. There's a whole bunch of people to thank, and of course, I want to start by introducing my co-host, Ro Brown, Ro Malis, my good and dear friend of about 120 years now. Hey, Ro, good Hello, evening, Kenneth. man. Hello, Week two, year 29, I'm happy to be here. Good week, good week. Got some good stuff coming up. Oh, listen, we're looking forward to a lot to bring to you tonight. As mentioned, we do want to start with our RNL Carriers New Orleans Bull, Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, CrescentCitySports.com, Nash Icon, 106.1 FM, and... Our Friday Night Football Prep Player of the Week for week number one, he was East St. John quarterback Lorenzo Zeno, who completed 14 of 29 passes for 245 yards and four touchdowns, and he rushed four times for 36 yards and a fifth score in a thrilling 41-40 overtime win at St. James. They overcame a 20-point deficit to win it. Zeno will be honored at the year-end meeting of the Great New Orleans Quarterback Club on Tuesday, December 12th at the Cannery. That was quite a comeback last week, bro. Indeed it was. A really good outing there by that and a good outing by that young man, Mr. Zeno. You know, we always have a lot of good talent there at East St. John, and, and this week is no different. 10-19 to go first quarter. Newman just scored 6 nothing. They're going for the extra point right now. On PrestonCitySports.com Live, make sure you watch that. should be a great game. And it is Country Day night at Francesca's by Katie's 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview before a big house of Cajuns tonight. Scott Craig is smiling, and also smiling are my friends Les East and Jude Young, with our friend Chris Chetta. Gentlemen, good evening. Well, he's not smiling. Scott Craig is working because we're two for two on packed houses here on school nights for the countdown show. And a great group from Country Day, and they were fantastic last year. Great to have them back. And Les East now rejoining us along with the head coach of the Cajuns, Chris Chetta. And uh, having to do that, that double where you have to shake hands and kiss babies when a, a situation like this a little different from coaching yes. the football team but you enjoy the school community so much don't you oh yes and I, my players so i wanted to make sure i got to talk to all the players that are here you know supporting the program really this is their program i tell them that every day this is your program you're leaving with your legacy that you want to leave when you graduate you're coming back no matter who's coaching this program down the road this is always going to be your program so i you know the players mean everything to me Chris Kentrahan, thank you for being there tonight. I know it's been a, a whirlwind tour the last 24 hours, and you detail what's going to happen next, playing Ellender tomorrow there, and, of course, now playing at 3.30 Friday against Episcopal. And they ask you about players, program, everything else. I'll ask you this. I mean, you have had the opportunity. You mentioned Vic Umon earlier, but you also coached with Zephaniah Powell. You coached with Jay Roth, the winningest coach in the history of the Catholic League, and you coached with Mark Sanji. Talk about yes, what you sir. derive from those individuals and how they shaped your career. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, when you say those names, you're talking about, I mean, I believe Hall of Famers in Louisiana high school coaching. Um, I know I know Jay Roth for sure. Um, Vic Umont, one of the best defensive minds I've ever been around in my life. Uh, man, it just hard work, perseverance, 
taught me how to work, taught me the little intricates of football. Jay Roth taught me so much in the few years I was with him on how to run a program and how a good program looks. The little things you have to do as a head coach that most assistant coaches, and I didn't even see it when I was an assistant coach, until I was under Jay Roth and saw him washing uniforms and washing clothes and doing all the little things that you have to do. Mark Sanji, I mean, I could go on and on for all these guys. You mentioned, I mean, wow, what a, when you sit back and think about it, the, the guys I got the coach from, Zephaniah Powell, where they meet. Man, I, I'm lost for words on all of them, to be honest with you. I've been blessed to coach underneath them and be an assistant and learn from all of them. I've been really blessed, Ken. No doubt. Roe Brown, I know you want to talk to Chris. Coach Taylor, how you doing? I'm blessed. How you doing, Ro? Oh, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. You know, something you said earlier kind of, uh, well, mentioning Vic Umont, one of my favorite people. That was also one thing that you mentioned. And uh, But the other thing about your numbers, getting your numbers up. I talked to a lot of coaches, uh, guys like the late Wayne Reese, got a lot of his football players out of the hallway, as you said. Yes, sir. What do you tell them? Tell me. Okay, I'm walking down the hallway, and you see I'm, I'm this six-foot-five-inch, 200-pound <laughs> person, and I'm not on the football team. Well, first Convince off, me. Yes, sir. First off, I'm also recruiting the hallway of the five-foot-two guy as well, not just the <laughs> six-foot-two guy. Just <laughs> I'm recruiting every, every young male a- athlete in the school and even the ones that may not be playing the sport. I just tell them, listen. What we bring into the what we bring to the table as a as a family as a football staff. I have some great coaches, you know. Coach Troy Bagley has been coaching for over 25 years. Um, I feel like if you come and give us a chance, come to give us a chance in football. We're not just teaching X's and O's. It's not really about football for me, as I just mentioned ago. I kind of ran late to the microphone because it's about the players. It's about teaching them life lessons through the game of football. We're just fortunate, and I've been fortunate and blessed to be under some great coaches and learn this game and study this game, but I'm teaching life lessons. And when you come here, you're going to feel like a family. And I think if you spoke to some of our young men who joined this year, first year ever playing football, I have about five or six of them, man, they're so glad that they actually took the opportunity and joined this football program. Well, it's the, it's the ultimate school. To play more than one sport. We've seen that for many years. And and tell McGuire he better keep lending you those basketball players, okay? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> do, do you lose do you lose the fights to your athletic director, to your boss? Do you lose the fights for kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't been in any we haven't been in any battles yet. So I think we're both on the same page. I'm we want sure. the players to play everything. We really do. I'm sure. I believe that. He's Chris Chetta, Country Day. Of course, it's Country Day night at uh, Francesca's by Katie, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. And, of course, we'll be talking to Chris throughout the course of the night. So stay tuned for that. We'll be heading back out to Francesca's in a bit. And, of course, we'll also be checking in with our reporters coming up here starting in just a few minutes. Fanned out all over the state of Louisiana. Ye Old College Inn is a New Orleans tradition. Open 4 to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 11 Friday and Saturday at 3000 South Carrollton Avenue with daily specials. And, of course, they've got wonderful sandwiches, wonderful soups, wonderful appetizers. You name it, they've got it. Fantastic place to go to. And then when you're finished eating, you can go next door to Rock and Bowl and enjoy bowling and great music, too. Ye old College Inn. Go to collegein1933.com. Benicia Restaurants at 134 South Carrollton Avenue. Same sector. And they're serving New Orleans since 1957. Open for dinner six days a week. 
and closed on Tuesdays with signature pizza pies, fried eggplant sticks, artichokes, eggplant and chicken parmesan, a chicken marsala. It's a New Orleans tradition. Venetia is the place to be. Visit VenetiaNewOrleans.net for more information. Two Tony's, 8536 Train Boulevard on West End, open Tuesday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Seafood, fresh fish, black and fried, family-owned and operated. Great family recipes for so many years now. they got a full bar. they got a great banquet room for you, too, at Two Tony's, 8536 Train Boulevard on West End. And that's Amori Pizzeria. They took care of us tonight again. 4441 West Metairie near Clearview in Metairie, the home of the deep-dish authentic Chicago-style pizza. But for thin and crispy lovers, they got New York, too, and that's what we have here tonight. Open for lunch and dinner, 11 to 8 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday, daily lunch specials. They are superb fish, pasta dishes, more, and they also have Creole Creamery ice cream. Available for catering, visit thatsamoripizzaonline.com. And our thanks to Sunray Grill, 2600 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna, delicious must-stop West Bank Classic, Thai riblets, shrimp tacos, fish quesadillas, wonderful ribs. They've got it all. They'll take care of your party needs and cater anything you have. Visit sunraygrill.com. Back in a moment to the playing fields we go as we continue with the original. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Demand the team who handles the heavy lifting. Demand the team who never stops fighting. Demand that your team is Dudley DeBosier. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2314839. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Back to school means back to early bedtimes. But I'm not tired. Fortunately, there's Pure Z's Kids, mindfully formulated to help your child fall asleep naturally when needed. Pure Z's Kids products are non-habit-forming, drug-free, and available in liquid, chewable tablets and gummies. Give them the rest to be their best. Bye, Mom! Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up. Explore all Pure Z's Kids products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. If you're from New Orleans, you need to join our crew. Join the only university that represents New Orleans all day, every day. The University of New Orleans. Simply visit UNOPrivateers.com and join NOLA's team today. We are your crew. It's time to head to the stadium playing fields to hear from our reporters on Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon New Orleans, the original network, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Mike Sirio's Po' Boys, 133 St. Charles Avenue, the staple of downtown New Orleans for Po' Boy Dining, serving large, overstuffed Po' Boys and Muffaladas. Sirio's in business since 1958. Big Mike gets it done with the Big Mitch, the Big Papa, the Tiger, the Greeny, the Ninth Word, the Cuban, the Mickey Special, burgers, salads, onion rings, and fries. Open from 10 to 3 daily. Mike Sirio's. Visit Sirio's Po' Boys.com. 
Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street in West Wego, just off the West Bank Express. We had a delicious restaurant with local delicacies. Hosting our Wednesday night show for the Saints Hall of Fame as well. The crawfish pie and crab cakes are terrific. Pork chop and seafood platter are great. Don't miss the crab dip appetizer, and the bread pudding is second to none. Open six days a week, closed on Tuesdays. Visit SignetLanding.com. Red Ginelli's Pizzeria, 10 locations throughout the New Orleans area in Baton Rouge, Houston, Uptown, Lakeview, the Garden District, Pointers, Elmwood, Clearview, and Mattery, and in Kenner. Red Ginelli's has calzones, pasta, soup, salad, sandwiches. They're all great. Open seven days a week. Go to RedGinelli's.com for more information. And our thanks to Quarterview Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway in Mattery. Open Tuesday through Sunday, including for lunch and Thursday and Friday. For dinner as well, the freshest seafood and most authentic Italian dishes anywhere. Quarterview has elegant, different dining rooms, banquet rooms to suit your every need. Po' boys, sandwiches, pasta dishes like the shrimp pardo, the Cajun crawfish pasta, and New Orleans favorites too. Visit online, quarterview.net. And it is 7 nothing Newman in the first quarter. As mentioned over Riverside Live at CrescentCitySports.com. Turley's Catholic with the lead, 7-0 over Avoyles, 9-21 to play in the first quarter of that one. St. James leads West St. John, 7-0, 7-23 left to play in the first quarter there. And North Webster, 7-0 over Nacato with 6-09 to play in the first quarter. St. Charles Catholic takes a 7-0 lead over Lutcher in the first quarter. More on that coming up to the playing fields we go. Ben Babin standing by. He's got Booker T. Washington, New Orleans at Santa Ma. Hey, Ben, good evening to you. Good evening, man. Look, uh, Booker T took the uh, won the opening uh, coin toss and uh, deferred. They kicked off to the Gators. Uh, Gators got a good kick return to the Booker T. Washington 46 and wasted a little time with the uh, running game. They went on an eight-play drive, mostly on the ground, 46 yards with Tyron Kraft scoring from three yards out. Gyro's extra points made it 7-0 right now. Booker T went three and out on their first uh their first uh, possession. Right now, the Gators have possession of the ball with a uh, second and long. Uh, so, uh, an easy, good little drive on the first one there, and a good little defensive stand. So, right now, we eight, uh, six minutes left in the first quarter, seven nothing Gators. All right, thank you. Terrellian Catholic scores again, fourteen nothing over Avoyles. Let's check in now with Rodney McDonald, who's standing by. Rodney, always a pleasure. Great to have you with us. What's happening this evening, Rodney? Good evening to you. How you doing? We are live at Pan American Stadium, Coin Zero, uh, 73 Zero, with eight minutes left in the first quarter. Nothing, nothing, first quarter at Pan Am. Thank you, Rodney. Appreciate that. Let's check in now with Andrew Mancuso standing by. Generata, Morgan City. Andrew, good evening to you. Sir, good evening to you. Uh, with uh, two minutes left in the first quarter, Generata has a lead, eight to zero. Uh, Andrew Mancuso from Morgan City High School, Tiger Stadium. All right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let's check in now with Nick Chetta, North Lake Christian at home against Albany. Nick, good evening to you. Hey, guys. 326 left in the first quarter. North Lake has the ball. Touchdown. North Lake is up 6-0 with 341 to play in the first quarter. All right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, it's Washtenaw Christian 7-0 over Oak Grove in the first quarter. Here's Matt Martin, Loyola Prep and Logansport. Matt, good evening. Good evening. Logan Sport won the toss and deferred, so the Snoopy took the ball first. Loyola was three and out. Punted to Logan Sport, who drove 68 yards for the score. Two-point conversion was good, 8 nothing. Loyola turned right around and returned the favor, driving 61 yards for their score. Kicked the extra point. So with 3.43 to go in the first quarter, the score is Logan Sport 8 and Loyola 7. All right, interesting start there, 8-7. 
Let's check in now with Jack Hutchinson, who's standing by. It's East Jefferson at Pearl River. Jack, good evening to you. Good evening. With 3.08 to go in the first quarter, it's Pearl River 8, East Jefferson nothing. Pearl River scored on its second possession of the game after taking over the East Jefferson 36-yard line. They went four plays. The final six yards run by Terrius Brown for the touchdown. He also ran in a two-point conversion to put Pearl River up 8 nothing. That's where we stand with 2.50 to go in the first quarter. This is Jack Hutchison reporting for the original. All right, thank you. Indy White Catholic at Archbishop Hannon. And here's Bobby Lachelet with an update. Bobby, good evening. Hey, guys. Yeah, Hannon opened the game. They were kicking off. They attempted an onside kick, recovered it. And two plays later, Brendan Obey scores from 41 yards out. On the next drive, they held Archbishop uh, E.D. White to a field goal. The score stands right now. Hawks 7, Cardinals 3 with 454 left in the first quarter. Thank you very much, Bobby. Let's check in now. Hanville is at Mandeville. Logan Graffy is there. Logan, good evening to you. Good evening. Yeah, we got a barn burner here in Mandeville. Mandeville just scored on a long touchdown pass, and it is now 10 to nothing with just five minutes to go in the first quarter. We got a real electric atmosphere here tonight, and it's only just the beginning. All right, so 10 nothing Mandeville, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate it, Logan. Thank you very much. Good start for the skippers. Craig Jones in his second year, Rowan. I think he's got it going. We saw the job he did at Lakeshore. Absolutely. I was going to say, it looks like the same thing from Lakeshore when he was over there. He gets the job done and uh, really getting that program back where I know they always think they should be. Yeah, I mean, look, they've they've had some really good teams and then, you know, not as good. But I think they're going to be a real contender in that league this year mm-hmm. uh, in 6-5A. I certainly expect that to be the case with the team they're putting on the field right now and what we've seen early in the season. So certainly expect that to be the case with that particular program. So... There's that. All right. So we want to tell you that Moe's Pizza at 1112 Avenue H in West Wego is home of the original big 21-inch pie. Moe's uses only the freshest, authentic ingredients. You can enjoy many sandwiches, including an outstanding muffalata as well. Moe's provides catering, and they have weekday specials and delicious bread pudding. Moe's Pizza open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Go to moespizzanola.com for more information. St. James scores again. They lead West St. John 14 to nothing in the first quarter of that contest. Again, St. James off to a 14 nothing lead in the first quarter there. All right, with that, let's check in now on Gina and Leesville. Two good programs in central Louisiana. That's where Blake Phillips is stationed this evening. Blake, good evening. Good evening, guys. What's going on? Hello. Leesville just scored. Uh, 47 seconds left in the first quarter. Um, pretty much been back and forth. Uh, this is actually the first drive that Leesville's been able to put together to uh, get across the 50-yard line, I believe. So um, it's been it's been, a, been a tough defensive battle uh, on both sides of the ball for both teams. So uh, it's going to be a good game tonight, you know. So. All right. So give us the score one more time. Six nothing, uh, Leesville. Yep. 47 seconds, and they're fisting to go for the extra point. Perfect. All right. Appreciate it, Blake. Thank you. Big game, two state champions hooking up. St. Charles Catholic at Lutcher. Matt Sims on the scene. Hey, Matt, good evening. Hey, good evening, Ken. We have four minutes, 12 seconds to play in the first quarter. St. Charles Catholic leads Lutcher by a score of seven to nothing. St. Charles got the ball to start the game, and on the second play of the game, Jeremiah Wells fumbled it. Lutcher recovered at the St. Charles 32. But then the St. Charles defense stepped up, got two big sacks, and forced Lutcher to punt it away. St. Charles took over at their own seven. 
On the third play of that drive, Brady St. Pierre hit Brandon Craigle on a 77-yard pass all the way down to the three-yard line. It looked like he had scored, but they ruled him out of bounds at the three. Two plays later, Skyler Edwards took it in for the touchdown to put St. Charles up 7 and nothing. That's where we're at. St. Charles with the ball at around midfield. So 7 nothing Comet here at the Dog Pound. 408 to play in the first quarter. I'm Matt Sims for the original. Edy White Catholic scores. They now lead Archbishop Hannon 10-7 late first quarter in that contest. And, of course, live at CrescentCitySports.com, it's Riverside Academy and the Newman Greenies. Robert emails on the scene. Robert, what's happening? Hey, guys. Newman took the opening kickoff, drove down. Nice touchdown pass from Eli Friend by 25 yards. Put the Greenies up 7 nothing. Riverside got the ball on the ensuing possession but had the punt. And Newman's got the ball now about midfield and just missed a touchdown pass to the tight end. So 4.51 left in the first quarter. Newman up 7 nothing from reserve. This is Robert Email. Archbishop Rummel hosting a powerful University Lab team tonight at Joe Yanni Stadium. And Jacob Sanat is on the scene. Jacob, good evening. Good evening. There's a minute and nine seconds left. The score is zero. There's a minute and five seconds left in the first quarter. The score is zero zero. Neither Rummel nor U High can get anything going on offense. Both teams have punted twice now. Right now, the Raiders are punting from their own twenty. The score, there is now forty-eight seconds left in the first quarter. Still no score in the game. I'm Jaden Kenner for the original. All right. Thank you, Jacob. Let's check in on Franklin's in Covington, where Scott Meyer is stationed. Scott, good evening. Good evening, guys. Right now, with 2.35 to go in the first quarter, it is Franklin 7, Covington nothing. Franklin getting on the board first. They took the opening drive, nine plays, 61-yard drive. That drive was capped off when Jacob Crane hit Michael Brock, wide receiver, down the home sideline or visiting sideline. 28-yard touchdown pass. That extra point was good. That came at the six. 40 mark of the first quarter. So right now, Covington will have the ball at the Franklin 10-yard line, first and 10 after a punt return. So with 2.35 to go in the first quarter, Franklin 7, Covington 0. This is Scott Meyer reporting for the original. All right, Scott, thank you. Let's check in now on Faraday and Peabody. Here's Lamar Gafford. Lamar, good evening. Hey, good evening to you too, Ken. And right now, Peabody's leading Faraday 8 to nothing here with 5.46 to go in the first quarter. Peabody gets on the board after a 53-yard pass from Larry Roberts to T.J. Hullaby. T.J. Hullaby also added in the two-point conversion. Uh, at first, it looked like Faraday was going to bounce back with a kickoff return for a touchdown, but it got called back due to a hold. But right now, Peabody up 8 to nothing on Faraday. Five minutes, 39 seconds to go in the first quarter. This is Lamar Gaffer with the original. At Memorial Stadium, Warren Easton Eagles and the Catholic Bears of Baton Rouge. Here's Eric Brown. Eric, good evening. Hey, good evening, Ken. I got one minute, 38 seconds to play in the first quarter, and the score is the Catholic Bears 7, the Warren Eastern Eagles 7. It looked like it was 7-6, but I think the extra point was good. They didn't put it on the board for a while. Catholic just scored, but... But Warren Easton, both teams on their opening drive, they moved the ball a little. Both drives failed. Now, on the second drive for each team is where the point came in. Warren East, Warren Easton scored first going seven plays, 75 yards, two minutes, 19 seconds. Fred Robertson had a couple of nice runs on this drive, including a 27-yarder to the two-yard line to set him up set himself up for a two-yard touchdown run. Robertson's run puts Warren Easton ahead 7 nothing. Catholic gets the ball. Easton's defense does pretty good on the first few plays. And then 
on play number five, 65 yards, untouched touchdown run by Ryland Parker, literally untouched by play 79 yards, minute 38 seconds for the Bears. They took the points back off the board, so I guess he did miss the extra point. A little bit of confusion there, but as of right now, 138 to play in the first quarter, and the score is 7-6, Warren Easton over the Catholic Bears, supporting live Memorial Stadium. This is Eric Brown for the original. St. Thomas Moore leads Alexandria by the score 14-0 in the first quarter in that contest. And Oak Grove ties Washington Christian 7-7 late first quarter. Correction on St. James West St. John. They missed an extra point. It's 13-0 St. James over West St. John. 13-0 St. James over West St. John. Let's check in on John Aaron and defending state champ Destrahan. Sheena Smith-Dilworth is there. Sheena, good evening. Good evening. We have 5-13 left to play in the first quarter. The score is nothing-nothing. John Aaron got the ball first and drove down the field. We scored a touchdown, but it got called back for a penalty. We sent our kicking unit out, illegal formation. Even though our, our kicker made the 45-yard field goal, that got called back. And then the second try for the field goal got blocked. Destrahan went three and out on their first possession, and John Eric now has the ball, and we are driving in the first quarter. And that drive, it looks like we are about to punt now with five minutes left to go in the first quarter. The score is 0-0. Zero, zero. At Hoss Memphis, this is Sheena Dilworth for the original. Thank you, Sheena. It's Northwestern 21, North Cano nothing with 20 seconds left to play in the first quarter of that game. St. Paul's has scored. Brother Martin leads St. Paul's 10-7, 2.30 to play in the first quarter. And the Willow School leading at Delta Charter, 10-0, 3.50 to play in the first quarter. There, good start for the Willow School in that one. Leesville 6-0 over Gina. That game now playing late in the first quarter. Let's check in on East Ascension, West Monroe, and here's Cody Futrell. Cody. Hey, Ken. With, uh, just uh, started the second quarter here. West Monroe leading East Ascension 6 to nothing. Uh, West Monroe came out, uh, had to punt on their first possession. East Ascension got down into the red zone, and when they got down to the West Monroe 19, they fumbled snap, resulted in a turnover. West Monroe quickly marched down the field, and uh, David Moore caught a 36-yard, uh, check that 26-yard touchdown pass from Hayden Federico, the quarterback. West Monroe fumbled the snap on the extra point. It was no good. And uh, West Monroe leads this thing 6 to nothing over East Ascension. We've got 11.02 left to go in the second quarter. Reporting for the original, it's Cody Futrell. At Tag Gormley Stadium, the Jesuit Blue Jays, the Rustin Bearcats, Hunter Smith with an update. Hunter. Hey, guys. Hunter Smith here at Tag Gormley Stadium in City Park. Uh, we got 10:30 left in the second quarter. Rustin up seven to nothing. Rustin just went on a methodical drive down the field, punched it in. They traded uh, possessions in the first half. It's a good, disciplined football game. Not a lot of penalties. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of things that you don't want to see. And uh, it's a great football game here in New Orleans. We're excited to be here. Hunter Smith is here, Rich. Thank you, Hunter. And it's the Voyles at Turling's Catholic. Mike Boyer on the scene. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, go right ahead. Mike, you're with us? All right, Mike, not with us. Okay. All right, Mike's not with us, so we'll let him get away. So, no Mike, but we'll certainly get back to him. 14 nothing. Turley's Catholic leading that game over Avoyles. And with that, let's check in now with Riverdale and Hammond. Monica Walker with an update. Hey, Monica, what's going on? Hi, good. Uh, almost the end of the first, well, now it's the end of the first quarter. Hammond is up 13 nothing. We just had a really good run by Ari Baker, but um, we had a holding call, called us back. All right, so 13 nothing Hammond. 
at the end of one quarter over Riverdale. Monica, thank you so much. We appreciate that update. So Riverdale coming off a big win over Livingston Collegiate last week, but in tough at Hammond. St. Augustine, very impressive week one. They're taking on the Landry Buccaneers at Morris Jeff Stadium. Pierce Huff is there. Hey, Pierce. Hey, how's it going, Kenny? Right now we got a surprise race on last week. St. Augustine leads 7 nothing. That is a surprise, but if based on last week's scores, you probably would have figured it would be way worse than this. Landry has come out much improved. They play solid on defense. St. Augustine just had a touchdown with 29.1 seconds left in the quarter to take a 7 nothing lead here at Morris FXF Senior Stadium. All right, got it. Thank you, St. Aug up 7 nothing in that one. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for that update. And the reason we lost Mike Boyer there, they just went to a lightning delay Whoa. in Lafayette. So, Turling's Catholic 14 nothing over Voiles in Lafayette. They go to the second quarter, Washtenaw Christian and Oak Grove are tied at 7. They play with 9.57 to go in the first half. It's now University High 3 and Archbishop Rumble nothing at Joe Yanni Stadium in that one. With that, let's check in now with... Smokey Leonard standing by at St. Elena and Assumption. Smokey, good evening. Hey, Ken, how you doing? We're at the uh, Napoleonville at the Mustang Stadium. The score, eight for the Assumption Mustangs, seven for the Hawks. The uh, Mustangs opened up with an 85-yard drive, capped off by a two-yard run by the quarterback. The Hawks came right back and went on a 65-yard drive. Scored, got the extra point, and that's where we stand, 8-7, to seven, getting ready to start the second quarter. This is Smokey Leonard for the original. Indy White scores again. They now lead 17-7 to seven over Archbishop Hannon in the second quarter. Covington and Franklinson, good game, tied at 7 as they go to the second quarter of that contest. Let's check in now on the Shaman Owls at home against the Lakeshore Titans. Richard Walker, the man now, the AD with us. Richard, good evening. Hey, hey, how you doing? Good, Richard. Great to hear from you, man. What's going on, buddy? Uh, we're in the second quarter now. Chalmette ahead 7 to nothing. We've got about nine minutes left in the second quarter. All right, 7 nothing. Owls over the Titans in the second. All right, Richard, appreciate it. Thank you very much. And, and by the way, want to sing our prayers out to Butch Stockton, who usually reports for us for Chalmette, the wonderful, personable Chalmette head basketball coach. His wife is very, very seriously, gravely ill right now, and, and we want to pray for the Stockton family. Uh, and for Butch, and he was texting me last night, and just a wonderful guy. And yep. has been so good for the game for so many years, whether he was coaching yep. Central Louisiana or in South Louisiana. Just a pleasant guy, and uh, we, guy, we, we miss Butch. Yep. And we want to, again, keep his, his family in prayer. Just a tough situation. All right, playing up in North Louisiana, the Willow School, a Delta Charter. And on the scene is Chris Roberts with this update. Hey, Chris, what's going on? Yeah, hey, Ken, how's it going? Good. Yes, one two minutes here in the first quarter, and it's Willow 10, Delta Charter 0. Yeah, but yes, the Willow started off with a 10-yard titty pass from Jacob Boucher to Corey Watson. Then they went for an onside kick. Actually, the kicker recovered his own onside kick and then went down and kicked a 27-yard field goal. But yeah, but currently, Delta there, like, yeah, Delta there at the Willow 30-yard line. But yeah, we're... So yeah, we have yeah, like, we have, like yeah, we have one minute left in the first quarter. Willow ten, Delta Charter zero. Chris Roberts with the original. Thank you, Chris. Leesville six, Gina six, eight thirteen to play in the first half. The Battle of Plaquemines Barrage, South Plaquemines, and Bell Chase. Let's check in with David Myers on that one. Hey, David, good evening. Hey, how you doing? We got uh, ten minutes and forty five seconds left in the second quarter. You got South Plaquemines up over Bell Chase six to zero. Uh, Bell Chase, their offense, they just can't get nothing going. It's like uh, it's, 
it seems like they just need to try to block somebody or something, but they're just getting stuffed, and then the fumbles is what's killing them. But when you have nobody blocking, I mean, the guy's getting three shots. South Plague is taking it to him. They're hitting hard. They, they're coming at him strong. They, they, they're in this game. And I'm going to tell you what, it is, it is a hard-hitting game here over here in Belchase with uh, South Plaque versus Belchase. And if I had to say who won it more right now, it's definitely South Plaque. And uh, so if, 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 hope, we'll see how that uh, continues. Uh, Belchase, they had a little drive going, but then they had penalties holding, and then another fumble. And then, like I said, uh, Belchase does have to do it. They do have the ball, and it is, but it's third down and like uh, 25. So they're about to be punting. And like I said, it's with 10 minutes and 45 seconds left in the second quarter. South Plaquemines over Bell Chase, six to zero. This is David with the original prep football roundup. All right, thank you very much, South Plaquemines. Much improved team. Toby Todd's got a really good one. Could be a score fest. Union Parish Airline. If the field's good enough, Toby. Good evening. Hey, how are you today? Good. What's happening? I'm good. It's uh, nine. Uh, uh, 9.09 left in the second quarter, airline 13, uh, Union uh, 3. Uh, airline uh, went for two on their first touchdown. They scored uh, like in, in three plays, 70-yard drive to start the game and uh, lined up in the in the swinging gate and went for two and didn't get it. Uh, came back and scored on the next possession and then uh, held Union and, and, then, uh, and then fumbled on the next possession. They ate up most of the first quarter. Uh, big, big, big offensive line and, and backs, foot to foot, uh, just pounding it and uh, and took it down. And we held on the goal line and uh, they kicked us the field goal. And that's where we are. All right, Toby, thank you very much. St. James scores again. They leave West St. John 20 to nothing in the second quarter. And it is now Salmon leading North Shore 3 nothing in the second quarter of that contest. Messina's at the terminal. Lakefront Airport is open 8 to 3 Tuesday through Sunday. They offer. You, two unique dining rooms, the atrium and walnut rooms, lunch, blue plate, lunch specials and brunch, observation deck, watch the planes fly in and out. Great for weddings, galas, and reunions. Messina's at the terminal, 6601 Stars and Stripes Boulevard, Lakefront Airport in New Orleans. And Katie's in Mid-City, serving the New Orleans area since 1984 with great options. They're open seven days a week. Now Sundays, you can go all the time. Katie's with Swamp Fries, Bacon Blue Fries, great appetizers, char-grilled oysters, ribs are great, seafood platter. Man, you name it, they got great sandwiches like the Legend and the Cochon Delay. Don't forget the pizzas as well at Katie's at 3701 Everville Street. Back with more reports in just a moment on the original. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, what does it say? Beware. If you were 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. If you've been injured, you deserve Dudley DeBosier, so you demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The only law firm backed by the black and gold. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA2213583. Harry's Bar and Grill, a true neighborhood sports bar, where every Monday night you are treated like royalty with Royal Reds. Two for one, two pounds for just $21. Come get the royal treatment at Perry's. 5252 Veterans in Metairie. 
If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. John Curtis Christian School is a co-educational, non-sectarian private school with a college prep curriculum. Boys and girls of all religious faiths are welcome at the school. John Curtis will strengthen the moral and spiritual values in Christ-like fashion. Established in 1962, John Curtis meets and exceeds the national standards, grade-level expectations, and state benchmarks. Our lower school runs kindergarten through seventh grade, preparing students for high school with a storied past and a bright future. John Curtis Christian School. Visit us online at johncurtis.com or call 504-737-4621. With reporters all over Louisiana and the best scoreboard in the state, it is the best source for prep football in Louisiana. Ken Trahan's original prep football report through Nash Icon 106.1 FM and through CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Ken Trahan. Hooters Restaurants, 2781 Bell Chase Highway in Cherrytown, 4748. Veterans and Mentory offers wings any way you like them with great sandwiches, seafood, multiple TVs for all your sports desires and nice girls. Open for lunch and dinner. Hooters has it all. You can go to Hooters.com for more information. And now thanks to Hobnobber Cafe, 5928 West Metairie and Metairie. They have daily lunch specials, delicious, the crawfish and corn bisque, the onion rings, the crawfish nachos, grilled chicken club sandwich, seafood platters. They're open for your catering needs. They have the Alexander Room as well for banquets, open for lunch and dinner Monday through Friday. Visit HobnobberCafe.com for more information. And Rummel has taken a 7-3 lead over U-High with 6.49 to play in the first half. And Washtenaw Christian 14-7 over Oak Grove in the second quarter of that contest now. And... We continue to march on. Let's check in with George Peppis, who's standing by. George, good evening. Good to hear from you. It's an agent, Kenny, and I'm in live at Thomas B. Smith Stadium with the Bank of the Terrible. 8.38 to go in the second quarter. Kennedy, zero, Terrible, zero. Neither team has really had a foothold in this game offensively. This has been about defense. Kennedy did have the touchdown ball back there in Fortnite. I had a bootleg. Would appear to be an 11 yard run, but I think was the call. Kennedy's had five penalties, but the other set, Kylan Billiard, the receiver from Terrible, no no reception, no throws to him yet. So the hype matchup between him and Bernard Carthy has yet to really materialize here on the campus of Terrible. It is scoreless with 8.29 to go in the second quarter between Kennedy and Terrible. This is George Peppers for the overtime. All right, George, thank you very much. Kevin Williams. McDonough 35 in South Terrebonne. Hey, Kevin, good evening to you. Good evening. It's 9-10 in the second quarter. Terrebonne 7, McDonough 35-6. McDonough 35 scored first. Five-yard touchdown. Terrebonne came back with a drive and answered with a five-yard touchdown run. And Swamp, Kevin, for the original. All right, Kevin, thank you very much. Let's check in with Sam Francis. Good game, brother Martin at St. Paul's at Hunter Stadium. Sam, good evening. Good evening, guys. We're at 9.42 left in the second quarter, and the score is Brother Martin 10, St. Paul 7. It's been a pretty good first half here um, so far. We're doing really well. It's been a very physical game. Uh, both teams went down a score. Brother Martin scored with Jordan West on their first score, and uh, St. Paul's went down a score, so it's 10-7 here. Well, thank you very much, Sam. Good game, Vermilion Catholic Ascension Episcopal. Neil McClellan is on the scene from the Acadian Advocate. Hey, Neil. 
Okay, hold on one second, Neil. We'll get you on right now. Neil, go ahead. Go ahead, Neil. Hey, guys. It's 14-14 with four minutes left in the second quarter, and Vermilion Catholic has been responsible for all the points on both sides. Ascension Episcopal's first drive ended at the 10-yard line with turnover on downs. Vermilion Catholic went 90 yards for the score on a Jonathan Dartez 20-yard run. Ascension Episcopal's second drive ended with a punt. Vermilion Catholic muffed the punt. Ascension scored on a touchdown pass from McCormick, uh, Wyatt McCormick to Jonathan, uh, Jen, John Chahon. And Jonathan Dartez got the ball, was picked off by Wyatt McKnight. He went 30 yards for the score. Ascension was up 14-7. Then Dartez just went 80 yards on a touchdown run. It's 14-14. Ascension Episcopal's driving with, uh, a little over three and a half minutes left in the first half. All right, exactly. I'm Neil McClellan. Thank you, Neil. Exactly the game we thought it would be. Really good. Salmon North Shore, Battle of Slidell. Bill Gallagher is there. Hey, Bill, go ahead. Hey, guys. Well, these two teams played twice last year, once in the regular season and once in the playoffs, and you saw over 100 points scored in those two games. If you came out here tonight expecting to see a repeat, you'd be sorely disappointed because right now with 9.06 to go in the second quarter, Salmon Spartans have just scored the first touchdown of the game to go up 10 nothing. Just when it looked like North Shore was making some progress and getting their act together on offense, there was a backwards pass at the 31-yard line of Salmon, and North Shore assumed that it was an incomplete pass. Salmon smartly picked the ball up and ran it in completely and totally uncontested for a 31-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Prior to that, the only offense was a 31-yard Baja Barakat field goal from Salmon in a game that has seen very little offensive production, a lot of penalties on both sides of the ball, miscues on special teams. It's been pretty sloppy out here thus far, guys. And at this point, again, with 9.06 to go here in the second, 10 nothing Salmon Spartans over the North Shore Panthers. This is Bill Gallagher for the original. John Aaron takes a 7 nothing lead over Destrahan in the second quarter. 7 nothing Aaron over Destrahan. Watch out. Let's check in with Bradley Robertson, who's standing by. Uh, Jules Sumner Kenwood. Hey, Bradley. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, buddy? Uh, this is Bradley Robertson. I'm calling in with the score with four minutes and 27 seconds in the second quarter. Kenwood 13, Sumner 6. That had a, quite a few penalties in this game. All right, 13-6 Kangaroos, second quarter over Jules Sumner. All right, Bradley, thank you. We'll check in in just a bit. Thank you. Let's check in now with Mike Creighton, Washita Parish, off a big win at Neville. Hey, Mike, good evening. Good. Uh, first quarter was scoreless. Washington drove uh, 55 yards, uh, mostly on the ground in the second quarter, took a 7 to nothing lead, punted, kicked the ball to Neville. Neville on fourth down, kicked it, uh, hiked it over the punter's uh, head and got the ball at the five-yard line, ended up kicking a field goal. I had to go to 10 to nothing. Neville... Caleb Bond took the opening kick, I mean the kickoff back to run it back 99 yards for a touchdown. And with 7 10 left in the uh, second quarter, we're 10 to 6 washed off. 10 to 6 washed off Parish over Neville. All right, thank you. At Joe Brown Stadium, Wyatt Arthur watching Martin Luther King Trotter and, and against Franklin. Hey, what's going on, Wyatt? Hey, nothing much right now. We've got 6 30 left in the second quarter. Both teams are tied 6 6. It's been a battle of offense versus defense. The uh, Martin Luther King Charter Jaguars have now forced one fumble and 
scored one pick six on the Franklin Hornets. Yet the Franklin Hornets has, have had a dominant run game and looks like they might be about to score their second touchdown of the night. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Toby Todd watching airline Union Paris. Toby? Uh, 5-10 left in the second quarter. It's 13-9. Union uh, Parish just scored on a, about a 30-yard bootleg, and then uh, an airline blocked the kick. It's 13-9. Airline with 5-10 left in the second. All right, thank you very much. Let's check in with Will Jardina, Acadiana at Sulphur. Hey, Will, what's happening? We've got 5-17 left in the second quarter. Acadiana just punched it in on the ground on the dive to break it. Acadiana 21 for zero. Acadiana has uh, fumbled the ball three times. Sulphur recovered one, but nothing going on offense for the tours. It's Will Jardina for the Rick. All right, it's St. James at West St. John. Here's Sean Oob. Sean? Hi, we got nine minutes, 25 seconds in the second quarter, and St. James Wildcats is up 27, West St. John zero. Uh, West St. John has the ball right now. There's a timeout. Uh, St. James scored three times in the first quarter and once in the second quarter. So St. James is rolling along here in Edward at the Railroad Classic. All right, 27-0 lead for St. James. I don't think they're going to let that lead get away this week uh, against the opponent as they did last week against a really good opponent. At least that's what I'm thinking at this point. Danny Broussard standing by, great basketball coach, watching a great football team, St. Thomas Moore and Alexandria. Danny, good evening. Hey, good evening. This is yeah, Danny Broussard from Cougar Stadium. I'll give you a little update. Uh, at the 8.59 mark in the first quarter, it was Sam Altman to Landon Strother on a uh, 25-yard touchdown pass. The Cougars led 7 to nothing. Ash went 3 and out. The Cougars came right back down. It was Carter Malanson from one yard out to make the lead seven uh, 14 nothing for the Cougars. And then with 11.19 to go in the second quarter, it was Sam Altman to Brooks Tomplay on a, uh, on a 12-yard pass. And the score is now 21 nothing with 6.33 to go before halftime. All right, St. Thomas Moore. Yeah. All right, thank you, Danny. Appreciate it, man. Oh, you bet. All right, buddy. All right, you thank bet. you. Jonathan Oglesby standing by. It's Washtenaw Christian Oak Grove. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, guys. This game is everything it's been cracked up to be. It has been smash mouth football back and forth. Uh, right now, we're just under six minutes left in the half, and OCS is leading Oak Grove with a score, 14 to 7. Uh, the very first touchdown was a Tate Hamby 85 yard TD from a punt return. Uh, next touchdown. Luke Green was able to take it in on a keeper from the 20. Uh, Oak Grove marched it down to get their seven, but now after a pretty good stand and a missed field goal, uh, Washington Christian is knocking on Oak Grove's door as they move into uh, Oak Grove territory. So with 5.57 left in the half, OCS is leading Oak Grove with a uh, score of 14-7. This is Jonathan Oglesby with the original. Okay, Jonathan, thank you very much for that update. Again, live at CrescentCitySports.com. It's Newman and... Riverside Academy still 7-0 Greenies, 4.57 to play in the first half and what has been a, a real tussle up front. Very good defense being played in that one. All right, we'll go ahead and take the time out here. When we return in just a moment, we'll have all the scores from CrescentCitySports.com with Jude Young as the original continues. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Demand the team who handles the heavy lifting. 
Demand the team who never stops fighting. Demand that your team is Dudley DeBosier. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2314839. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Want my tip for how to lower stress during fall prep? Head to Kohl's. I just went and found epic deals you don't want to miss that made getting ready for sweater weather so much better. I found super soft bath towels and pillows for just $3.99, cute long sleeve tees for myself at $7.99, and shoes for my whole family at just under $35, plus ironed Kohl's cash. So if you want to get what you need for low temperatures, low stress, and low prices, get to Kohl's. Select styles. Offers end September 10th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. If you've been injured, you deserve Dudley DeBosier, so you demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The only law firm backed by the black and gold. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2213583. Scores, scores, and more scores. The scores are rolling in. You've got them. On Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report, here on 1061 Nash Icon. CrescentCitySports.com and the original network. Here's your Louisiana Scores First scoreboard update with Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. Connecting now, sorry about that guys, technical difficulties, but scores from around the state of course rolling in, including Springfield 14, Ascension Christian nothing. It is Franklin 6, Martin Luther King Charter 6, Newman up 7 to nothing at Riverside in a game you can watch live at CrescentCitySports.com. It's Larville 10 to Quincy nothing. Vermillion Catholic and Ascension Episcopal are tied at 14. Sterlington up 21 to nothing at Mangum. It's Beekman Charter 13, Tensaw nothing. St. James up 27 to nothing over West St. John. It's Lake Arthur 14, Mamou 6. Winfield and Caldwell Parish are 7. North Lake up 7 to nothing over Albany. It's Delhi Charter and Bastrop tied at 8. The Willow School up 10 to 8 at Delta Charter. It's Turling's Catholic 14 to nothing over Avoyles, but that game is delayed. One of at least a couple we know of. Westgate up 22 to nothing at Lake Charles College Prep. It's South Terrebonne 7, McDonough 35 6. Peabody up 14 to 6 over Faraday. It is Gina and Leesville in a delay, tied at 6. Menden leads 6 to nothing at Homer. Manny up 7 to nothing over 
DeRitter at St. Michael 14, Bruley nothing. Estruma up 12 to nothing at Bel Air. St. Frederick up 8 to 7 over Franklin Parish. Bolton expanding to a 30 to 6 lead over Booker T. Washington of Shreveport. It's Tioga 28, Brobridge 7. That's at Brobridge. Lafayette Christian up 14 to 7 over Woodlawn. It's E.D. White now up 24 to 7 against Hannon up on the North Shore. It's Woodlawn of Shreveport 14, Southwood nothing. St. Helena now trails at Assumption, 8-7 Mustangs in the lead there. It's Santa Ma 22, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans 6, South Lafouche up 14-12 over Thibodeau. Menard with a 2-0 lead against Pineville. It is Washita 10, Neville 6. Southside up 7-6 at Cecilia. Opelousas with a 14-0 lead over Natchitoches Central. Mandeville handling Hanville so far, 17 to nothing. Salmon up 10 to nothing over North Shore. Ruston and Jesuit tied at seven. Hammond up 13 to nothing over Riverdale. It's Houghton 16, Lagrange nothing. West Monroe up 13 to six at East Ascension. It's Lafayette High 14, Como six. Brother Martin up 10 to seven, second quarter at St. Paul's. Franklinton and Covington tied at seven. John Errett with a seven to nothing lead over visiting Destrahan. It is Central 7, West Feliciana 3. Airline 13, Union Parish 3. St. Thomas More 21, Alexandria nothing. Rummel 7, Uhigh. Warren Easton up 14 to 6 over Catholic in the second quarter. It's Texas High 28, Benton 7. And Acadian up 21 to nothing over Sulphur. Back to you, Ken. All right, thank you. Uhigh scores. They lead Rummel 10 7, 305 to play. In the first half of that one. All right, Ro Brown, your thoughts quickly about what you've heard thus far. Eric Destrahan. Yeah, that's obviously <laughs> obviously stands out, doesn't it? Eric Destrahan. Yes. Kind of jumps out at you. That's Eric leading seven to nothing over Destrahan mm -hmm. at this time. Uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Warren Easton fourteen, Catholic six. I think was the other one that jumped out at me. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, I like what's going on there down in Plaquemines Parish. You know? Yes. <laughs> That's always a tough one right there with South Plaque and, and Bell Chase. Uh, Bell Chase was leading that. I mean, excuse me, South Plaque was leading that one, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And up on the North Shore, Franklinton and Covington. I like that one. They were all tied at seven, I think I heard. Uh, they Jim were. Say. Mm -hmm. that, that's a good one. That's a good one. You are so, correct. Yeah, we got some good ones going on here. Uh, you know, West Monroe and East Ascension, that's 13-6, West Monroe. And, uh, yeah, those are some of them that right. jumped out at me right now. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and Washita, Christian, and, and Oak, Oak Grove, Grove game, game also. Yeah. yeah, we knew yeah. it would be. Yeah, 14-7, 14-7, uh, Washita, Robert. Christian. Yeah. All right, Aaron, still up 7 nothing. 603 to play first half on Destrian. Let's check in on Country Day night at uh, Francesca's with Les East, Jude Young, and Chris Chetta. Gentlemen, take it away. Thanks, Ken. Uh, I think uh, Roe kind of hit on some of the games that I was uh, caught my eye as well. You know, Destrahan, we'll, we'll see. You know, that's getting late in the second quarter. You know, plenty of time for that one to look the way we thought it might look. But so far, uh, down seven and haven't scored yet. That's a little bit surprising. And, you know, we talked last week uh, about how the Warren Easton situation might make them an even more dangerous team because of the chip 
they might have on their shoulder not being able to go to the playoffs. I'm curious what Coach Chatham might think about that. Yes, I think nothing to lose. You go out there and they, they already have the motto I heard from one of the players. Every one of their games is a championship. They play in every game like it's a Superdome game. And I think they, they, they show that every time they step on the field. Yeah, I think that's uh, probably a team that uh, most people would rather avoid <laughs> right now and for the rest of the season because every game is going to be a championship game for them. I found it interesting, guys, that uh, we talked about this before the show a little bit, that Newman handled Hanville at Lupin Field last week. So wondering a little bit, does that tell us more about Newman? We know they're a good team, a good programmer. Does it tell us about Hanville? And the Tigers down 17 to nothing at Mandeville in the second quarter. So a program that's usually as strong as that one, struggling early in the season, it does perk the eyes a little bit. Absolutely. And, you know, Mandeville's a good program for sure. But, uh, you know, Hanville just in recent years, that's become a, uh, a program that's not what we've been accustomed to from them for, for an extended period of time. Yeah, I think it kind of tells you a little bit about both teams. Newman's a very good team. I mean, don't 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 you no know doubt. don't discredit that. I mean, they big up front on both sides of the ball. Uh, they quarterback. I, I'm very impressed by him as well as his, I know his coaches. I heard him speak about him. Um, so, but I think Hanville's down a little bit as well. And coach has been keeping a close eye on that Newman Riverside game. And anything jump out at you in that game? Well, it looks like it's a good game. It'd be one to be in person, which it's you know I know Ed Daniels is over there. Um, I'm impressed with number four from Riverside. I know he's an eighth grader, and I'm watching him, you know, take the snaps from quarterback at times. I mean, wow. I think Riverside, he just ran a kickoff back, you know, returned a kickoff back uh, for, for a nice little game. So I'm impressed by Riverside as well. This is a really good game. Ken? Well, I mean, I think we expected that. I mean, Riverside is a vastly improved team. Lou Russell's an outstanding coach. Spoke there last week, and obviously that is a big one. Uh, that goes without saying that uh, we expected to be there. That's why we chose it. That's why you're watching it live at CrescentCitySports.com as we speak. Uh, that kind of game to be certain. And, you know, of course. And Ken. Yeah. Ken, I got one for you here. Yeah. Easton scores again. Wow. Greg Donaldson scrambles from 16 yards out how about 21 to 6 with 346 to go in the first half they're on a mission i said that before the show last week during the show and i'm saying it again they're on a mission and again you can say anything you want about sanctions and i believe the sanctions were justified suspensions fine but again the kids get punished and that's what i i really struggle with and i think the kids are are showing you just what they can do and how they feel right now on the field really i agree impressive. i agree with you ken and the kids obviously decided uh, we can't win any hardware in December, but we are going to take what's under our control and make the most of it. And uh, I, I think we're going to see that all the way through the season. And, and the playoffs won't be as good without them as they yeah. would would be with them. No doubt. All right. Uh, it is Manny 14-7 over DeRitter at the half. And let's pause 10 seconds now for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. You've got the right frequency and the right show for all Louisiana fans. It's Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 106.1 Nash Icon. 
NashFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com, and the Original Network. And we thank Desi Vegas Seafood and Prime Steaks, 111 Veterans Boulevard at Lake Avenue. Open Monday through Friday for lunch and dinner, beginning 1130. Open for dinner Saturday at 530 p.m. as well. And on Sunday, you can use the private room for special events. Happy hour, Tuesday through Friday, 3 to 6 with drink specials. Great barbecue shrimp, great meatballs, tuna tataki, lobster tails. But, of course, the steaks are awesome. Filet, ribeye, New York Strip. Visit DesiVegasSeafood.com. And don't just go settle for boring old frozen pizza for dinner. Head over to Fat Boy's Pizza where size matters. Check out the large pies that measure 30 inches across, but the number scarcely does it justice. When you see the 30-inch pie, your whole world got smaller and your idea of pizza got bigger. From delicious pizza choices, mouth-watering chicken wings, garlic knots, and much more, find a Fat Boy's near you. Visit them online at eatatfatboyspizza.com. U High starting to take over. They score off an interception, lead Rumble 17-7, 110 to play in the first half of that game at Joe Yenny Stadium. And St. James 41, West St. John nothing. Still five minutes to play in the first half. E.D. White Catholic 24 and Archbishop Hannon 14. They play late in the first half of that game. Let's check in with Patrick Hemel, Ponchatoula Dutchtown. Patrick? Hey, Ken. Nothing, nothing here at halftime. Surprisingly, I, I would have I bet the over and uh, it's it's the under, under first downs. I mean, both teams are struggling offensively. Montatula got the opening kickoff. First play, they put it on the ground. Dutchtown got great field position. Four downs, they turn it back over. And it's just been a field position game. is uh, winning that, but not able to put any points on the board. Dutchtown will get the opening kickoff, see what they do. Their offense seemed to get in a little bit better rhythm in the last uh, two or three minutes of the first half. So from here, from guys at Griffin Field, I'm Patrick Emo. 0-0 here, Pontchartula and Dutchdown for the original. All right, thank you, Patrick. Lawrence Shamra, and Acadiana Advocate. Barb and Karen Crow. Lawrence, what's going on? Um, here at the Open Air Crow Dome, we got Karen Crow leading Barb 28-7. Four touchdown passes for a sophomore quarterback, Chance Babineau. Two going to Kashmir Batiste and two to Cameron Cyprian. Cashmere uh, Baptist also has over 150 all-purpose yards in the first half. All right, impressive. Thank you very much, Evan Hale of the Acadian Advocate. Como and Lafayette, hi. Hey, Evan, what's going on? Hey, Ken, good to hear from you, man. Uh, right now we're sitting at 29-14. to 14. The Lions are leading, but the Como Spartans, their offense is really coming alive here in the second quarter. They're starting to drive. They're making their way inside the 10 right now, actually. And they're looking to get themselves back into this game before halftime and they get the ball after half. So they were looking to make a statement here, get some points, get back into this game, and, you know, keep things rolling. All right, appreciate it. Let's check in with Rick Whittington. All right, Rick, what do you have? I have the Iowa Yellow Jackets up 8-0. Quarterback uh, ran it. Quarterback Bushnell ran 80 yards on a quarterback draw uh, first series. And right now we're in a lightning delay. Mm. Uh, it's been delayed about 40 minutes already. Iway has the ball fourth and goal from the two-yard line with eight minutes to go in the second quarter. All right, it's Iway and rain. Okay, all right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Rain, lightning, hello. All right, let's check in now with Ben Babb and Booker T. Washington, New Orleans, and Santa Maria. Ben, what do you have? Right now we got 155 to go in the uh, second quarter. Uh, Booker T just uh, intercepted the Gators that drove down to the uh, three-yard line. And uh, on third down, the Chase Kelly pass was intercepted by uh, uh, linebacker from uh, – uh, lead from uh, 
the Booker T, and he returned it to the eight-yard line. So right now, with one one forty to go in the second quarter, it's Animal twenty-one, Booker T six. Uh, Washington uh, had the ball at their own eight-yard line and ran uh, a big play with the quarterback, fifty-four yards, got scoring territory. He threw a six-yard TD pass to Barnes. They passed for two, was no good. So that's how they've been able to score in this contest to keep it close. Right now, 21-6 to 6 with 120 to go at the half. All right, thank you. North Webster all over North Cato, 42 to nothing, 28 seconds to play in the first half. Jack Hutchison's got East Jefferson at Pearl River. Jack, what's happening? With 142 to go in the half, it's all Pearl River on top, 36-7. to 7. The last touchdown for Pearl River coming on a four-yard TD run by Tashad Baton, his third of the night. Again, with 142 to go, it's Pearl River 36 East Jefferson 7. This is Jack Hutchison reporting for the original. Loyola Prep is at Logansport. Here's Matt Martin with an update. Matt? Well, we've reached the half, and the score is 20-7 to 7 in favor of Logansport. Had a lot of action going on in the first half. Uh, Jacaden Carter from Logansport broke off a 68-yard touchdown run. Uh, Loyola took the ball down the field, aided by two 15-yard penalties, but that drive was started when DeAvery Robinson picked off a Logansport pass. I mean, a uh, Loyola pass. So at the halftime, the score, Logansport 20, Loyola 7. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you. E.D. White has scored 31-14 over Archbishop Hannon in the second quarter there. Let's check in with Rodney McDonald, Sarah Reed and Cohen at Pan American Stadium. Rodney. Yes, with seven minutes left in the second quarter, Sarah T. Reed 12, Cohen 0. 12 nothing Olympians on top. All right, Rodney, thank you very much. And here's Andrew Mancuso, general at Morgan City. Hey, Andrew. Yeah, it's uh, halftime here in Morgan City. Uh, Generette does lead eight, but Morgan City's coming back, uh, scored a touchdown, and so it's eight to seven. Generette's leading about to start the third quarter. It's Andrew Mancuso working the sidelines today in the chain game. Had a boy. Morgan City High School. <laughs> doing double duty, eight seven, going to the third quarter. Thank you. Nick Chetta <laughs> checking in. We got him doing everything. <laughs> Albany and North Lake Christian. Hey, Nick, what's happening? How's it going, guys? We just got to half. Uh, North Lake is up 14 6 over Albany. Very exciting game. Uh, look forward to the third quarter. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Really good game going on at Hunter Stadium. Less than a minute to play in the half. St. Paul's and Brother Martin tied 10 10 in that contest this evening. Francesca's Deli, Pizzeria, and Catering by Katie's, conveniently located at 515 Harrison Avenue in New Orleans, home of the original Prep Football Report. Open on every day of the week. Francesca's gets it done featuring every type of sandwich you can imagine including a delicious muffalata and great pizzas. Frips are unique and they're a delight. Make sure you get an order. Francesca's has superb salads and sides. If you like Katie's, you're going to love Francesca's Deli, Pizzeria, Catering 515 Harrison Avenue. Check them out every day of the week. They're open and ready for you as we do all the time at Francesca's. And with that uh, we can tell you that U-High leads Rumble 17-7 at the half. We'll get a Update coming on that one. Still Newman 7-0 over Riverside. Late first half live at CrescentCitySports.com. It's Hanville at Mandeville. Logan Graffia there with an update. Hey, Logan. Hey, Ken, we got one that is just getting away early. It's 24-3. Mandeville over Hanville right now. Almost a minute left to go in the half. And this one looks like it could be over with early. Mandeville has all the momentum. Amazing. All right. Thank you very much uh, for that update. And... Let's check in now with Bobby Latchelet, who's standing by, E.D. White and Archbishop Pannon. What do you have, Bobby? Yeah, it's halftime right now, guys. It's 31-14 Cardinals. 
But Hannon's had some opportunities, and, and they've been able to get in the end zone. It's been a lot better game than it was last year. This is Bobby Latchley with the original. Okay, Bobby, thank you. Franklinson Covington, here's Scott Meyer. Scott? Hey, guys, right now it's halftime here in Covington High School. It's Franklinson 16, Covington 14, picking up that drive where I left you off. Caden has returned the ball to the 10-yard line on a 35-yard punt return. David Harris tapped off the two-play drive with a three-yard touchdown run. That was at the 2.02 mark of the first quarter. And then Covington taking back on, on, on takes the lead. Finally, taking advantage of a Franklinton fumble at the 31-yard line. Three plays, 31 yards. The big play there was a 28-yard run by David Harris. On the play, David Harris did leave the game with an injury. Justin Chapman comes in, taps off the drive with a one-yard touchdown run. Franklinton coming right back on a eight-play, 64-yard drive. Micah Hart goes in from five yards out. They came with 36 seconds to go in the half. They missed the extra point. That was 14-13. On Cummins' ensuing drive, with time taking left, they threw an interception. Franklinton takes advantage of it, taking over at the Cummins' 14-yard. Santiago Morales comes in for the 24-yard field goal with two seconds to go in the half. So right now it's halftime here at Covington High School. It is Franklinton 16, Covington 14. This is Scott Meyer quoting from the original. Salmon over North Shore, 10 nothing at halftime now. Let's check in on Jules Sumner and Kentwood. Here's Bradley Robertson. Bradley? Hello, how you doing? Good. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, we're at the half with um, uh, Kentwood on top, 19-6. to six. And just like I said, it's been had a lot of flags going on. Other than that, Kentwood been maintaining the ball. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Bradley. Thank you. And they go to halftime. St. Paul's and Brother Martin are tied 10-10. That is a really good football game at Hunter Stadium this evening. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House at 4941 West Napoleon near Transcontinental, serving Metairie for over three decades with the best homemade pizza around, along with pasta, salad, and sandwiches in a purely Italian atmosphere. Enjoy the Italian music while dining at Geo's for lunch or dinner. Open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Friday, dinner Saturday. Go to geospizza.net to get more information on Geo's. And we now can tell you that 11-19 to go second quarter. St. Thomas Moore's lead over their opponent now is over Alexandria. 21-0. 21-0 St. Thomas Moore. 11-19 to play in the first half. And now we update the battle of the state champions. Lutra hosting St. Charles Catholic. Here's Matt Sims. Matt? Yeah, Ken, we're at halftime here in Lutra. We are tied. St. Charles Catholic 7. Lutra 7. It's a seven and nothing. At my last update, after that, it was a defensive battle. Both teams just kind of going back and forth. Nobody really able to get much momentum. St. Charles defense really smothering the Ledger offense in the first quarter, racking up four sacks. But then late in the second quarter, as Ledger moved it across, uh, I'm sorry, St. Charles Catholic moved it across Ledger territory. They tried to run a screen, and Dale Smith intercepted it at the line. That set up Ledger with the ball. At their own 42, they then marched down the field, had a 28-yard pass that got them down to the one-yard line and scored on the next play on a one-yard touchdown run. That tied it up 7-7. Seven to seven. That's where we're at here at the dog pound. I think it's exactly like everybody expected. Low-scoring defensive battle between two state champions. St. Charles Catholic 7, Letcher 7. I'm Matt Sims for the original. Warren Easton recovers an onside kick. They drive the length of the field. Fred Robertson scores. Eagles 28 Catholic 6, late second quarter, a report coming up from Eric Brown. Amazing. All right, let's check in now with Jacob Sinat. It's you high and Rommel at Joe Yenny Stadium. Jacob? 
So, yeah, so right now we're at halftime. The game started off very, very slow with the first four drives resulting in a punt. Okay. And then high got a field goal to make it 3 nothing. Then Romo had a fumble recovery in the end zone to make it 7-3. to And then Romo just turned the ball over, and high took over on that with Keelan Moses having two one-yard rushing touchdowns on back-to-back drives to make the lead 17-7 for high over Romo. I'm Jacob Pena for the original. All right, Jacob, thank you very much. And let's check in now with Robert Email, Newman Riverside. Robert, take it away. Hey, Ken, it's 37 seconds left in the half. Newman just turned the ball over on downs at the Riverside 25-yard line. Newman's up 14-7. And, again, 37 seconds left in the half. It's been a tough battle, back-and-forth game, as you would expect with two pretty good teams. So with 37 seconds left in the half, this is Robert Hemel in reserve. All right, Robert, thank you very much. And at the half now, McDonough 35-14 and South Terrebonne 14 in that one. Faraday Peabody and Lamar Gafford is there. Lamar? And right now, we're at the half right now. We have Peabody 20, Faraday 6 here. And so far as the breakdown of tonight's game, C.J. Hullaby had two touchdowns, a receiving touchdown and also a kickoff return for a touchdown uh, just to lead the War Horses in this one. Uh, their receiver, uh, their running back, actually scored the other one as well. C.J. Reed scored the touchdown for Faraday. That was in the second quarter. But so far, Peabody has been uh, so far ahead in this one. 20-6, halftime. This is Mark Gaffer with the risk. All right, let's get a report now from that Warren Easton game at Memorial Stadium against Catholic High. Eric Brown is there. Eric? Hey, Ken, surprisingly, Warren Easton is in complete control tonight. 32 seconds to play in the first half, and it's the Warren Easton Eagles 28, the Catholic Bears 6. As Warren Easton seeking revenge for that beatdown Catholic gave up at the stadium last year, they flipped the script today. I mean, Warren Easton's been dominant, too. They got 15 first downs, a lot of big chunk plays on first down. I mentioned uh, it was 14, to, it was 7 to 6 on my last report. Easton went ahead 14 to 6 putting together a nine-play, 44-yard drive. Uh, quarterback Greg Donaldson, who split staffs last week, been playing a lot on his own today, threw a touchdown to Keon Holiday from six yards out, making it 14-6. to six. Eastern would go ahead 21-6 on a five-play, 55-yard drive. Donaldson would use his leg this time to go in from 16 yards out for that score. And then Eastern gets bold. They kick an onside kick, and they recover the onside kick on their own 46-yard line, and they marched 54 yards in seven plays. Fred Robertson, who's been running the heck out of the ball, gets an eight-yard touchdown run to put Easton ahead 28-6. to Catholic just turned the ball over on downs. Easton deep in their own territory right now with 29 seconds to play in the half. Well, they're not that deep. They're almost to midfield. 24 seconds to play in the half. Eastern 28, Catholic 6, reporting live from Memorial Stadium. This is Eric Brown for the original. Okay, Eric, what a they shocker try there. To score again. Man, oh, man, <laughs> Eric. That is wow. just that's tremendous. I know it's just a half, so yeah, there's yeah. another half to go. But still, that's awesome to ponder that after winning at Ruston last week. Really good game, halftime. South Lafouche 21, Thibodeau 18. South Lafouche 21, Thibodeau 18. Let's check in on John Aaron and Destrahan with Sheena Dilworth. Hey, Sheena, what do you have? We are at halftime, and the score is 7-7. Destrahan scored with 19 seconds left in the half. John, a long pass, and we got the fumble, but it fumbled right into the end zone, and a Destrahan player fell on it in the end zone for a touchdown. So the score now is 7-7. 
as we go into halftime. All right, good game there. Patriots are talented. We know that. Destrahan's a defending state champ. We know that, and that game is unfolding in that fashion. Pretty impressive, to say the least, uh, in that f- football game and figures to be that way for a while. All right, it is now halftime. In reserve, Newman, 14, Riverside Academy, 7, live at CrescentCitySports.com. In that one, very good game, as we expected it would be. With that, let's check in on East Ascension in West Monroe with Cody Futrell. Cody? Let's go to Cody now. Cody? Hey, Ken. We're about to start the second half here uh, momentarily as uh, it is 20-13, to 13, West Monroe leading East Ascension. Uh, West Monroe, uh, two touchdown passes, Hayden Federico to David Moore in the first half, and uh, the East Ascension scored on a uh, – they got, had a fourth down inside the 20 – was able to convert that right before halftime, and then with uh, less than 15 seconds to go in the uh, second quarter, they uh, found the end zone to uh, cut it to 20 to 13. A back and forth battle. Both teams playing really well. We'll see how this one goes. Uh, East Ascension will be receiving the kickoff here momentarily to start the second half. So, starting the third quarter, West Monroe leading East Ascension 20 to 13. It's Cody Futrell for the original. All right, Cody, thank you very much. Copeland Restaurants in New Orleans tradition with the right spice. The crawfish beignets is a great way to start. Sandwiches, Austin, penthouse salad, the best around. The steaks are great. The pasta dishes, fantastic. Best dining, visit Copeland's Restaurants in New Orleans, Jefferson, Harvey, and Kenner, where I go, Slidell, Covington, Homa, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Alexandria, Monroe, and Shreveport. Copeland's also in Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Visit copelandsofneworleans.com. And with one thirty to go and a half, it is now 21-7. Uh, St. Thomas Moore on top of Alexander. 21-7 is the score there. We'll take a timeout here, and we shall return in just a moment as we continue with more of the original here on the Original Network. So you just used bug spray in your home. Now what? Well, between the waiting and waiting for things to dry up and keeping your family away from the mess, it hits you. You could have used Zevo. Unlike other bug sprays that stick around, Zevo goes from kill to clean in seconds. Plus, it's safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people friendly, bug deadly. 21 days of beauty. 21 days with daily beauty steals of up to 50% off. 21 days of slay. 21 days of yay. 21 days of are you kidding me right now? Beauty's biggest event is on now till September 16th at Ulta Beauty. Discover irresistible deals on must-have brands like It Cosmetics and Fenty Beauty by Rihanna. Plus, new launches from Pat McGrath Labs. Shop in-store, online, or pick up today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions apply. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. 
top service. Locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. It's the one and only. Thanks for tuning in to the best prep football coverage anywhere on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 106.1 Nash Icon, Nash FM, 1061.com, and the original network. And we thank our good and great friends at Chateau Cafe. Two locations at 139 Allen, Tucson Boulevard in Lakeview, 701 West Esplanade in Kenner with a drive through Chateau Cafe with outstanding breakfast, including the omelets, waffles, grit bowl, outstanding lunch and dinner items, specialty salads, sandwiches, daily specials, many gourmet coffee choices. Open seven days a week. Go to ChateauCafe.com. Let's check in now on Landry and St. Augustine with Pierce Huff of CrescentCitySports.com. Pierce, what's going on? Uh, St. Augustine leads 21 to nothing with... 12.7 seconds left in the second quarter. We're almost at halftime. Senior quarterback Dawson Simmons missed his first five passes, but his rebound to go 6 of 14 with three touchdown passes for 40 yards. It's, um, St. Audley's 21 to nothing with 12.7 seconds left in the first half at Morris FX Jeff Stadium. All right, Pierce, thank you very much. All right, they had a lightning delay to early Catholic of Oils. Here's Mike Boyer with an update. Mike? Well, we're uh, three minutes and nine seconds. The clock is running till halftime. Sterling's Catholic, 21, Voyles, uh, zero. Uh, the game started with Voyles botching two, two punt snaps and the Rebels having short fields. Uh, quarterback Preston Welsh hit Bradford Kane for his third and fourth touchdowns of the season. Uh then balls went back to the go for it on every fourth down, and they put together a little drive. But Turley's got the ball and went 40 yards in two plays with Jack Purser, uh, Preston Wells throwing his third touchdown pass of the first half. So it's 21 nothing. We had a 30 minute uh, weather delay, but it's 21 nothing. Turley's Catholic over Royals with 2:31 and a hydration timeout on the field. This is Mike Boyer reporting for the original. Thank you, Mike. St. Thomas Moore leads 21 to seven over. Alexandria at the half. Let's check in on Jesuit and Rustin with Hunter Smith. Hunter? Hey, guys. Hunter Smith here at Tad Gormley Stadium, City Park. Uh, Jesuit squaring the ball up for the second half kickoff. They squib it down the field. Ball's on the ground. Rustin picks it up. It is 7-7. Seven to seven. Rustin recovers uh, as we start the second half. Jesuit stole a possession in the uh, first half of an onside kick. Uh, Rustin turned, put it on the ground two times, and uh, we got 7-7. Seven to seven. Uh, Like I said at the beginning of this game, whoever takes care of the football is going to win this game. All right, Hunter appreciate Smith, it. The original. Thank you, Hunter. Good football game again this year, as it was yep. a year ago. Yep. All right, Riverdale's in Hammond. Monica Walker with an update. Monica? All right, we're at halftime, and Hammond is up 20, Riverdale 7. 20 to 7, Tories on top of the Rebels. All right, Monica, thank you. Let's check in on George Peppis, John F. Kennedy at Terrebonne. George. It's at halftime here at Terrebonne, and the Kennedy Cougars have a 6 nothing lead. When last we talked, it was scoreless. But Kennedy put together one drive, 
Amarion Smith got the touchdown for three on drop. He missed the extra point. Terrible late on in the first half. Had a chance to get in the end zone. Had it first and goal to three. A couple of penalties and miscues. Went to a 24-yard field goal event, which was wide left. And we are at halftime with your score. Kennedy, six. Terrible zero. This is George Beckers for the original. Lakeshore and Shelmet. Richard Walker has an update. Richard? Hey, Ken. Uh, yeah, right now we're at halftime, and Shalmet leads 21-7. to uh, Lakeshore had cut the lead from 14 to nothing to 14 to seven with about three minutes to go in the half, maybe a little less. Chalmette got the ball on the ensuing kickoff at about the 30 and drove the field in less than, uh, a little bit over two minutes and scored on a pass from Kuvion to Rayon Russell to make the score 21 seven. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for that update. And Leesville and Gina tied 14, 14, a minute left in the first half. And a good ball game there, which we expected it would be. All right, let's check in now with Chris Roberts for the latest on Delta Charter and Willow School. Hey, Chris. Yes, I hate we we we're at halftime right now. Um, it's Willow ten, Delta Charter eight. Um, we yes, so Willow had a chance to um to extend the lead the second quarter, but they fumbled at the two yard line. Um, then Delta Charter they went down the field um and fumbled themselves right before halftime, and also. Delta Charter, they scored on a one-yard touchdown run by Otis Bates Jr., and he also did the PAT run. But, yeah, we have, I'm a halftime now. Um, Willow 10, Delta Charter 8. Chris Roberts with the original. Okay, Chris, thank you very much. Let's check in now. Smokey Leonard. Smokey, what's going on? Smokey, go right ahead. Hey, Smokey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. There you go. Can go you ahead, buddy. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. We're at halftime here at Assumption Stadium with the Mustangs of Assumption, 16, the Hawks of St. Helena, 7. As we talked in the last report, it was 8-7. And inside two minutes and a half, the Mustangs went on a 65-yard drive with Chase Turner scrambling for the end zone. And they got the two-point conversion is good, so we're at halftime. The Assumption Mustangs, 16, St. Helena Central Hawks, 7. This is Smokey Leonard for the original. All right, Smokey, thank you very much. Let's check in with David Myers, Battle of Plaquemine, and South Plaquemine, and Bell Chase. David? Hey, how you doing? We're uh, just about the start of the second half. Yes, South Plaquemine over Bell Chase with a score of 6-3. to three. Uh, Bell Chase had a field goal that they missed, barely missed to the left, uh, about a 45-yarder, and they got another one they made to get three points on the board at least. But uh, I'm going to be honest with you, they can't move the ball at all against this stout, stout South Plaquemine's uh, defense. Uh, the O-line, better. they need to figure out something. Hopefully they did at halftime for Belchase, or they're not going to score because, uh, this, from what I understand, it just, it's a hard-hitting game, but it looks like Belchase don't really want to hit, and I, you, you hate to see that. But South Plague is taking it to them, and hope we'll see what happens in the second half. This is a great game. If you like a low-scoring, hard-hitting game, this is where it's at. This is old-school football. And uh, so, uh, we're about to start the second half. Bell Chase is going to get the ball. All right. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. They are win- losing 6-3. Six 6-3. Three. Six three. right. Thank you very much. Tim Rogers as Walker at Fonblue. Tim, what's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? We've got about nine and a half minutes left in the third quarter here out at Fountain Blue. Uh, it's been all Walker in this game. Uh, right now it's 33 nothing Walker. Um, Walker's defense has really shut down uh, Fountain Blue. Fountain Blue's got two first downs for the game. And uh, Walker's had complete control of the game from the onset of the kickoff. Right now it's 33 nothing. Uh, Walker over Fountain Blue. All right, thank you very much. With that, let's check in with Toby Todd for the latest on airline and Union Parish. Toby? 
Hey, we started the second half airline with a one side kick. They recovered it, took it down, scored. Airlines up 2016, uh, just under eight minutes, about 750 left in the third quarter. Uh, they onsided again, and Union recovered. So Union uh, has the ball at midfield, uh, second 10, uh, airline 20, Union high 16. Okay, thank you very much for that update. We'll check in on the scores in just a moment. First, we want to tell you about Central City Barbecue, a five-star award-winning restaurant, 1201 South Rampart Street, open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Thursday and until 9 p.m. Friday through Sunday. Try the smoke rib chips, the smoke wings, the beef ribs, the pork ribs, the pork nachos, smoked turkey, smoked chicken, and more. Happy hour three to six. Barbecue sandwiches are great. Central City Barbecue, nice courtyard, live entertainment. You can visit catering at centralcitybbq.com. It's time now for a scores first scoreboard update in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com, and I believe Jude Young has that for us. Jude, take it away. All right, we'll get to Jude or Emmanuel or someone to do that in a moment. We'll make sure that we get that straightened out one way or the other. It's chaos here trying to figure out what's going on, but we can tell you that Bears, Poe Boys, and Gennaro's has the best pool boys in town, bar none. The union rings, the onion rings are great. A Bears has every burger you could possibly conceive of, along with other delicious sandwiches, including the best roast beef pool boy anywhere. Call him. Tell him now. The grilled shrimp pool boy, along with salads, open daily for lunch and weekdays for dinner. Visit Bears at 3206 Metairie Road at Causeway Boulevard for an outstanding, inexpensive dining experience. Road, just a few thoughts right now from you uh, to tell us what you think thus far. Yeah, I got Easton. 28 to 6 was the last thing we saw. I mean, we got to, whoa, that's that's really a surprise. Really a surprise, as good as Easton is, but you wouldn't expect them to handle Catholic as Catholic handled them in uh, last season. That's one of the things that really jumped out at me. And uh, I love the St. Charles Catholic game. St. Charles Catholic and Lutcher, that's 7 7 game. That's the way <laughs> that you would expect it to be, much like you would expect that Plaquemines Parish situation to be there, also. Well, I mean, that's been bell chase the last few years mm-hmm. and pretty convincing. With South Plaquemine, I told you earlier, they're much better this year. Much yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, you know, harken back to the days when Tyrrell Crutchfield was down there. More numbers, uh, you tell me. They had more numbers because they didn't have a lot of numbers in, if you recall, but they yeah. had such good players. It, didn't matter if they didn't have numbers. Yep. <laughs> Their players were so good on both sides of the ball. That's what made that one really fly. And, of course, the Destrahan Arid game is another one that, uh, you know, you look at there. You know, that one's all tied at 7-7. Yep. I think last we heard. And uh, Jesuit and Ruston. 7-7 seven, seven game. Yep. Ruston comes yep. in here one They could be leaving here 0-2. Yep. No knows? doubt. Okay. And right. Jesuit was surprised to shut out Slidell last week. And, uh Obviously, they're playing good defense, All right, as let's, usual. Let's give you scores that we have for you from CrescentCitySports.com right now. Huntington beat Bird 44-43. Evangel beat Mansfield 50 to nothing. Douglas over Young Audiences 46 to nothing. It was Patrick Taylor 30 to 21 over Thomas Jefferson. East St. John 44 nothing over Carver. Lincoln Prep 44 nothing over Plain Dealing. LaSalle beat Sicily Island 43 to 6. Ascension Catholic over Opelousas Catholic 39-28. Madison Prep beat Southern Lab 13-12. Pine over Independence 49-8. Haynes edge West St. Mary 8-6. St. Louis Catholic over Iota, 20-7. St. Mary's over Buckeye, 44-12. Northwest defeated Crowley, 6-1-20. Abbeville beat Central Catholic, 20-7. Those were all last night and also last night. Livingston Collegiate beat Higgins, 22-12. A meet beat LaRanger, 42-6. Slidell over Bogalusa, 41-12. Dunham beat Live Oak, 24-14. Carr shut out Scotlandville, 45-0. 
Edgehill Bourgeois over West Jefferson, 28 to 20. Denham Springs beat Glen Oaks, 44 to nothing. Calvary Baptist defeated Captain Shreve, 61 27. Kaplan, 38. Berwick, 19. Centerville beat Thrive Academy, 20 to nothing. Now scores going on tonight. It's uh, Sarah Reed, 12. Walter Cohen, nothing as they go to the halftime. Slaughter Community Charter, 20 to nothing over Varnado at the half. Also at the half, Haynesville and Harmony Grove High School, Arkansas tied at 7. Also at halftime, Elton, 14. Northwood Lena, 6. It is Springfield, 28 to nothing over Ascension Christian in the second quarter. Second quarter, Cedar Creek, 6 nothing over Vidalia. Second quarter, Vinton, 12 nothing over Maryville. Washtenaw Christian leading Oak Grove, 14 to 7 at the half. Lakeside 20, Ringgold 6 at the half. It's Logansport 20, Loyola Prep 7 at the half. Franklin 16, Martin Luther King Charter 6 at halftime. Covenant Christian 14, Homer Christian 7 at the half. Newman over Riverside 14 7 at the half. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. Darbon Woods 3 0 over Drew Central Arkansas in the second quarter. Lauraville 10 to Quincy nothing at the half. It is Episcopal 14, St. Thomas Aquinas nothing. Late second quarter. Sterlington 21, Mangum nothing. Second quarter of that one. Welsh 42, Westlake 15 at the half. Vermilion Catholic Ascension Episcopal tied at 14, approaching halftime. Beekman Charter 19, Tensaw 6. It is South Beauregard 21 nothing over Rosepine at the half. St. James 48 nothing over West St. John at the half. North Webster 42, North Caddo nothing at halftime. Parkview Baptist 7, Catholic New Iberia 6 at halftime. Kentwood 13 6 over Jules Sumner in the second quarter. Bunky leads Patterson 14 nothing in the second. Caldwell Parish 20, Winfield 7 in the second. Also, it's Port Allen 12-8 over Donaldsonville at the half. North Lake Christian leading Albany in the second quarter, 7-0. Delhi, Charter, and Bastrop tied at 8 in the second quarter. It is the Willow School 10, Delta Charter 8 at the half. Westgate 22-0 over Lake Charles College Prep, second quarter. Northside 6-0 over Washington Marion. It is Iowa 8-0 over Rain. And McDonough 35 and South Terrible are tied at 14 at the half of that game. Homer 13 and Minden 6 Gina Leesville tied at 14. They go to the half. Grant 13 nothing over Block, second quarter. St. Michael leads really 14 to nothing in the second. Manny 14 7 over DeRitter. It is St. Frederick 8, Franklin Parish 7. Bel Air 15 to Struma 12. And you heard South Plaquemine 6 3 over Bell Chase at the half. Bolton 30 to 6 over Booker T. Washington of Shreveport. Glenbrook 14, Bozier nothing. Tioga 28, Brobridge 14. Lafayette Christian 42, Woodlawn and Baton Rouge 7 at the half. It is E.D. White, Catholic 31-14 over Archbishop Hannon at the half. Assumption 8-7 over St. Elena, second quarter. Woodlawn of Shreveport, 14-0 over Southwood. Santa 21-6 over Booker T. Washington of New Orleans. St. Augustine, 21-0 over Landry at the half. And John F. Kennedy leads Terrebonne, 6-0 at the half. Holy Savior Menard, 2-0 over Pineville at halftime. South Lafouche, 21-18 over Thibodeau at the half. Cecilia leads Southside, 26-14. Opelousas, 14. Natchitoches Central, 13. Mandeville 24 to 3 over Hanville. It's Salmon 10 nothing over North Shore at the half. Hammond 20 to 7 over Riverdale at halftime. Houghton 16 Lagrange nothing. Ruston and Jesuit 7 7 in the third quarter. Ponchatoula and Dutchdown nothing nothing at the half. West Monroe 20 East Ascension 13 at the half. Pearl River all over East Jefferson 36 to 7 approaching halftime of that one. Chalmette 21 Lakeshore 7. Lafayette 21 Como 14. Franklin's under the half leads Covington, 16-14 in a good one. Destrahan and John Errett tied at 7 at the half. Brother Martin St. Paul's tied at 10 at the half. U High leads Rummel, 17-7 in the third. Warren Easton, 28-6 over Catholic of Baton Rouge. Central, 7-3 over West Feliciana. Vanderbilt Catholic over Central Lafouche, 21-7 in the second. Airline leads Union Paris, 20-16 in the third. St. Thomas Moore, 21, Alexandria, 7. It is Karen Crow, 28, Barb, 7 at the half. Texas High leading Benton, 34-7 at the half. 
It is Acadiana 21, Sulphur nothing at halftime. Also, Carroll wins a forfeit game over Green Oaks. And we can tell you that uh, that is all we have at the moment. Let's update a couple of scores for you before we get to break right now. It is St. James 54, West St. John nothing in the third quarter. And Bell Chase has scored. They take a 10-6 lead over South Plaquemine with 9.50 to play in the third quarter. With that, we'll take a timeout and we'll return with more reports as we continue on the original. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first Philip. Want my tip for how to lower stress during fall prep? Head to Kohl's. I just went and found epic deals you don't want to miss that made getting ready for sweater weather so much better. I found super soft bath towels and pillows for just $3.99, cute long sleeve tees for myself at $7.99, and shoes for my whole family at just under $35, plus ironed Kohl's cash. So if you want to get what you need for low temperatures, low stress, and low prices, get to Kohl's. Select styles. Offers end September 10th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfast with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. 29 years of consistent excellence in Louisiana prep football. We've got you covered for six hours each Friday night. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana prep football report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans, the original network, and at crescentcitysports.com. Bears, Boys at Janeiro's, the best Boys around bar none. The onion rings are great. They have it all. You name it. Grilled shrimp, Boys salads, open for lunch and dinner. Every day, visit Bears 3206 Metairie Road at Causeway. Outstanding, and the roast beef, it is the best. It is simply it is. the best. That's all there is to it. It is. You agree? I agree. Okay. We're in agreement. All right. That's a good thing. <laughs> Let's check in on Sam Francis. Good game. St. Paul's hosting Brother Martin tonight at Hunter Stadium. Sam, what's going on? Hey, guys. We're here uh, nine minutes and 34 seconds left in the third quarter, just beginning the second half. Brother Martin got the ball. and looks like they're driving down the uh, field right now, and we're tied still 10-10. Good game. Expected it to be. It is that way. Let's check in on Mike Creighton, Washtenaw Parish at Neville. Mike, what do you have? Uh, we're 5:49 left in the third quarter. Washtenaw is ahead 15 to six. My family thinks I'm an idiot because I'm uh, one of those that believe who's ever doing the best is uh, doing it. Washtenaw's out playing Neville. 
But if Neville could have shot themselves more times tonight, they'd need a new gun. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. All right. Neil McClellan of the, the Canadiana Advocates got Vermilion Catholic Ascension Episcopal. Hey, Neil, what's the latest? Hey, Neil, go right ahead. Okay. Hey, guys. We're getting ready to start the fourth quarter. It's 21-20 Vermilion Catholic. Since the last time we talked, Ascension Episcopal got a field goal before halftime to go up 17-14. Dartez led Vermilion Catholic on an 80-yard drive that he punched in from one yard out to give him a 21-17 lead. Ascension just kicked the field goal about two minutes ago with uh, the third quarter to cut to 21-20. Vermilion Catholic's now at midfield getting ready to drive and go. So with uh, 11.50 in the first fourth quarter, it's 21-20 Vermilion Catholic. Okay, great game. Oh, we expected it. That's why we did a preview of that one earlier, and that's turned out to be exactly what we thought. Battle of Slidell continues. It's Salmon and North Shore, and it's Bill Gallagher on the scene. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. We're just coming out of the heat and humidity timeout in the third quarter here. We've got six minutes exactly to go. The score still stays the same as it was early on. It's 10 nothing Salmon. Again, Salmon scored on a 31-yard field goal from Baja Barakat and also on a 31-yard scoop and score on a backwards pass by North Shore early in the second quarter. Again, both teams have struggled to move the football. North Shore's defense has done a great job of keeping them in the game. The last two possessions for Salmon have resulted in interceptions by the North Shore defense, but the North Shore offense has just not been able to get anything going. The last interception, the next play on offense from North Shore resulted in a bad snap and a fumble that the Spartans recovered and picked up. So the Spartans have the ball at their own 30 right now. We are just under six minutes to go. Ten nothing. Salmon over North Shore. This is Bill Gallagher for the original. Okay, Bill. Thank you very much. Let's check in on Kyle Woods, Natchitoches Central, and Opelousas. Kyle, what's happening? Opelousas just scored from about the thirty. Going for two right now to make it. It's twenty thirteen right now. Uh, who is this again? Going for two as we speak. There, you're speaking. Uh, didn't get it. It's going to be twenty to thirteen with three oh one left in the third quarter. All right, who's winning? Opelousas. Opelousas up twenty to thirteen in the third over Natchitoches Central. Okay, thank you for that update. Washtenaw Christian twenty one to seven over Oak Grove in the third quarter now, and let's see here now. We've got uh, St. Thomas more thirty five, Alexandria seven with seven oh two to play in the third quarter. It's thirty five to seven, St. Thomas more now leading over Alexandria in that one. And uh, let's see now. We're getting ready to check in, I believe, with Blight Arler. And uh, Wyatt is standing by. He is at Joe Brown Stadium tonight. Wyatt, what's going on? Well, we just witnessed our second safety of the night for the Franklin Hornets. The score is 18-6 Franklin Hornets with 8.08 left in the third. So far, is looking pretty one-sided. We'll see if the uh, Martin Luther King Charter Jaguars can mount a comeback late in this third and into the fourth quarter. This has been Wyatt Alder with the original. Thank All right. You. All right. And that's Franklin over Martin Luther King Charter, 18-6 to in the third quarter. So just to <laughs> clarify, uh, they go to the fourth quarter now. It's U-High 17-7 to over Archbishop Brummel at Joe Yenny Stadium tonight as well. And... Row, I mean, Washtenaw Parish, Edge Rumble last week tonight, they're beating Neville. Yeah. And they have um, a new coach, you know, we, remember. Yeah, their we, coach left to go to West Monroe, and now he's suspended right, indefinitely. Right. Marvin, yeah, that's and, right. And here they are on the precipice of beating Rummel and Neville back-to-back. 
Well, it shows that, well, I don't know who replaced him in Washington, yeah. but well, he, obviously he's doing a good job there. Well, I mean, that's pretty impressive. And uh, that brother Martin St. Paul's game, still 10-10 midway through the third quarter in that one. And that is a good football game. And we're still uh, looking at U-High 17-7 overall. Yeah, I just mentioned that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, so and the fourth quarter, just started the fourth quarter of that one at Joe Yenny. Uh, Benji Lewis, of course, the coach of Washita Parish now and doing a great job there. And let's check in now on Union Parish and Airline with Toby Todd. Toby? Hey, uh, uh, Airline scored twice to start the third quarter, just through an interception, and Union uh, had a 61-yard run, went for two. The score is now 27 Airline, 24 Union Parish with uh, a minute 50 left in the third quarter. Airline getting the kick right here. 27-24, just exactly what we thought. It would be a high-scoring game and two good teams, and that's what's happening for sure. All right, let's head to Bayou Country, where McDonough 35 is on the road at South Terrebonne. Kevin Williams there with an update. Kevin? How you doing? It's 14-14 with 6.52 left in the third quarter. Uh, we got to 14-14, McDonough 35, Charlie 76, scored 7-6, scored on a 70-yard bomb from Price and McLeod, uh, converted on a two-point conversion. Um, South Terrebonne answered the title score, and it's typically 14-14 at the half. And right now, like 6.45 uh, in the third quarter from the swamp at South Terrebonne High School, Kevin Williams with the original. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin. So JFK playing Terrebonne, McDonough 35 playing South, South Terrebonne. Terrebonne. So the Orleans Parish teams and the Terrebonne Parish teams doing battle tonight, Rob. Down in Terrebonne Parish, yep. Uh, 35 trying to cut, bounce back from that uh, lopsided loss last week to St. Augustine. And, of course, Mike Kennedy Cougars are doing pretty good down there in in Homa. In talk, the Homa talking about them earlier today on our affiliate, 97.7 FM, and the kind of team that they have. Mm-hmm. So, and telling people that they're the, good. And there is LP doing a job as head coach. You bet. All right. So, we can tell you that I know people have been asking about this game, but Archbishop Shaw is on the road tonight. They're playing in Texas, Texas. in Houston. Mm-hmm. And they're tied 14 14 in the third quarter now. With the Kincaid School. It's 14-14 third quarter. Sean, the Kincaid School playing at Rice University in that game tonight. So, good one as expected. And we'll keep you posted on that as we've got Joanne checking in with us there. St. James, West St. John. Let's check in with Sean Oob on an update. Hey, it's the fourth quarter. There's nine minutes, 45 seconds left. St. James is up 54-0. And St. James has the ball right now, but we're in a timeout. All right, St. James. With the original. All right, Sean, thank you. So St. James in control in that game as we expected over West St. John. Kind of starting over uh, a little bit there in Edgard. And struggle a bit, but they're good people. And that's a proud program, and they will certainly be back here in their new future. we got time for the one Rams, more, so let's check Rams. in on Ash Alexandria Senior High against St. Thomas More, defending state champion. Here's Danny Broussard. Danny? And we got some action going on here at Cougar Stadium uh, in the second half. It was 8.35 to go in the third quarter. It was a 20-yard touchdown pass from Altman to Strother for the second time tonight. That made it 28-7 to Cougars. And then strike, lightning struck at 7.02 to go, Altman to Tomplay. Uh, for that second time, that those two got together and made it 35-7. And then just 10 seconds later, at 6.50 to go, J.T. Lindsay broke one from 65 out for the Trojans. And that makes it 35-14, to 14, our current score, with six minutes to go in the third quarter here at Cougar Stadium. All right, appreciate it, Danny. Thank you very much 
for that update. With that, let's take a timeout. And when we return, Emmanuel Peppis will have our scores first scoreboard scoreboard from CrescentCitySports.com. Stay tuned. That's next here on The Original. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, What does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Exodus chapter 2 tells the story of the children of Israel in Egypt. It said they continued to groan under the burden of their bondage. They cried out for help, and their cry rose up to God. It said God heard their groaning. He remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, and he looked down on the people of Israel, and he knew it was time to act. Well, let let me give you some more good news for right now. In the middle of your most difficult times, know this, God has not changed. He still sees, he still hears, he still remembers. This is Michael Green inviting you to join me and Linda this week at LifeGate, 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. We start at 10 o'clock. We will worship and we will speak words of peace, encouragement, and Holy Spirit insight. Follow us on Facebook at LifeGate Church Ministries, or you can follow the messages on YouTube, Michael Green, LifeGate Ministries. But in the meantime, remember this, he sees, he hears, and he remembers. (laughs) That's good news. You want all of the scores? Want them now? This is the place. 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update with Emmanuel Peppis from CrescentCitySports.com. And we begin with Vinton leading Maryville 12 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Third quarter score, Arcadia 16, Delhi 6. East Beauregard leading Pickering 42 to nothing. That's in the third quarter. Lakeside leads Ringgold 20 to 6. It's Logan Sport 34, Loyola Prep 7. Franklin leading Martin Luther King Charter 18 to 6 going in the third quarter there as we just heard. Covenant Christian leading Homer Christian 14 to 7. It's Newman 21, Riverside 7. Lauraville leading to Quincy 10 to nothing. It is Sterlington 24, Mangum nothing. Westlake leading Welsh 49 to 15. It's Vermilion Catholic 21, Ascension Episcopal 20. It's South Beauregard leading Rose Pond 21 to nothing. St. James leading West St. John 54 to nothing in the third quarter. It's Notre Dame 13, St. Martinville 7. That's also in the third quarter. It is Parkview Baptist leading early third quarter against Catholic New Iberia, 7-6. Caldwell Parish, 33. Winfield, 19. North Webster shutting out North Caddo, 42 to nothing in the third quarter there. It's Port Allen, 12. Donaldsonville, 8. North Lake Christian leading Albany, 14-7. It's the Willow School, 10. Delta Charter, 8 in the third quarter there. Also, Peabody leading Faraday, 26-6 in the third quarter. 
it is McKinley leading Plaquemine 22 uh, to 6. St. James has scored again. They now lead West St. John 61 uh, to nothing. That is now in the fourth quarter with just under six minutes remaining. Homer leads Minden 13 to 6. Gina and Leesville tied at 14 apiece. Manny leading DeRitter 14 to 7. It's South Plaquemine 6, Bell Chase 3. Also, Glenbrook leading Bozier 20 to 6. That is in the third quarter. Tioga 28, Bro Bridge 14, West Wachita 44, Jonesboro Hodge nothing, Lafayette Christian 42, Woodlawn and Baton Rouge 7, E.D. White leading Archbishop Hannon 31 to 14. As we just heard a couple of minutes ago, Shaw and the Kincaid School of Texas are tied at 14. Woodlawn and Shreveport lead Southwood 20 to nothing. It is Santamon 21, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans 6, St. Augustine leading L.B. Landry 21 uh, to nothing. It is South Lafouche 21, Thibodeau 18, Opelousas leading Natchitoches Central 14 uh, to 13. Salmon shutting out North Shore in a defensive slugfest 10 to nothing. That's in the third quarter. Ruston leads Jesuit 14 to 7. It's Hammond 20, Riverdale 7. West Monroe leading East Ascension. That's in the fourth quarter 20 uh, to 13. Lafayette leading Como 32 uh, to 14. Brother Martin and St. Paul's tied at 10 apiece. Warren Easton leading Baton Rouge Catholic 35 to 13. That's in the third quarter. In the third quarter, also St. Thomas Moore leads Alexandria 35 to 14. It is Airline 27, Union Parish 24. Karen Curl leads Barb 28 to 7. Texas High leads Benton 34 uh, to 7. And it's Acadiana shutting out Sulphur 21 uh, to nothing. One more score before we go back. Edie White now leads Hannon 38 to 14 with 417 left to go in the third quarter. Ken, back to you. All right, thank you. Warren Easton 35, Catholic 13 in the third quarter. So the Easton Eagles continue to just roll, row, and roll, start roll, there roll, for roll. the next minute or so with your thoughts, man. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, well, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, Jamboree week. They played St. Aug in the Jamboree, and uh, St. Aug, I guess, won the Jamboree, so to speak. Uh, and I can remember some St. Aug fans saying that, you know, well, this is Easton's Super Bowl. Well, I think every game is their Super Bowl this year. And uh, thus far, that's how they look. Uh, handling Catholic of Baton Rouge, it's way 35 to 13. Like I said, still time, but wow. <laughs> I mean, that's all I could say about that is wow. That's really a performance by Jerry Phillips. And no doubt. Yeah. All right, the Kincaid School just scored. They lead Archbishop Shaw 21-14 early fourth quarter. McDonough 35 just scored, missed the extra point. 20-14 run Eagles with 5.09 to play in the third quarter. Let's check in now on Country Day Night at Francesca's by Katie's with Jude Young, Les East, and Chris Chetta. Take it away, guys. Thanks, Ken. And uh, Coach Chetta and I were just talking. He's watching CrescentCitySports.com, the streaming of the Newman uh, Riverside game, and, and you've been impressed with Newman's new quarterback. Oh, yes. He has a big arm, big kid that can run outside the pocket. Uh, very impressed. Uh, I can see why, um, you know, Newman's up 21-7 right now. And New Newman's had so much success in recent years because not just because of the marquee names that have come through there, but the program that Nelson Stewart has built. Oh, absolutely. Consistent. That's mm -hmm. what I mean. It's the bottom line. Consistent. Got an update. Ruston has added to their lead against Jesuit now 21-7 late in the third quarter. Uh, I don't think that's terribly surprising. Ruston awfully good, and Jesuit may struggle a little bit offensively. 
Meanwhile, interesting on the North Shore, uh, St. Paul's and Brother Martin. Good game there as expected, tied at 10 late in the third quarter. Yeah, and uh, it looks like Jesuit, and you're familiar with that program, it looks like they might have a defense that keeps them in games, but they might not have the offense to get them over the hump against some of the better teams they play. Yeah, I know they've lost a few guys, you know, that left. But, um, you know, Coach Manali, he'll find out a way. You know, I, mm -hmm. he always figures out a way, and I think they'll, they'll bounce back. You know, the game's not over yet. And they got the halftime in a hurry in that game last yeah. week, 10 to nothing. Jesuit, good win at Slidell. So they're going to really try to shorten the game with the running game and lean on their defense. Coach, you'll be interested in this one. Episcopal jumped out to an early 14 to nothing lead. Now third quarter, St. Thomas Aquinas has drawn within four. It's 14 wow. to 10 in that one since Episcopal, next team on your schedule after tomorrow night right. once you get into week three. Right, not looking forward, but I mean, Episcopal, <laughs> again, another very consistent 2A program. I mean, he's done a great job over the years, so that is a little, little surprising. I saw the 14 nut, and I thought they would still be in the big lead. I heard Roe giggling in the studio. I didn't expect him to, <laughs> to skip tomorrow night's game against no. Ellender, and neither no. did you, right, Roe? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very impressed with uh, Warren Easton as well, Roe. I mean, listen, every game's a state championship for them, and I agree with Ken said earlier. I hate to see that the young men are punished. We are in this business for young men, for kids, and I wish we could do something different. And speaking of Warren Easton, I mean, I, you know, we mentioned him, of course, because you have to because he's in all the highlights. But Fred Robertson, their running back, oh, is a fast. terrific player. He is a terrific football player. They call him Fright Night Fred. I mean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> when you're playing him, it's a fright night, you know. Yeah, he's special. You know, Very special. And it, it, it's one thing to have a team with extra motivation, a chip on their shoulder, Super Bowl every week, however you want to describe it. But when you're laying that on top of a really, really, really talented, well-coached <laughs> team, yes. then you get what we're looking at right now. Oh, absolutely. Very well-coached. Again, I mean, a program you talk about has been consistent for the I don't even know how many years now. So, yeah, and, and they have something they're trying to prove, and I understand it. I understand it very much so. We can tell you that St. Charles Catholic and Lutcher tied 7-7 going to the fourth now, and Rummel just scored, but they had a bad snap on the extra point, which could be a killer. 17-13, U high. The clock is not working at Joe Yenny. There's an estimated seven and a half to eight minutes left to go in the game. 17-13, U high. And what else here? We got St. Thomas Moore 42-21 over Alexandria. In that contest, it's now final. St. James 61, West St. John nothing. First final 61 nothing. St. James over West St. John. And the Willow School still leads Delta Charter 10-8 into the third quarter. Manny still up 34-13 as they uh, go to the fourth quarter of their game. We'll keep updating you on those games as well on Country Day night at Francesca's. And right now, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The outcomes are in the balance with the games nearing an end. The finals are coming in. Remember where you get it first and foremost. Where the state comes on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on the original network. Here's Ken. And back to the playing fields we go. Let's check in on Acadiana Sulphur, Will Jardina. 
of the Acadiana Advocate is there. Will, what's going on? 10.04 left in the fourth quarter. 28-7 Acadiana. Acadiana came out in the beginning of the third quarter, turned it over, Sulphur goes down, scores on a pass. John David LaFleur, LSU commit. Uh, Acadiana scored, go up 28-7, and uh, Acadiana's moving the ball on the ground. This is Will with the original. All right, well, thank you. Newman 21, Riverside Academy 7, now late third quarter, live at CrescentCitySports.com, and it's still 10-10, Brother Martin and St. Paul's as they play uh, into the latter stages of the third quarter in that game at Hunter Stadium tonight. Another really good contest going on there, and as mentioned, U High 17 and Archbishop Rumble 13, somewhere to go in the fourth quarter with the clock not working at Joe Yanni Stadium, which is unusual for that facility, but that is the case, and U High is an elite team that has a chance to win a state championship with the players they have this year. And we'll keep you posted on that game and many more. We can tell you now as we speak that Bell Chase has kicked a field goal and they lead South Plaquemine 13 to 6, 119 left to play in the third quarter. 13 6, Bell Chase leading over South Plaquemine in that one. Let's check in on Booker T. Washington. The Lions of New Orleans are at Santa Ma. Ben Babin is there with this update. Hey, Ben. Yes, right now it's been a. a, a a slow third quarter. The Gators are uh, scored again just now. It's 28 to 6. Uh, Booker T took the second half kickoff, ran it back to the uh, ran it back to the Gator 40, but couldn't get in. Send the Gators back deep. Gators punted. Booker T got it on the Gator 35, and couldn't do anything with it. Gators drove down the field and uh, passed from Kelly to Dar for a, a 28 to 6 lead with 2:14 left in the quarter. All right, Ben, thank you very much. Turling's Catholic now leads the Voiles 35 to nothing, 11-12 to play in the third quarter. With that, let's check in for the latest on the Battle of Plaquemines Parish between South Terrebonne and Bell Chase, and here's David Myers. David? Hey, how you doing? Uh, we got at the end of the third quarter, Bell Chase is winning 13-6. Um, Bell Chase took the opening drop, uh, the opening kickoff for the second half, drove it down, uh, running the ball, old-school football like Coach Myers likes to do. We scored in uh, about two minutes into the um, second half. And then after that, South Plaque, they had a fumble. Bell Chase got the ball again. They drove a little bit, but then they, they stalled, and they they ended up uh, kicking a field goal to put them up 13-6. to six. And then South Plaque, actually, they now on a little bit of a draw, but it looks like that uh, they, it's, it's, they, they want to give up, but South Plaque, they, they're, they're a tough squad. They're a tough squad. So we're gonna, it's going to be a great game. Like I said, they're only up by seven points, Belt Chase. So, but uh, total turn of events, you got Belt Chase 13, South Plaquemine 6. I mean, start of the fourth quarter. This is David with the original prep football ground up. All right, thank you very much. It's DeRitter, and it's Manny, and it's Darren Dias with this update. Darren? Halfway through the fourth quarter, Manny 34, DeRitter 13. Close game at halftime. Uh, Manny wound up putting uh, All-State defender LSU commit Tyler Singleton in that quarterback, played him out of the Wildcat. He got a 60-yard touchdown run, a 90-yard touchdown run, and that's been the difference in the game, putting Singleton in, in the Wildcat and letting him just run. 34-13, midway through the fourth, Manny over to Ritter. All right, thank you. It's uh, about six minutes left to play in the third. Gina 22, Leesville 14. Gina 22 and Leesville 14. Good game in central Louisiana. Edie White Catholic has scored again. They now lead 45-14 to over Archbishop Hannon. 45-14, Edie White. 9-43 to play, leading Archbishop Hannon in that contest tonight, taking place on the North Shore. So Edie White, really good again. No surprise there. They're going to be there every year. Ro, that's just a good, that's just a good football team. 
absolutely. Year in and year out. Yeah. Just the nature of that program, and they're always going to be there, and they're going to be deep into the playoffs in a very tough division in Select Division Two, which, of course, we assume is still going to be Select Division Two. but who in the world knows? Right, E.D. White. Yeah, that's right. You hear the cheer, and you know. All right, let's check in on Barman Karen Crow. Lawrence Chambra of the Acadiana Advocate is on the scene. Hey, Lawrence. Karen Crow Bears now leading 40-7. to Uh Kashmir has added a, a rushing touchdown to his two receiving touchdowns in the first half. And uh, Karen Crow has added an interception. And it uh, looks like they're just seeing the game out now. All right, so very impressive. The Crow Bears, who made a run last year to the semis, won a championship a couple of years back. Uh, they're looking good early this season, to be certain. All right, thank you very much, Lawrence, for that update. And you know that they're going to be that. And we can tell you that McDonough 35 has scored again. They lead South Terrible 26 14, 208 to play. In the third quarter, a couple of extra points have gone by the wayside, but they're up 12 with 208 to play in the third quarter. McDonough 35 up on South Terrebonne on the road tonight. Let's check in now on staying in that neck of the woods. John F. Kennedy and Terrebonne. George Peppis with an update. George? Hey, Kennedy. In the third quarter, 4.56 to go. Kennedy has extended up to a 13 nothing lead. He's driving again. On uh, the very first play of the third quarter, James Evans showing that good times when a Texas 65 yard touchdown run. And uh, third Kennedy is finished by 13 minutes and lead. They just scored again. It looks like Celestine in one standing. So it's 19 nothing. Don't find good to play. The story Kennedy has been the penalty. Uh, unofficially, Terrible had over 110 yards of penalties. Kennedy has about 70. So this has not been the Christmas of game plays. But Kennedy has now extended to a 19 nothing lead, and I believe they're going to go for two if you want to hang. Uh, right. They're going to kick the extra point. They're going to try to hit the point. Well, wait, let's uh, stay with you and let's find out if they make it, right? Okay. It's, uh, 4.44 to go, 19 nothing. Wait on the extra point. Uh, play clock at 18, 17, 16. It should be fine. That five kick is on the way, and it is. It's good. So you score with 4.44 to go in the third quarter. Kennedy's hearing terrible nothing. This is George Peckers for the origin. All right, boy, John F. Kennedy looking good on the road. Impressive, to say the least. All right, with that, let's check in with Rick Whittington standing by. It's Iowa and rain. All right, Rick, what's the latest there? Current score is Iowa 14, rain 12. Um, Iowa scored right uh, before halftime to make it 14-0. And then rain with 10 seconds left in the first half threw a touchdown pass, and they just scored again on a, uh, about a 15-yard pass, making a score 14-12, third quarter, six minutes left to go. All right, appreciate that very much. Let's check in with Evan Hale of the Acadiana Advocate, who's got the latest on Como and Lafayette Mighty Lions. Evan. Yeah, we just started the fourth quarter here. The Lions are up 32-14. to 14. Not much scoring being done here in the second half. A lot of it came in the first half. Most of these defense are kind of making a stand. I'm sure Coach had a lot to say at halftime with all the points that were scored in the first half. Uh, the Spartans did just turn the ball over on down, so the Lions are trying to march this thing down and put the nail in the coffin. All right, appreciate that. Thank you very much for that update. Let's check in with Jack Hutchison, East Jefferson at Pearl River. Go ahead, Jack. We're just starting the fourth quarter at Pearl River, and it's Pearl River 44, East Jefferson 7. After East Jefferson had cut the score to 14-7 in the first half, Pearl River scored 30 unanswered points, and cruising the victory tonight. 
going to go 2-0 and and then have a big contest next week against Pine. Both teams will come in undefeated. This is Jack Hutchison reporting for the original. Thank you, Jack. North Webster 49-16 over North Caddo. That's a final. North Webster 49, North Caddo 16. That is a final score tonight. St. Charles Catholic has scored. They lead Lutcher 13-7. Three-yard touchdown, Jeremiah Wills. Guess they missed the extra point. And remember that. one. It's a six-point game with 10-20 to play. 13-7, St. Charles Catholic over Lutcher in a really good game, which we expected would be the case. Rummel just scored on a long touchdown pass from Evan Berg to take a 20-17 lead over U-High. Some time left in the fourth quarter. We don't know. The clock's not working there. We'll get a report coming up on that. And uh, that would be a gigantic win if they could hold on there. Mm-hmm. But U-High is really good. So stay tuned. And Bell Chase, they awakened. They now lead South Plaquemine 20-6 to with 10.58 to play in the game. Things change there pretty quickly. Solid program, consistent program for Bell Chase. They're up 20-6 on South Plaquemine. In the fourth quarter, let's check in on a good ball game between Franklinton and Covington with Scott Meyer. Scott, what do you have? Hey, guys, 11.56 to go in the fourth. It is Frankenton 23, Covington 20. Frankenton getting on the board at the 350 mark, taking advantage, taking advantage of a short field, thanks in large to a, a high snap on a Covington punt attempt. They took over at the Covington 17-yard line. Jacob Crane finds Connor McGee on a 20-yard touchdown pass. That extra point was good. So Covington right now, they just came right back and answered the call, going on a nine-play 70-yard drive capped off by Justin Chapman. Five-yard touchdown run with the extra point to come. And we're lining up right now. Let's speak with 11.56 to go. Extra point is good. So we got 11.56 to go in the fourth quarter. It is Frankenton 23, Covington 21. This is Scott Meyer reporting for the original. All right, Scott, thank you very much. For that update, Brother Martin now has a 13-10 lead over St. Paul's, 7.30 to play in the fourth quarter in a really good game going on right now at Hunter Stadium. And let's check in with Rodney McDonald at Pan American Stadium. It's Sarah Reed and Cohen. What do you have, Rodney? Yes, how you doing? Sarah T. Reed, 33, Cohen, 0, with three minutes left in the third quarter. All right, Sarah Reed in control. Thank you very much for that update. Let's check in now with Matt Martin, who is standing by for the latest on Loyola Prep and Logan Sport. All right, Matt, take it away. With 2.51 to go in the ball game, Logan Sport is pretty much on the second half. They've opened up to a 40-21 to 21 lead and currently have the ball second and goal at the Loyola 2. So this, this one's not over, but it's certainly decided. Logan Sport, 40. Loyola 21. All right, impressive performance by Logan Sport tonight. Turling's Catholic leads Avoyles 35 to 8, 404 to play in the third. Turling's Catholic 35 and Avoyles 8. And with that, let's check in for the latest on North Lake Christian in Albany. Here's Nick Chetta. Nick? Hey, guys. It's uh, six minutes remaining of play. It's fourth down and 12 for Albany. North Lake is up 22 to 9, trying to close out the game. 22 to 9. Wolverines in control there. Thank you. McDonough 35 still leads South Terrebonne 26 to 14. Early fourth quarter now. McDonough 35, 26, and South Terrebonne 14. That game is early in the fourth quarter tonight. And we continue on here with more scores coming up in just a moment. And Roe, obviously, uh, some games in the balance right now. A couple of games in particular that 
Uh, Brother Martin, St. Paul's a good one. The rummel Uhai game is a really good game. rummel Uhai. We're talking 2017 Rummel with the lead now. Don't know how much time because you said the clock at Joe Yenny Stadium is inoperable. Yeah, the scoreboard's not working. I mean, it's like it's very unusual for that totally, facility. Totally? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's not working. So. Wow, wow. What so. was the other one you talked about? Uh, oh, Brother Martin. Brother Martin, 13 Martin 10 over St. Paul's. 10. Yeah. Yeah, that one's real good. And you mentioned, like, you know, the 35 game against South Terrebonne, 26-14 they mm-hmm. lead. That's a good win for them because they got blasted last week. Yeah. And, and you talked to Coach Daggs during the week, and he said you said he seemed a little down, but, you know, this ought to lift him up a little bit. Should. Newman 21-7 over Riverside now. Early fourth live at CrescentCitySports.com. And, and then that St. Charles Catholic 13-7 at Lutcher, that extra point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, remember that, huh? That kicking game. Yeah, that extra point that Rumble botched, too. That's another one to keep in mind in a three-point game. So, extra points. A kicking game, man. Henry Rando Where's Henry is w- looking down. <laughs> you sto- Henry stole Rando it. is looking down. You stole it. As soon as I was going to mention that, man. You got it. You nailed it. All right, it's Hanville and Mandeville. Logan Graffy is there with an update. Logan? Hey, you got one that has gotten ugly very, very early. All right, we can hardly hear you, so talking to the phone. What's the score again? Can you hear us? Okay. All right, we can't hear him. So, um, again, best we can do, right? Okay. Not, nothing else we can say. Ken Wood, Jules Sumner, Bradley Robertson is there. Bradley? Yes, sir. What's the score, buddy? We have uh, 51 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Kentwood's got the ball. 19 to 12, Kentwood favors. 19 12, Kentwood over Jules Sumner. How much time left now? 51 seconds. In the fourth quarter? Fourth quarter. Wow, is that close? All right. So we'll have a final soon. If you, you get that final, Bradley, please call us. Please let us know, okay? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. So less than a minute left there. That one's in the balance. And. Could be over soon. Good game. Gina Leesville in Central Louisiana. That's where Blake Phillips is stationed tonight. Blake, what's going on? Hey, guys. Yeah, so uh, it's 22-14. Gina Lee's the left. We just started the fourth quarter. Uh, we're still running a little behind because we had about a 45-minute lightning delay. Uh, Giants still have the ball. They can maintain control of the ball most of the second half already. And uh, and right now they're driving. Um they're in Leesville uh, territory, uh, about the twenty, about the twenty-three yard line, and uh, offense is uh, still getting first down. So, Giants are hoping to go up by another score here and uh, keep maintaining the control of the game. So, all right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, and let's check in with Bobby Lajulay, Archbishop Pannon, and Ed White Catholic. Hey, Bobby. Hey guys. Yeah, the depth and the talent on this Ed White team just finally wore this Hannon team down. It's 52 to 14 right now with 542 left to go in the game. This is Bobby Latchley with the original. Okay, Bobby, thank you very much. And let's see here. It's now St. Thomas Moore 49, Alexandria 21 with 950 to play. 49-21 is the lead for St. Thomas Moore over Alexandria Senior High. Let's check in on a big game between St. Charles Catholic and Lutcher at Lutcher with Matt Sims. Matt, go ahead. Yeah, Ken, we have six minutes to play in the ball game. St. Charles Catholic leads 13-7. to Fletcher currently has the ball second down at nine at their own 21. Coming out of the second half, both teams get the defensive battle the entire game. 
or the entire half back and forth. St. Charles finally getting an interception by Brayton Bertucci around midfield right at the beginning of the fourth quarter and then went down the field on a five-play drive, scoring on a three-yard Jeremiah Wills touchdown run. The extra point was wide left, no good. That brought us to our score of 13-7. to Lutcher just connected on about a 35-yard pass, so they now have the ball in St. Charles territory with first down. So this one coming down to the wire exactly like we thought. St. Charles leads 13-7, 5-38 to play in the fourth quarter. Matt Sims for the original. McDonough 35 scores again. They lead South Terrebonne 32-14, 11-05 to play. Big bounce back for the Ron Eagles. 32-14 over South Terrebonne, 11-05 to play. Let's check in on a really good game at Joe Yenny between University High and Archbishop Rummel with Jacob Sinat. Jacob? Hello, Mr. Ken. Um, the scoreboard isn't working, but if I had to assume there's probably around two to three minutes left in the fourth quarter. The score is now 2017 Rummel. Junior quarterback Evan Berg came in and found Ruben Ramirez, their wide receiver, for a 66-yard touchdown to give him the lead, and then kicker Christopher Wallace kicked an extra point. So probably two to three minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. 20-17, to 17, Rummel is beating you high right now. I'm Jacob Sinat from the original. Okay, Jacob, thank you. And let's check in for the game on CrescentCitySports.com. It's Riverside Academy in Newman. And here's Robert Hemel. Robert? Hey, hey, Ken. This is Robert Hemel in reserve. It's Newman 21, Riverside 7. And Newman just turned the ball over on down. So Riverside takes over on Newman I mean, on their own 40-yard line. About 9-11 left in the game. Been back and forth. A lot of penalties. And um, but it's been a tough ball game. So with nine eleven left, Newman's up twenty one seven. Rebels take over at their own forty yard line. All right. This is Robert E. Mellon Reserve. All right, thank you, Robert. Let's check in on a with an update on Covington Franklinson with Scott Meyer. Scott. All right, Scott, go ahead. Yeah, seven forty seven forty six to go in the game. It is Franklinson twenty three. Covington 21, Covington on a crucial situation there, fourth down and three at their own 42-yard line. It looks like they're going to go for it. we got a timeout on the field right now. All right, right, so how much much time before they return? Any idea? Uh, They're taking the field right now, Tim. All right, you want me to wait and see what happens here? Uh, Well, while while that happens, we can can give you this final right now, the Kincaid School – of Houston defeated Archbishop Shaw 21 to 14. Kincaid School 21, Archbishop Shaw 14. That is a final score tonight. And right now we're waiting on a, a uh, play with Covington and Franklinton. Scott Myers there, so we'll turn it back over to Scott. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, Covington just tried a, a reverse pass that was incomplete. So Franklinton will be taken over at the Covington 42. With 7.40 to go in the game, it is Franklin 23, Covington 21. This is Scott Meyer, Ford for the Richmond. Okay, Scott, thank you very much for that update. We really appreciate it. And they're estimating now about three minutes left in that Rummel-Uhai game from what we're being told, but they've changed it several times. Still 20-17 to 17 Rummel on top in that game. But, again, you don't know the time, so you can't, we can't possibly tell you uh, exactly what the time element is. Uhai's taking their second timeout as we speak. All right, we'll take a timeout here as we continue with more. Back in a moment with final scores, maybe some winning coaches, too, as we continue on the original. With Labor Day savings at the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. They'll fit your space, fit your needs, and with extra large capacity, Samsung laundry pairs can fit more loads in less time. 
Plus, with free delivery on orders of $396 and up, you won't have to worry about fitting your new laundry pair in the back of your car. Final days to get up to $700 off select appliances, like Samsung, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid 824 through 913 U.S. only. See store online for details. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 452 5050. That's 1 800 452 5050. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 452 5050. That's 1 800 452 5050. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Want more finals? Want to hear from some of the winning coaches? That's coming up on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on the original network. All right. As we speak, we can give you a final. Kentwood beat Jules Sumner 25 to 12. Kentwood 25 Jules Sumner, 12, that is a final score. Let's check in with Eric Brown, Warren Easton Catholic at Memorial. Eric, take it away. It's been a barn burner here. And Warren Eastern getting a little payback here from last year. Looking 42-20, to 20, looking good tonight. 11.52 to play in the fourth quarter. Quarterback Greg, uh, Greg Donaldson's going the distance so far. Last year they played, Last week they played two quarterbacks, but Donaldson's got four touchdowns. He's got two in the air from six to 12 yards out to two different receivers. He's also got two on the ground from 16 and 38 yards. Fred Robertson also scored twice from eight and two yards out. And uh, Catholic High, they had a long 65-yard touchdown run, but Catholic... I think they're a little bit stunned right now. There's, there's a big play right here. If there's no penalty, guide you through this one. It's about a 40-yard pickup. So the Bears are driving. They're down They're down to the 20-yard line now of the Eagles. Warren Easton, 42, Catholic, 20 with 1140 to play in the game. This is Eric Brown reporting live from Memorial Stadium for the original. All right, Eric, thank you very much. Sheena Smith-Dilworth is at John Aaron and Destrahan. Sheena, what's the latest? We got 7.25 left to play in the game. It is 21-7, Destrahan. John Aaron has the ball, and we are driving now uh, with 7.25 left to go in the game. It is 21-7, Destrahan. This is Sheena Dilworth for the original. All right, Sheena, thank you very much. Hunter Smith watching Rustin and Jesuit at Tag Grumley. Hey, what do you have, Hunter? Hey, Hunter, you there? Okay, let's see. Let's... Uh, how about this one? Let's try that one. Go right ahead. What do you have? 
Lamar or Hunter? Who's with us? Is that Lamar or Hunter? Okay, well, nobody's answering, so let's try Chris Roberts, <laughs> who's got Delta Charter in the Willow School. Hey, Chris. Oh, yeah, hey, King. We, yes, we have um, at six minutes left in the fourth quarter. The score is still Willow 10, Delta Charter 8. Uh, yeah, it's been um, a really low-scoring game, surprisingly. It's not even, it seems like there should be a lot of points, more points scored in this game. Yeah, but let's just say, like, they've had a number of turnovers. Um, in Delta Charter territory, and unfortunately, right now, um, the running back, the Delta Charter Otis Bates Jr., um, like he's about to get carted off the field, but he's had a heck of a game. He has 22 carries, 129 yards at the touchdown, but unfortunately, he just went down the um, on the green. Yeah, currently, Delta Charter they have the ball at, at the at the Willow 21 yard line with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. The score is Willow 10, Delta Charter eight. Chris Robbins with the original. Okay, Chris, thank you very much. Let's check in on Faraday P. Body with Lamar Gafford. Lamar, go ahead. My bad about that, Ken. I mean, there's, there's a lot of loud, loud noises here, but um, we had Peabody actually just got a fumble back here. But it looked like at one point here, P- P- uh, Faraday was coming back in this ball game. Scored 16 on the answer to points. Right now, Peabody's leading 26 to 22. Uh, Faraday just got on the board not too long ago, about three minutes ago, with a run by C.J. Reed to cut it down to four. That was his second rushing touchdown in the ball game. But now Peabody just forced the fumble, recovered the fumble. And now they're going to try to see if they can try to make this a two-score game. Once again, Peabody, 26, Faraday, 22, 5.59 to go in the fourth quarter. This is Lamar Gaffer with the original. All right, thank you, Lamar. Cody Futrell watching East Ascension and West Monroe. Cody? Hey, guys, what a uh, fourth quarter it's been. East Ascension pulled uh, within seven points of West Monroe on a long touchdown pass uh, late in the fourth quarter. They tried an onside kick. They didn't get it, but they did force a punt. They got the ball to around their 42-yard line when West Monroe uh, knocked the ball loose from the quarterback, and Parker Todd scooped and scored from 42 yards out. West Monroe up 34-20, to 20, only 20 seconds left, and it looks like they will uh, win this one. Uh, East position has the ball back, but they're uh, down with only 70 seconds left, and they have no timeouts left. So this is about to end. West Monroe will win it 34-20 to 20 over East Ascension. Reporting for the original, it's Cody Cottrell. All right, Cody, thank you very much for that update. And we can tell you that Washita Christian has scored an impressive 28-7 to win over Oak Grove. Boy, they're good. Defending state champs, the Eagles of Washtenaw Christian, defeated Oak Grove by the score of 28-7. to Let's take a time out here. We'll return with more of the original in just a moment. Who doesn't like the game of volleyball? If you do, join me this season at the Human Performance Center to watch the most exciting team in the Southland Conference. Go to unoprivateers.com to get your tickets today. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. 
In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Demand the team who handles the heavy lifting. Demand the team who never stops fighting. Demand that your team is Dudley DeBosier. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2314839. For 29 years, we've been the prep source you can count on. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge. Sports Talk, 97.7 FM, Ruston, Monroe. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM, Slidell. And at CrescentCitySports.com. All right, as we march on, we can tell you that uh, it's final. Archbishop Rummel, big win over University High. 20-17 at Joe Yenny Stadium. Big win for the Raiders there. Brother Martin scores again. Now they lead St. Paul's 23-10, to 10, less than a minute to play. So the Crusaders on their way to a tough road win tonight. So uh, those are good teams in that league. St. Hogs winning tonight as well as you might imagine. We got Dillisau Holy Cross on our airspace tomorrow night on 106.1 FM at 7 p.m. That'll be a great game, and we'll get more on the, those two schools at that particular point in time as well. We know how good Carr is. We know how good John Curtis is. Special teams. Let's find out now. About Jesuit because they're in tough tonight against a really good Rustin Bearcat team. Hunter Smith is there. Go ahead, Hunter. Hey, guys. Hunter Smith here. Uh, just finished up the fourth quarter. Rustin scored 28 unanswered in the second half. Uh, got a special teams touchdown and a pick six for 100. Uh, 100-yard pick six. And uh, got two on offense. But a great effort by the Bearcats in the second half. Uh, Jesuit continued to play hard as we thought they would. But just uh, it's the Bearcats night in the second half. So Bearcats win 35-7. All right, big win for Rustin. Really solid performance tonight. All right, Hunter, thank you. Safe trip back. We appreciate it, man. All right, you got it. Let's check in now with Monica Walker, the latest on Hammond and Riverdale. Hey, Monica. How you doing? Game just ended. Final score, um, Hammond 33, Riverdale 14. 33-14, victory for Hammond tonight over Riverdale. All right, Monica, thank you so much for the help tonight. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Have you, a good one. You too. Have a safe trip. Mike Poyer joins us now. Mike with the latest on Charlie's Catholic and Avoyles. Mike? Hello? Hey, uh, Ma- Neville ended up winning. Oh, this is, uh, this is Mike Creighton. Okay, Neville, wait, Neville won 1915. Is that correct? Correct. All right, Mike Creighton. Okay, 1915, Neville beat Washtenaw Parish. Great comeback thank win you. for the Tigers. That's awesome. All right. Yep. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. So they came back and won tonight. Big win for Neville. All right, Mike Boyer now with us with Turlings Catholic and Avoyles. Mike, go ahead. 9-17 left in the uh, fourth quarter. It's Turlings 42, Avoyles 14. The game kind of got away from Avoyles a little bit. Uh, Turlings had a 66-yard scoop and score for a touchdown. Preston Welsh threw his fourth touchdown pass for the second game in a row. But the Royals only dressed out 28 players. It's a very small team, and there's no quit in them. Those guys have 
played both ways, and they've scored two touchdowns uh, in the fourth quarter to make it 42-14. That's Mike Boyer reporting for the original. Okay, Mike, thank you. Let's check in with Smokey Leonard. Hey, Smokey, what do you have? Hey, Smokey, you with us? Hey, Smokey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead, Smokey. We had 10-20 in the second half, 29 for the Mustang, 15 for the Hawks. The Mustang came out and kicked off to the Hawks in the second half. The Hawks immediately threw an interception, and they capitalized on it, and the Hawks came back and threw a long 60-yard pass to Hornets, got it inside the 10 on the first and goal. They ended up scoring, went for the point after, got it. So we had 9.57 to go, 29 for the Mustang of Assumption, 15 for the Hawks of St. Helena. This is Smokey Leonard for the original. In the fourth quarter. All right, thank you. It's Chalmette and Lakeshore. Richard Walker has an update. Richard? Yeah, Ken, we're in the uh, fourth quarter here with 2.54 to go. Chalmette is ahead 24-20. to Lakeshore has the ball and are driving at about the, their own 45-yard line. All right, Richard, thank you. We appreciate that update for sure. And Turley's Catholic leads the Voiles 42-14, 839 Left to play in the game. Final score now, St. Thomas Moore beat Alexandria 49-21. St. Thomas Moore beat Alexandria 49-21 is the final. And a final score, E.D. White Catholic 52, Archbishop Hannon 21. E.D. White 52, Archbishop Hannon 21. That is also a final score as well tonight. Newman still leads Riverside 21-7. Fourth quarter live at CrescentCitySports.com. And the... Greenies have played very well. Now it's 27-7. Let me update that. I'm sorry. 27-7 Newman over Riverside. 27-7 Newman pulling away. 6.05 to play. All right. Big win for Archbishop Rummel. They defeated U-High 20-17. Jacob Sinat standing by with Coach Nick Monica. Take it away, guys. What's happening? Hey, Nick, you there? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Hey, Nick Monica with us. Hey, another walk in the park. I'm just kidding. Congratulations. Uh, Just an outstanding win. Look, that's a... That's a terrific team you played. I'd make the argument they might be better than the team you played last week. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, some of the guys that they put on the field here tonight, some big-time college football players. Um, extremely proud of our guys. I thought we came out really timid in the first half. Um, and, we, you know, we're so far down in the depth chart in some positions that we're still learning their names. Uh, we finished the game with two safeties in the second <laughs> – freshman safeties in the secondary. And they, they just showed some fight and some grit, and it was awesome to see. Um, you know, and then we made some some big plays on offense, and, and Ruben caught a big touchdown pass in, in the fourth quarter to put us on top. Ruben Ramirez, and of course, um, I mean, the, the the swing passes uh, looked like they worked really well for you tonight, didn't they? Yeah, it, it's got to be. It's an extension of our run game. Uh, you know, those are, those are our two best weapons, and uh, Jaden and, and Norman. And you know, whether we're getting into them between the tackles or on the perimeter, uh, it doesn't matter. We, we just got to get the ball in our hands, and it's um, it's always. Uh, you know, pretty reliable when you can whip it out there. Um, more times than not, they're going to make at least the first guy miss. Right, let me update this. I know Nick would be interested in this, too, because final play of the game, what do you expect in this one? Tyler Milioto, 24-yard field goal. St. Charles Catholic beats Lutcher, 16-14. Hello. <laughs> Just like last year all over again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Wow. You, some things don't change. Some yeah. things don't change. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Dad's having a heart attack just watching, much less coaching. And Ty's probably already had a heart attack, but and, and yeah. you and you almost had a heart attack. So there's a lot of heart attacks going around in the yeah. Monica family tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne, of course, is a good friend of mine, and so is Coach Jenkins at Lodger. So. Um, Two well-coached yeah. teams. I'm sure it was a great game. I would, would like to see it myself. Uh, Ro, Ro Brown, quick question for Nick. I'm watching this one. I understand, Ro. Quick question <laughs> for Nick Monica. Hey, Nicky, real quick. Megaphone week, and uh, the other team you're going to play, they're 0-2 now because they lost tonight over in Texas 21-14. Uh-huh. So what about Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, well, to be honest with you, um, this this is their game. It's, it's – um, you know, I have people that telling me they were at seven on seven over the summer, and they were talking about the Rumble game already, which was week three, and <laughs> they were asking me, and I said, "Well, we played two games before them, so I don't really know yet." But uh, <laughs> it's 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 going to be built up. It was built up last year. It was like a circus. They had a you know fair tent and all kind of stuff set up over there last year, and we expect the same thing. And um, they they're you know really improved team. I think the last three or four years, it's you know the rivalry is getting closer and closer to being back, and I think it's actually there now. So. Um, we got we got to see and go see who's uh, who's available and get back to work on Sunday and try to put together a good plan. Jude Young, quick question for Nick Monica. Nick, congratulations, great comeback. And talking about that, you mentioned already with the the offense and things you had to do in the second half to get the job done through two games. What's the evolution of that side of the ball look like to try to find more points? Well, uh, so we're still kind of rotating quarterbacks. Uh, they keep taking turns making bonehead mistakes. And, um, you know, it, it seems like, uh, I don't know if they're planning this or not, but one of them will make a mistake. We'll put the other guy in and he plays well. So, um, you know, we're going to need both of them. We're going to need both of them. Um, yeah, I think they're both good kids, good leaders, actually, and, and so we need them. But um, we we got to – it all starts with the run game. Um, as you probably know, we're without two guards right now. So we need to we need to find some consistency up front. And, um, you know, because we can't run the ball, we're not going to be able to get first downs. It's, it's, we, we can throw it, but, um, you know, relying on completions on third and seven, third and eight is not going to be us. So we need to be able to run the ball, and, and uh, we just got to keep growing as an offensive line. And, and it's sometimes hard to do when you keep, you know, you got to keep shuffling guys. All right, uh, Lessie's final thought for Nick Monica. Yeah, Nick, just, just talk about, uh, you know, you said two freshmen in the secondary and you're di- far down the depth chart. Just your defense kept you in the game despite missing some people and gave your offense a chance to pull it out. Yeah, I, so we was you know, a little, we were missing a, a guy or two up front as well, and I thought our defensive line played fantastic. Um, you know, they ran the ball on us a little bit, but I don't think it was anything that, that they would, you know, um, you know, technically unsound. I thought we played hard up front and we got a little winded at times. Um, but I, th- I thought they fought and especially in the second half, they, they made some plays and, you know, um, th- they had a phenomenal quarterback. And, um, I, I think that, uh, rushing four a lot and, and mixing in a, a fifth guy just to <laughs> help out our defensive line, get some push. I mean, but it all starts up there just as it does on the offensive side. It starts up front and, um, they took some pressure off of the secondary. All right, um, Nick Monica, great win for Rumble 20-17 to 17 over U-High. Congratulations. Uh, we'll see if you can get a few healthy bodies and get ready for next week, man. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. You got good. it. All right, buddy. We'll take a brief time out. Back with more in a moment here on The Original. We'll keep it right here, then. okay? No problem. All right, so we don't have to break. We're good. Then one of those nights, right? So no problem. Uh, and 
We were trying to – we're efforting another coach. We just had one, but we'll try to get him back. It's just been that kind of night. You have one of these every yeah, year, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah this is, uh, it's just yeah. one of those. Yeah, so, it always works out. It just keeps, it always works out. Yeah, it, it's going to work out. Final score, good, Brother so. Martin, was what? 23 to 10. 23, uh, 23 to 10, 10 victory at St. Paul's. That's a, it's a workmanlike, solid win against a, a solid team. I mean, that was well done. So they're 2-0. I mean, Crusaders are now. And they had I-10 West face St. Thomas Moore next. Yeah, I mean, but they got, I mean, they got tough schedule. They got St. Thomas Moore, then they go to Washington Parish. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, they, they have scheduled up intentionally, and it is clearly going to benefit their program with the way things are going. And uh, St. Augustine, by the way, has completed a 40 to nothing shutout win over Landry. St. Aug, 40, Landry, nothing. North Shore Salmon, I think we got a final. Now, here's Bill Gallagher. Bill? Hey, guys, we have just gone final here, and it is the Salmon Spartans 10 North Shore Panthers three. North Shore had an opportunity late in the game, had a long pass completion down to about the one-foot line when they trailed 10 nothing. They were unable to punch the ball in to score a touchdown, had to settle for a field goal, and then made big stops once again on defense. Defense really did a great job keeping them in the game, but they were just not able to get anything going offensively. So, Salmon was able to run the clock out to finish the game. It was a hard-fought battle. Not the cleanest of games, but a good rivalry game. Uh, good sportsmanship throughout. And a, a good win for Salmon, 10-3, to to go 2-0 and to start the year. And unfortunately for the Panthers, they start off the year 0-2, and, and they have a date at Hanville next week. So definitely back to the drawing boards for the Panthers. All right, Bill, thank you very much. Delta Charter has just taken a 14-10 lead over the Willow School with 2.30 to play. Delta Charter 14, Willow School 10, 2.30 left to play in the game. Vermilion Catholic Ascension Episcopal, Neil McClellan, the Acadiana Advocate, with an update. Neil? Hey, guys. It turned into a barn burner. Dane, Vermilion Catholic's Dane Rishu kicked a 30-yard field goal with 10, second, with 10 seconds left as VC rallied from a 28-27 deficit to win 30-28. to The last five minutes of the game said it all. Ascension Episcopal had the lead. Vermillion Catholic scores a touchdown. Rishu missed the extra point. VC went up 27-20. Ascension Episcopal got the ball with four minutes left, went down the field, scored, went for two, got it, was up 28-27 with 2-11 left. And then Vermillion Catholic got the final got the final drive and the game-winning field goal. I said earlier the game was about Jonathan Dartez. Dartez had a school record, 45 yards rushing for 320-something yards. 45 carries for 320-some-odd, I think it's 26 yards rushing. He he led the final drive. PC goes to 2-0, and Ascension falls to 1-1. Neil, thank you very much. Brother Martin defeated St. Paul's 23-10. to 10. Coach Mark Bonice of the Crusaders graciously joining us now. Mark, thank you. Uh, listen, congratulations. That, you know, that's a tough game. That's a workmanlike effort. That's a solid win for you. It, it's a win. We'll, t- we'll take the win. It wasn't pretty. Our uh, guys chopped wood. Uh, once again, another, another week where there's a lot of coachable moments and teachable moments when they come in tomorrow. But, I, I, you know, I'm happy our guys found a way to win. It's all part of the process, man. It is. I tell you what, though, we weren't uh, we weren't very process oriented this week. I can tell you that. And that's, uh, that's what the guys just heard. We need to, we need to uh, we miss out. I think on an opportunity to to, to to maximize our improvement from week one to week two, and we got to get that fixed. Um, you know, if we want if, if we want to live up to the expectations we have around here. Ro Brown. Hey, Mark. This is Ro. Congratulations, sir. 
Thank you, Mr. Brown. How are you? I'm doing fine, and uh, I'm always the guy that has to tell you what's coming up next, and you know what's coming up next. You're on the road to St. Thomas More. You you got a crazy schedule, okay? I'll just tell you that. I'll tell you this. I, I tell you all this all the time. Whoever did our schedule should be fired. Absolutely. <laughs> without, without a doubt. You'll be joining me here in the studio on a permanent basis next year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I got I got a, a job for you. I got a job for you in the studio, guy, man. So? You're a good media guy. You can handle this. Yeah, you could, man. So, but <laughs> no, okay. seriously, I that's a that's a really good team. Make me look silly. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> but, uh, it's it's um. I mean, it's what we believe in. It's who we are. We we believe. Uh, you know, we we, we want to play the best of the best. Obviously, St. Thomas more success and Coach Hightower's success speaks for itself. Um, you know, oftentimes. <laughs> Depending on how the playoffs are set up, we don't know yet. But depending, you know, you're going to have to go on the road. And you're going to have to win uh, tough games on the road. So, you know, I enjoy, you know, we got to go on the road. I, I believe that it brings uh, brings the team together, um, especially in an environment like that. It's a great environment. It's a great Friday, it's great Friday night football, and you, you really get to see kind of how you match up uh, versus you know versus one of the best teams, if not you know the best team in, in their division. Um, so, you know. We're, we're, I'm excited about it just because I mean it's, that's why we compete. You want to play the best, and you want to compete against the best. Les East. Yeah, Mark, congratulations. Uh, it sounded like with something you said earlier, like maybe you had an inkling this wasn't going to be your best performance based on what happened during the week. Did I misread that, or did you sense no, that not at all. the preparation so, so I'll, wasn't I'll, there? I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I, I was really concerned this week. This year's been uh, – not that every year is the same, but this year has been a little bit more difficult to read just because, you know, of uh, – Practice lengths, uh, practice restrictions for everybody. Uh, then this week was a gr- was a great opportunity for us. We went out every day this week and had our full practices. Um, well, come out of this week and our guys weren't accustomed to it. And we were we were beat up, we were banged up, we were probably sluggish and you know probably really tired. Our legs were tired. It was almost like a camp feeling, but we had to do that. You know, we had to do that knowing in the part of the schedule we were going into. Um, you know, um, so, you know, we'll, we'll pull back a little bit going into, uh, the beginning of this week. Uh, but uh, look, we, I kind of had a feeling going into the game. Um, it, it wasn't going to be pretty, but it also tells you a lot about this group. Uh, one of our core, core principles, uh, is finished. And look, we've had success with, with guys before or groups before. This is the, the class of two, you know, 2023's first opportunity to finish a game. They had to come, it was a tie game at halftime. They came out and they finished. And uh, so that's a positive to come out of it is that they have it in them. We just have to stop making um, selfish, selfish mistakes. You know, another program principle for us as team, and, and tonight we made some bonehead selfish mistakes that cost the team. And uh, we've got to clean those things up moving forward. Well, Mark, a great win tonight. Regardless of whether it was pretty or not, to go on a road and win by two touchdowns against a solid opponent is good stuff. Congratulations to you. Nothing but the best to you and the Crusaders moving forward. Thank you. A wise person over here always tells me, he says, hey, you know what? And, uh, an ugly win's much better than a pretty loss. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. It, you know? oh, yeah. It looks very pretty riding back across the bridge. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate That's you, right. buddy. Thank All you right, so you got, much. You'll have a good one. All right, you got it. Kevin Williams, what do you have? Kevin? Yes, there were six seconds left. It's 32-14. down to 35. Down to 35, pulled away in the second half. Touchdowns okay. by Price, okay. Cloud, okay. Anderson. Yep. Go good on the extra point. All right. All right. So 32-14 is about to end, right? 32-14. All right, Kevin. Thank you. Scott Meyer's got a final. Scott? Got a final from Covington High School. It's the Frankenstein Demons pulling off the upset 
Franklinton 23, Covington 21. Covington had one last shot at the end. They hit a 52-yard pass to the Franklinton 25-yard line. And with 10 seconds to go in the game, they spiked the ball. One last shot, put pressure on the quarterback and uh, for the sack to, to seal the deal for the Franklinton Demons. Pulling off the upset of Jacksonville Stadium. All right. Thank you, Scott. Logan Graffia, what do you have? We got a final from Mandeville, and it was ugly. The Mandeville Skippers win the game 31-5. to Mandeville gets a late safety on Mandeville in the back of their own end zone. And that will do it here from Mandeville. All right, 31 to 5. All right, thank you, Logan. Appreciate it. Ben Babin, what do you have? All right, game just went final. Uh, Santa Mall 41, Booker T. Washington 14. 41 uh, 14. Thank you so much, Ben. All right, Matt Sims has a final score winning coach. Matt? Yeah, Kenny, another thriller here in the River Parish. It's just another Friday night. Two great River Parish yeah, football teams, St. Charles Catholic. With a game-winning 24-yard field goal by Tyler Meliosis, win at 16 to 14 over Letcher. I'm here with St. Charles uh, Catholic head coach Wayne Stein. Coach, just another Friday night in the River Parishes between two great teams. Talk about the effort for your kid to come back here and get this winning drive. Just a phenomenal ball game. You know, I, I feel for Letcher because you know, same somebody had to lose it, but it's it's all about the what the River Parishes are, are all about. Both kids, they, they laid it on the line. Uh, and, you know, we were able to have the ball last. And just proud of our kids for staying in the fight and trying a way to get it done in the end. Ken Trahan here. Congratulations, Wayne. Obviously, uh, just what you expect. Much like last year's. <laughs> Crazy. When, when you didn't convert the extra point, boy, we were talking about it on the air saying, hmm, that might be something there. It turned out to be the case, but guess what? Come back and get the game-winning field goal. Just, just talk about how your kids dug deep to be able to come back from that. I'm very proud of Tyler Milioto. Obviously, he makes the kick, but you just said it, Ken. After you miss the extra point, he hasn't missed many in his career, so that's, that's kind of new territory for him. And, you know, his teammates picked him up, you know, and we all said, hey, there's plenty of blame to go around right now. Only thing I told him before the kick is, hey, I love you either way. Whatever happens, happens. You know, it's just a football game. So uh, his, his, kid, his teammates were, were very, very positive. And then, uh, not only did he make it, I mean, he right down the middle and, and was was confident. And uh, I think that's huge for that young man and huge for us. I mean, it's a typical River Pirates game coming down to the wire. Both teams, I thought Lutcher had a great plan on both sides of the ball. I don't think their coaching staff gets the credit that they deserve a lot of times. Uh, but, you know, we found a way to get it done in the end. Jude Young, question for Coach Wayne Stein of St. Charles Catholic. Wayne, congratulations, obviously, to get to that point and kick that field goal. You're down one. Lutcher takes the lead. Just over three minutes left. How was your offense able to put together that winning drive? Well, I think the biggest thing is our kids and our coaching staff didn't panic. You know, we didn't try to get it all back at one time. Starts out, you know, we got a face mask on the very first play and got us five yards and then I think a scramble. And, and just kind of methodically did it and, and felt like, hey, we got time. We got two timeouts. Uh, you know, let's go get it done. And, and, and Coach Ty Monica made some great play calls. I mean, he's done that since uh, he's took over the offense the last three years. I mean, he's he's money in those situations. And I think, you know, I just told our kids winning is a skill. I mean, it's a skill that the kids at St. Charles Catholic possess. I'm just proud of them, uh, proud to be that coach, and, you know, proud that we found a way to win a big rivalry game. Ro Brown, final thought for Coach Wayne Stein. I like that, Wayne. You said it last week, winning is a skill. Obviously, you have some skillful players as far as that's concerned. Can you teach that? <laughs> you know, I wish I could say, you know, we do teach to compete and be, you know, ignore the scoreboard and, and 
I think our kids do believe that they go to a dark place, you know, at the end and are, are, can dig a little bit deep. We push them. In. But, you know, a lot of time our program, you know, the coaches get a lot of credit. We appreciate it. Man, we got great players. We got kids that get it done. And and, uh, and, and you saw that at the end. I mean, Brady St. Pierre has been called big game Brady his whole life. He found a way. He had a, a lot of poise for a quarterback that hadn't been there in a bunch of, of situations. And, uh, you know, kids took care of the ball make some big plays, and just find a way to get it done in the end. I, I really couldn't be proud of our kids. Big win for St. Charles Catholic, 16-14 at Lutcher in a Battle of State Champions. Wayne Stein, congratulations again, my friend, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. You got it. We'll take a brief time out. All the scores next with Emmanuel Pepis on the original. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. For 17 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field of the Caesar Superdome during the 2023 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl on Saturday, December 16th. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. At Boot Barn, we're driven by everything the cowboy boot stands for. The reliable communities of the West, the hardened values of the cowboy, and the unshakable spirit of all who lead a tenacious lifestyle. Justin Boots capture these Western ideals in every pair. Their handcrafted boots are an invitation into the continuing story of the West, open to all who dream of untamed lands and endless Western skies. Justin Boots at Boot Barn. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful, medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. Ready for all of the scores? Remember where you heard them and saw them first. Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe. And at CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your scores first scoreboard update from CrescentCitySports.com with Emmanuel Pepys. And we begin with Abramson, who defeated Collegiate of Baton Rouge 27-14. to 14. Other finals include Elton, North, uh, 35, Northwood Lane, a 6. Bell Chase has just wrapped up South Plaquemine, 20-6 to 6, the final there. McDonough, 35, wins 32-14 to 14 against uh, South Terrebonne. Turlings Catholic defeated of Oils, 45-14. Slaughter Charter, 33, Varnado, 14. That's also a final. 
of other finals. Vinton 26, Maryville 8. Vidalia just wrapped up Cedar Creek 14 to 12. It was Springfield 48, Ascension Christian 7. In the fourth quarter, Arcadia leads Delhi 24 to 20. Another final, Wachita Christian defeated Oak Grove 28 uh, to 7. It was Lakeside 41, Ringgold 16, East Beauregard 48, Pickering 6. It is Covenant Christian late in the fourth quarter, leading Homa Christian 27 to 20. Lauraville shuts out to Quincy 13 to nothing. It was East Feliciana 40, East Iberville 12. Westlake defeated Welsh 55 to 27. It was Richwood 46, Rayville 14. Beekman Charter 60, Tensaw 6, Vermilion Catholic 30, Ascension Episcopal 28. It was St. James 61, West St. John nothing. Notre Dame 27, St. Martinville 7. It was Northwester 49, North Caddo 16, Kentwood 25, Jewel Sumner 12. It was Caldwell Parish defeating Winfield 46 to 19. It is Delhi Charter leading Bastrop 22 to 16 in the fourth quarter. Also, Delta Charter leading the Willow School 14-10, late fourth quarter there. Westgate defeated Lake Charles College Prep 43-7. It was Wasman 12, Northwood of Shreveport 7. Peabody defeated Fairday 32-22. St. Charles defeated Lutcher 16-14. It was Generette 24, Morgan City 7. Gina 22, Leesville 20. It was Grant 58, Block 12. Livonia 28, Pine Prairie nothing. St. Michael 38, Bruley 12. It was, as we mentioned, Bell Chase defeated South Plaquemine 20 to 6. Booker T. Washington to Shreveport 52, Bolton 6. Glenbrook 28, Bozier 6. It was Lafayette Christian 42, Woodlawn and Baton Rouge 14. E.D. White 52, Archbishop Hannon 21. The Kincaid School of Texas 21, Shaw 14. Sanama 41, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans 14. Fourth quarter, Woodlawn of Shreveport leads Southwood 32 to 6. It was St. Aug 40, uh, 40 uh, LB Landry nothing. Also in the fourth quarter, it was Men uh, Menard leading Pineville 16 to 7. Southside defeated Cecilia 49 to 46. It was Liberty 7, Catholic Point Capiz 6. Salmon defeated North Shore 10 to 3. It was Mandeville 31, Hanville 5, Ruston 35, Jesuit 7. It was Hammond 33, Riverdale 14. Dutchtown defeated Ponchatoula 6 to nothing. It was West Monroe 34, East Ascension 20, Pearl River 44, East Jefferson 14. Chalmette just wrapped up Lakeshore 24 to 22. Franklinton 23, Covington 21. Destrahan leads John Errett 21 to 7 in the fourth quarter there. It was Vanderbilt Catholic defeating Central Lafouche 41 to 7. Baton Rouge Central 41, West Feliciana 9. In the fourth quarter, Warren Easton leads Baton Rouge Catholic 49 to 26. Also late fourth quarter, Airline 48, Union Parish 44. St. Thomas Moore defeated Alexandria 49 to 21. It was Rummel 20, U uh, University Lab 17. Karen Crow 60, Barb 14. And Acadiana defeated Sulphur by the score of 35 to 7. Ken, back to you. All right, thanks very much, Emmanuel. We appreciate that. And, of course, we've had a fun time tonight with Country Day Night over at Francesca's by Katie's. Next week, we expect to have Crescent City Christian Night with that new program uh, at Francesca's, and we sure do look forward to that as well. So pretty fun stuff, to say the least. All right, so Airline did win. 
Airline beat Union Parish 48-44, so we can put that one on the board. Airline defeated Union Parish 48-44. Said it earlier, bro, that was going to be a shootout. <laughs> Two really good teams. I guess we were right on with that one, much like we were right on with St. Charles and Lutcher, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, St. Charles and Lutcher. Yeah, that, that's my game of the week. You know, the one I always pick every week that I would like to have attended. That's the one right there. You know, Walk-off field goal. Yeah, and Newman. You don't thir- see that in high seven. school. No, you Newman, really don't. Newman 33-7 to seven over Riverside at Riverside. That is a Ooh. really impressive win for Newman. I think That's I honestly think they might be better this year. I, I think they're so good up front. Eli Friend's a good quarterback. And as I said, they don't have the bright lights on them this year. So I think it's taking the pressure off. You know, but the thing And with about- all due respect, they had another coach put in place last year, you know, that was placed there. And he's now with Sean Payton, by the way. And it's not a knock on the coach at all. To the contrary, he's obviously talented, but that was difficult. And I think it's the pressure's off. That's what I'm I'm saying about well, Newman anyway. Yeah, but but Newman's a program, you know. It's kind of like if I had equated to Newman basketball with Billy Fitzgerald, who won three state titles with Randy Livingston, yeah. one of the greatest high school players we've right. ever had here in the area. Well, I used to tell people, Billy won before Randy, he won with Randy, and he won after Randy. Yep. And Nelson looks like he's that type. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN, 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. It's in the air. It's good. It's the best. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. It's time for expert analysis from all around the state. LA Football Magazine.com. Louisiana Football Magazine, Lee Burkeen joining us now. Lee, I wanted to ask you about, you know, Madison Prep beat Southern Lab 13-12. A week ago, Brother Martin shut out Madison Prep 28-0. They turned around and beat Southern Lab, who's always really good. Uh, that one caught my eye. Yeah, Southern Lab's got some kids committed to colleges, but overall their team's really young, got a young quarterback. You know, they're trying to overcome a four-year starting quarterback they lost a year ago. So, you know, Southern Lab will be better as the season goes on. Madison Prep's got a lot of players. Um, we're early in the season, you know. Guys are beating each other non-district. And uh, honestly, in my opinion, uh, teams get better from week one to week four. And uh, just taking it in right now. <laughs> Roe Brown. What's the word? Or what will be the word that Rummel beat you high? You surprised? I think that's a huge win uh, for Coach Monica because Monica, you know, they lost her DB uh, to a knee injury before the season started. It's committed to Stanford. Uh, they lost some kids that, that transferred out. Um, you know, they really don't have a big senior class again. And to go beat U High that is loaded with seniors and juniors and a young great quarterback and Dylan Moses' brother and all this talent and 290-pound O-line, that's a statement win for them uh, for a team that's really you know short on depth, not supposed to be winning those kind of games like that, and that, that's a huge win for them. Yeah, and they've lost their best offensive player yeah. in Jamar Jones for the year, too, tore his knee, Rummel. So, it's been that type of year for them already, and that's a great win. All right, so and gossip next week, Lee. Gossip. There you go, gossip. All right, uh, Les East question for Lee Burkeen. 
Yeah, Lee, speaking of statement wins, Warren Easton 42, Catholic 20 at Memorial Stadium. Your thoughts? I, I tell you what, Warren Easton, um, you know, I guess they're not going to be in the playoffs this year, correct? Correct. They're playing like a team that's loose and having fun and just and it's working. I mean, uh, you know, we had a guy there tonight covering the game for us, and I'm just, you know, they were – just on fire tonight. Everything they did was perfection, and uh, Donaldson had a great night. The quarterback and the DB committed to LSU was phenomenal. He batted down about 10 passes tonight, which most guys, it takes a whole season for those kind of deals. But, you know, they're playing loose. They're playing and having fun, and uh, it showed tonight. Jude Young. Well, Lee, when it comes down to figuring out what team is most loaded with Division One athletes, obviously Warren Easton must have quite a few. In the state right now, what program would you say fits that bill? You know, if we're just talking recruits, um, there's five or six teams that have a ton of players, and, and obviously one is Destrahan still. I uh, still think Destrahan has – so much talent that why does Shane Lee not get a big time D1 offer? He ran for 267 yards tonight, five foot eight, 215 pounds. He's a tank. Yep. Been doing it for four years. And their best recruits going to LSU, uh, Cobb, and, and really Shane Lee's probably the best player on the team. And they've got seven D1 receivers. How do you evaluate one D1 receiver when you have seven of them? Pretty good Hard. stuff. <laughs> That's pretty pretty impressive. I saw seven. Them. Yeah, seven. I saw them in Jamboree. They're they're really good. Yeah, I, I got to go with Destrehan. Destrehan, okay. and, and they didn't even play great tonight. They're yep. working in quarterback, but he evolved tonight, and I think they're going to be phenomenal. And Destrehan is still to me the most loaded prospect team in the state. He's Lee Burkeen, LAFootballMagazine.com. Of course, always a pleasure, Lee. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you, guys. All right, Chris Singleton down on the Bayou. As we join him now in uh, E.D. White Catholic, they, they were big win over Vanderbilt Catholic last week. Tonight they scored an equally big win at Archbishop Hannon in, in rather easy fashion. They're, they're all that again, aren't they, Chris? Oh, yeah. This is an E.D. White team. You know, they, you know, they got a, a good running game uh, with Jeff Dietrich. They got a good quarterback and Jake Sternfield, who you know, uh, missed the second half of the season with a, a, a knee injury. And just think if they would have him. He's their starter. They would have had him maybe that game against St. Thomas more in the state semifinals last year. Maybe it was a little closer. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, traditional E.D. White team. Uh, surprisingly, their defense has been playing pretty well. I know they lost a lot of starters on defense, maybe six or seven guys. But, you know, they've just been able to reload. And I always tell people, you know, E.D. White, they have one of the best coaching staffs in not only the Bayou region but across the state because they, they have guys who are able to – you know, match up. They'll find matchups. They'll find weaknesses. They'll find everything, especially on defense. But their offense has been really good. They got some really good playmakers. They got a big offensive line, and uh, the quarterback Jake Sternfield had another big night. And uh, they got a big receiver in Paxton Lafont. So uh, yeah, Edie White. You know, like I said, he started off the season last week with a, a big win over Vanderbilt, and just going on the road tonight uh, against Hannon and continuing that show shows how, you know, you definitely have to keep an eye on E.D. White this season. Roll Brown. Uh, sticking with them, I mean, they've had some really good teams through the years. Is this the most talented team they've ever had? In the Bayou region, I would definitely say right now. I mean, E.D. White, is this the most talented team at E.D. White? 
Yeah, I would think, in my opinion, the two top teams in the Valley region this season are probably going to be E.D. Wright and St. James. And ironically, they're in the same district, and I think they're going to be in a collision course come week 10. But, uh, you know, St. James is a really explosive team. they got some really big weapons. I know they had a big win over West St. John tonight. And, uh, you know, Kobe Brown is uh, one of the best receivers I've seen. Uh, Braden Williams, you know, they, they took East St. John to the wire last week and lost by one point. So, E.D. Wright and St. James, I, I would say, or, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would put who over who right now, but uh, they're even kill and they're going to be uh, really good. And um, I think that week 10 showdown in Bashery is going to not only determine the district, but also set the tone for both of those teams as they get ready to possibly make runs for another state championship uh, in November and December. Less East. Uh, yeah, Chris, I, I know Roe is too humble to brag on his John F. Kennedy alma mater, but I'll give you the opportunity to do it. They went into Terrebonne and won. The outcome, I don't think, is is surprising, but they, they won in fairly dominant fashion. I think they shut them out. Put, put that performance in perspective for us. Uh, for which team is that, St. James? Talking about, no, about, talking about John F. Kennedy shutting out Terrebonne. Oh, John F. Kennedy, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, John F. Kennedy going on the road and uh, playing Terrebonne tonight. Um, you know, Terrebonne is just probably one of the most loaded Terrebonne teams in a while. And, uh, you know, they got, you know, LSU uh, commit and Kyle and Billiot. And, you know, they go on the road in Tom B. Smith Stadium and, uh, you know, get a big win. That, that says a lot. And, um, you know, those two teams, you know, played last year. It was, a, it was another hard-fought game. Um, it, so, you know, Terrebonne knew it wasn't going to be an easy game tonight. And, you know, John, JFK, they obviously got talent all over the field. And for them to go on the road and to home and, and, and do that, that says a lot about what they have on the uh, table this year. Jude Young. Pretty good game tonight with Thibodeau able to pitch a shutout in the second half to beat South Lafourche. Uh Your thoughts on how that game played out? Yeah, uh, it's always hard to go on the road and play at South Lafourche. Um, I think South has got a uh, lead at halftime, but, you know, Thibodeau has been young this year, and, you know, Jay Trostler is a good coach, you know, I know he's bounced around from uh, a couple of schools, assistant at, like, uh, Liberty, and last year he was at Plaquemine, and everywhere that he's been, he's had good teams. Uh, the key for Thibodeau, I mean, they had a lot of, they lost a lot of players from last year, um, so they have a lot of new players in new positions, and I think it's just a learning process that they get accustomed to uh, Coach Trostler and what he wants to build there. But they have a lot of good weapons. Uh, they, they got a really good linebacker, Rashad Jackson, um, and they got some really good receivers. You know, um, you know, traditionally Thibodeau's had really good receivers, and uh, so it's just a matter of getting them on the same page and for them to go down there. Salafusha's been playing pretty hard this year so far, and for them to go on the road. That says a lot now. Thibodeau's going to have to play St. James next week at home. That's going to really be a good test for them to see how far they come going into week three. All right. Jude Young. We got you already. Thank you. All right, Chris, always a pleasure. Thank you. And we'll talk again next week. Uh, thank you, guys. Okay, man. we wanted to get a – we got a little distracted there because we got a final report from Eric Brown on the big win for Warren Easton over Catholic. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, it was dominant tonight for Warren Easton, 49-26 and 26, six over Catholic High. Their quarterback, uh, Greg Donaldson, had five touchdowns, three in the air, two on the ground. Fred Robertson also two touchdown runs, well over 100-and-something yards. Dominant performance. And after the game, 
and I talked to Coach Phillips, and he did talk a lot about the revenge factor, and his guys were definitely motivated, and it showed on the field tonight. Big victory tonight for Warren Easton over the Catholic Bears. This is Eric Brown for the original. All right, Eric, we'll look for a story on that one, buddy, because that's a big, big win for Easton. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate it. Boy, what a huge statement by Warren Easton tonight. They were just out of sight. So, uh, Ro, let's turn to you about New Orleans right now and just get your thoughts about everything that transpired in the New Orleans area and what stood out to you the most. Well, sticking a little bit with this one, Warren Easton, 49, Catholic of Baton Rouge, 26. Uh, and Carr is next. Easton that's plays it. Carr next. <laughs> Game okay. of the year, man. Yeah, that's this, that's this week, people. Easton plays Carr. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Carr has defeated Easton like 11 straight times. Uh, I knew it was, I know, two times in the final, 2018, mm-hmm. 2019. Right. And they beat him a couple, two more times, I don't remember, in the in the playoffs, in yeah. postseason. And last year they put about 67 on him. I think yeah. it was 67 to 20 or something. So I might have been wrong when I said that every one of their games this year is their Super Bowl. This game might be their Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they play. I think the first two weeks were the AFC and the <laughs> NFC Championship yeah. games. You know, this is the Super Bowl. I think man. This might be their yeah. Super Bowl. I hear. Yeah, you. so that that's you know, just getting with them. A couple of w- others, man. W- walk off, you'll go off St. Charles Catholic. Yeah. Like I said, that just doesn't happen a lot. Okay, in high school, you, you don't see that a whole lot. Uh, Russin rebounding on Jesuit. Jesuit ten points last week in there. 10 nothing win over Slidell, 7 this week, uh, 17 points in two weeks. So it looks like, you know, it's a year of uh, concentrating on defense and kicking game and having that win the game for you. That's how they look right now. Mm-hmm. Newman, 33, Riverside, 17. That's impressive. I'm surprised at the, the, the margin. Of Same here. I mean, I'm we thought this would be a really good game. Yeah, there's no doubt. I, I am really surprised at the margin of victory there. And, uh, yeah, well, I mentioned Rustin and that sort of thing. And uh, just for people because we didn't talk about it too much. Shaw fell to 0-2, 21-14, losing to the Kincaid School over in. That, that might be the best 0-2 team anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they play Rummel like we talked to uh, Coach Monica about it. You know, it's Rummel and Shaw coming up this week. So I'm sure Hank will have them ready for that. No doubt. It's Ro Brown uh, talking about the Greater New Orleans area and impressions from tonight. We'll check in on Central Louisiana now where Lamar Gafford's standing by. Lamar, always a pleasure. And... Look, you saw Peabody, and I know you do some work there, but Peabody and Faraday today. Talk about that one and what you saw there, buddy. Yeah, my apologies there. I had to get a, get a uh, interview with the star of the game, T.J. Hullaby. I mean, he had three touchdowns in the ball game, including the uh, the last second, well, last minute go ahead touchdown to help them get a thirty-two to twenty-two win. I mean, this team is a really solid team out there where they got a lot of great receivers out there. Even though Dartavian, the pass, he was not. Um, well, not eligible for the game, obviously, because of, uh, you know, something that happened in the last game, obviously. Um, you know, his, his teammate Hullaby would come out there and also take the bull by the horns and get three touchdowns and to really help out help out anybody get a win of this like, pesky Faraday team. Ro Brown for Lamar Gafford. Yeah, Lamar, uh, what about Homer? I mean, they lost their opening game to Union Parish. I don't remember the score, but it was last week. And then Homer came back, and I think they came back and beat Minden. 
Yes, I mean, so far, I know that's a little bit out of my area and everything, yeah. but, man, oh. I mean, Homer's been a solid team regardless out there. I mean, of course, they've been one of the other 1A programs out there. You know, I've been kind of looking at them a little bit because, um, you know, obviously I've been doing some uh, some stuff with them, obviously, um, when they played against Logansport and also against Oak Grove. But, you know, this is a solid team that's continuing to, you know, help out with that that program. They're trying to build that, that culture there, trying to continue that winning program out there and stuff. And so – They've been continuing to do pretty good out there. Yeah, Claiborne Parish, Northeast Louisiana. So, obviously, uh, that's that's a team that's going to be very serious, again, contending for state championship honors. All right, uh, Jude Young, question for Lamar Gafford. Hey, Lamar, Leesville and Gina, pretty good ball game tonight, and the Giants pull it out by two to go 2-0. Both of those teams with impressive week one wins. Your thoughts on that one? Yeah, both of those teams have been really solid there. And, um, of course, you know, unfortunately somebody had to lose and somebody had to win in that one. And I think, again, you know, I mean, Derek Jones has been a guy that everybody's been looking at in terms of uh, Central Louisiana, especially for Gina. I mean, this is a guy that has been an MVP for them offensively and defensively the last couple of years. It continues to show because um, I think he scored about three touchdowns in that ball game. And it was just one of those games that a lot of people circled as the game of the week here. And obviously it was it lived up to the hype in that one. But, you know, let's not forget about Leesville. I mean, of course, you know, with them and also having Xavier Ford, uh, the cousin, well, uh, the nephew of the great Michael Ford that used to play for Leesville, you know, he's going to continue to follow in that footsteps. And any time that you can be in the same breath as Michael Ford and Cecil Collins, you've done yourself a pretty good job, especially out there in Leesville. No doubt. Les East. Yeah, the uh, Lamar uh, Alexandria obviously has scheduled up to toughen itself early in the season. They go to St. Thomas Moore last week. I'm sorry, they went to Karen Crow last week. St. Thomas Moore tonight. Two fairly lopsided losses. They finally get to play at home next week against Natchitoches Central. Is, is that just them toughening themselves up with this, these challenges, or is, is this something that, that maybe is going to be a team that's a little bit less than we've come to expect? I think they're just toughening themselves up for their challenges. And, of course, you know, those two teams, I mean, if you're going to schedule up, I mean, he's going to schedule up the big boys against those two squads. And, you know, they've really tried to at least try to go up against those teams. They get a little bit of a better test against Nagata Central. Obviously, Nagata Central coming in uh, off of a loss now to uh, Opelousas this week. But um, now they're trying to get a chance to see if they can just uh, try to test their mettle in that one. Um, I know Nagata Central has been trying to showcase themselves and try to become the, the top 5A team, at least in this area, and Ash is not really ready to give up that throw. So I think, again, I think Ash is um, they're still going to be primed. They're going to hope to get that first win, and I think that's uh, getting to play at home is going to be something that they're going to look out for because this game against STM, this was supposed to be a home game. Unfortunately, the turf did not get laid down at in time, but it should be in by the time when they play against Natchitoches. And that should help them out a whole lot. But, uh, you know, I know everybody doesn't want to start off 0-2, but if you have to start off 0-2 against some decent teams, um, yeah, shoot, look, for, don't look no further than a very good squad of, of that Ash has played against. Lamar Gafford, always a pleasure in Central Louisiana and talking to you, my friend. We'll do it again next week. Let's do it again. Let's have a good one. All right. Thank you, Lamar. We'll take a time out here. Still to come, we'll talk to Mark Kramer of Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston. We'll also visit with Charlie Cavell in the Shreveport 
area. We'll visit with George Faust of KLFY in Lafayette, too. All of that still to come with the scoreboard coming up as well as we continue on the original. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. With Labor Day savings at the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. They'll fit your space, fit your needs, and with extra large capacity, Samsung Laundry Pairs can fit more loads in less time. Plus, with free delivery on orders of $396 and up, you won't have to worry about fitting your new laundry pair in the back of your car. Final days to get up to $700 off select appliances, like Samsung, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing about 824 through 913 U.S. only. See store online for details. Get the one and done you want for your dog's monthly protection. New NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews protect against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms, all with one delicious beef-flavored soft chew. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Diarrhea, vomiting, lethargy, and itching may be seen. Ask your vet about new NextGuard Plus chews. Want my tip for how to lower stress during fall prep? Head to Kohl's. I just went and found epic deals you don't want to miss that made getting ready for sweater weather so much better. I found super soft bath towels and pillows for just $3.99, cute long sleeve tees for myself at $7.99, and shoes for my whole family at just under $35, plus ironed Kohl's cash. So if you want to get what you need for low temperatures, low stress, and low prices, get to Kohl's. Select styles. Offers end September 10th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. We've got the best analysts in the state. As part of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell, Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe, and at CrescentCitySports.com. And now we head to our friend's in northeast Louisiana, into the Monroe-Ruston area, where Mark Kramer of Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston joins us. Mark, always a pleasure. A lot of games we could talk about, obviously. Uh, Neville came from behind. He washed off Parrish 1916. They were down most of the game. So, uh, again, they found a way to win. That's obviously a team that knows how to win. Yeah, that's the second week in a row that that's uh, happened with those guys. Of course, uh, uh, Coach Lewis has inherited the schedule that was there before, and it's tough, just like all our Northeast Louisiana teams. But um, for Neville to pull those out uh, says a lot about where those guys have been in the past few years. They've got some veteran leadership on that team, and uh, you know those guys. Uh, Coach Tanhill is not going to let them uh, lay down at all, and so it's uh, something where they're you know putting the uh, the cardiac label on them as far as the first two games of the season. Roe Brown. Yes, Washita Christian, 28-7 to tonight over Oak Grove. Washita number one in, a class, in the single-A class in our poll, and Oak Grove number three in the 2A. But that's a big game up there, wasn't it? Yeah, and Roe, that, that really, that, the score of that game really surprised me because Oak Grove has been rolling. 
even in the Jamboree, they put up some big numbers offensively against a lot of the, you know, some good opponents. And so the fact, uh, two things, not, nothing against, you know, Washita Christian obviously is Washita Christian. But in that particular matchup, for them to uh, lose by that margin and then only score seven points were the two things that surprised me. Jude Young, question for Mark Kramer. Hey, Mark, even though it was a defeat tonight for Union Parish, the post-Trey Holly era offensively seems to be going well. They fall to a 5A school tonight despite scoring 44 points and, of course, last week the 28-21 win over Homer. So the Farmers still looking good. Yes, and, you know, in that game it was pretty wild. It was back and forth the whole night. Airline went up 13 to nothing in the first two minutes of that ball game and was about to go up three scores when they turned the ball over. And Union ended up going up 16-13 at the half. And then after the halftime, Airline goes up two more scores, and Union comes back again. Their quarterback, Jordan Hill, ran for 40 yards for a touchdown and gave them the lead with a minute and 20 seconds left in that game. And then uh, as Airline does, they're always known for special teams. They ran a reverse on the kickoff, on the ensuing kickoff, and ran it back for a touchdown and uh, ended up winning the game 48-44. to Crazy stuff, uh, to say the least. Uh, Jude? It is. <laughs> you mean less? Yeah, last, I said uh, last, June, last June, you're all the same guy. Last, right, yeah, go ahead, we're last, interchangeable. Yeah, you, you look so much alike. Les, take it away, Les. Well, we're both Blue Jays. Uh, Mark. Yeah, uh, St. Edmunds is a good school. You're right about that. But go ahead. Absolutely. <laughs> West Monroe <laughs> defeats East Ascension tonight, but there was some drama around the West Monroe program this week. Just, just tell us about the, the week that it was for the Rebels. Yeah, it was a little turmoil this week with the uh, indefinite suspension of, of Coach Garvin. And, and uh, you know, I think a lot of people really up in our area wanted to see how uh, the coaches and the players would react uh, with their regular routine being interrupted uh, like it was. And uh, obviously uh, going on the road to a tough East Ascension team and being able to, uh, you know, fairly dominate the game, I think says a lot for uh, everybody involved at West Monroe. So you got to give them a lot of credit for dealing with everything that happened this week, uh, but still being able to travel that far. And I'd say the same thing about Rustin, uh, being able to bounce back from that one-point heartbreaker last week to Warren Easton and to travel all the way down to New Orleans and pretty much uh, handle the Blue Jays down there 35-7. to I think it says a lot about both those programs. Yeah, it does. A good win for Rustin, and I think – uh, losing to Warren Easton is no shame, obviously, for a second straight year. Warren Easton turned around and just absolutely drilled Catholic High tonight, <laughs> 49 yeah. to 26. So that's that's obviously a result for Rustin that's that's not going to be shameful at all or hurtful because Warren Easton. I mean, they've got Carr next week, Warren Easton and Carr, which ought to be amazing to watch. But uh, Rustin's in really good shape, uh, to say the least. I think moving forward, they'll be good, no issues there. And you know, Washington Parish lost that game to the Devil. They're obviously pretty good after edging Rummel last week, too. So it looks like you've got some contenders in your area this year, but I guess the West Monroe story is the one that's going to permeate here for another week or two. Yeah, just waiting for an end result of that. I don't know. I don't have any, like, inside information yeah. on how long that thing's going to go or what the determination's going to be. But, you know, you were mentioning Rustin real quick. Uh, you know, they played Warren Easton, and they've played uh, Jesuit, oh, by the way, 
Next week, they have to travel up to Cabot, Arkansas, who's one of the top teams in 6A in Arkansas. And then the next week, they get a little bit of a break as LCA. they host Lafayette Christian. LCA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we were talking to Brother Martin Coach about firing himself over making a schedule. Jared Baugh gets the same recommendation, okay? Whoever made that schedule, get rid of him. Come on, man. Just yeah, <laughs> people asked him ask if he was on a hallucinogenic drug. <laughs> When he made that schedule. <laughs> I mean, PowerPoints are one thing, but, I mean, come on, man. Gee whiz. That, that's tough stuff. So, you know, and they caught Jesuit. Jesuit's a, a little bit down this year, but still, you know, a worthy program. That's not an easy game to play. So, long trip. But, yep, gets tougher from here for the Bearcats. But I think they'll be up to the task. Always a pleasure to visit with Mark Kramer of Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston. Mark, thank you. We'll talk again next week. All right, looking forward to it, guys. My pleasure. Thank you, Mark Kramer. All right, still to come, we're going to talk to our friend Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana about what happened in the Shreveport-Bossier area. We'll also talk to George Faust about what happened in southwest Louisiana this evening and over the weekend as well. But right now, it's time for a Scores First scoreboard update in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com. Best sign on the web where you find all the scores all the time, all the way. Here's Emmanuel Peppis. Emmanuel? Thanks, Ken. And we begin with Abramson, who defeated Collegiate of Baton Rouge, 27-14. It was Slaughter Charter, 33-14. Haynesville defeated Harmony Grove, 21-20. It was Elton, 35. Northwood Lena, 6. Hamilton Christian, 26. Highland Baptist, 6. North Central, 40. Gaydon, 12. Springfield, 48. Ascension Christian, 7. Vidalia, 14. Cedar Creek, 12. Vinton, 26. Maryville, 8. Arcadia, 32. Delhi, 20. Wachita Christian, 28, Oak Grove, 7, Oakdale, 22, Oberlin, nothing, East Beauregard, 48, Pickering, 6, Lakeside, 41, Ringgold, 16, it was Lakeview, 60, Montgomery, 36, Logansport, 46, Loyola Prep, 21, it was General Trask, 42, Magnolia School of Excellence, 6, Covenant Christian, 27, Homa Christian, 20, Newman, 33, Riverside, 7, White Castle, 54, Capital, nothing, Darbin Woods Charter, 32, Drew Central of Arkansas, 30, Lauraville, 13, De Quincey, nothing, East Feliciana, 40, East Iberville, 12, Episcopal, 34, St. Thomas Aquinas, 23, it was Sterlington, 41, Mangum, nothing, Bazille leading Ville Platte 21 to 20. This game was delayed over an hour by lightning, which is why it's still going on. Bazille leading 21 to 20 there. Westlake defeated Welsh 55 to 27. Vermilion Catholic 30, Ascension Episcopal 28. Beacon Charter 60, Tensaw 6, Richwood 46, Rayville 14, North, uh, Notre Dame 27, St. Martinville 7, St. James 61, West St. John nothing. It was Lake Arthur 65, Mamou 32. North Webster, 49. North Caddo, 16. Catholic and New Iberia, 14. Parkview Baptist, 10. Kentwood, 25. Jewel Sumner, 12. Bunky, 26. Patterson, nothing. Caldwell Parish, 46. Winfield, 19. It was Port Allen, 18. Donaldsonville, 14. Turlings Catholic, 45. Avoyles, 14. In overtime, Bastrop defeated Delhi Charter, 42-36. It was Northlake Christian, 28. Albany, 9. Delta Charter, 14. The Willow School, 10. Westgate, 43. Lake Charles College Prep, 7. Wasman, 12. Northwood of Shreveport, 7. Peabody, 32. Faraday, 22. It was St. Charles, 16. Lutcher, 14. Also, Homer defeated Minden, 26-20. It was Generette, 24. Morgan City, 7. North DeSoto, 57. Center High School of Texas, 52. Grant, 58. 
28, Block 12, Gina tw uh, 22, Leesville 20, Livonia 28, Pine Prairie nothing. It was St. Michael 38, Bruley 12, Franklin Parish 59, St. Frederick 31, Estruma 33, Bel Air 13, Glenbrook 28, Bossier 6, Booker T. Washington and Shreveport 52, Bolton 6, Bell Chase 20, South Plaquemine 6, it was West Wachita 44, Jonesboro Hodge 12, Lafayette Christian 42, Woodlawn and Baton Rouge 14, E.D. White 52, Hannon 21, the Kincaid School of Texas 21, Shaw 14, Assumption 42, St. Helena 21, Sanama 41, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans 14, Thibodeau 31, South Lafouche 21, it was Kennedy 20, Terrebonne 7, St. Augustine 40, Landry nothing, Neville 19, Wachita 15, Parkway 33, Red River nothing, Menard 16, Pineville 7, it was Liberty 7, Catholic Point Capiz 6, Southside 49, Cecilia 46, Sam Houston 41, New Iberia 7, Salmon 10, North Shore 3, Mandeville 31, Hanville 5, Ruston 35, Jesuit 7, Hammond 33, Riverdale 14, Dutchtown 6, Ponchatoula nothing, West Monroe 34, East Ascension 20, Pearl River 44, East Jefferson 14, Walker 47, Fountain Blue 6, Franklinton 23, Covington 21, Destrehan 24, John Errett 7, Brother Martin 23, St. Paul's 10, Vanderbilt Catholic 41, Central Lafouche 7, Baton Rouge Central 41, West Feliciana 9, Warren Easton 49, Baton Rouge Catholic 26, Baker 18, Mentorship Academy 14, Airline 48, Union Parish 44, St. Thomas More 49, Alexandria 21, Texas High 62, Benton 14, it, it was Karen Crow 60, Barb 14, Rummel defeated University Lab 20 to 17, and it was Acadiana 35, Sulphur 7. Ken, back to you. All right, Emmanuel, always a pleasure. Well done. We'll have a final scoreboard coming up later on in the hour. Still to come, we'll go to southwest of Louisiana to talk to George Faust of KLFY in Lafayette. But when we return following this timeout, we'll have a chance to visit with Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana to get his take on what happened there as we continue with more of the original here on the Original Network. Back to school means back to early bedtimes. But I'm not tired. Fortunately, there's Pure Z's Kids, mindfully formulated to help your child fall asleep naturally when needed. Pure Z's Kids products are non-habit-forming, drug-free, and available in liquid, chewable tablets and gummies. Give them the rest to be their best. Bye, Mom! Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up. Explore all Pure Z's Kids products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos, and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze fruit-on-the-go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Go, Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out the best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. Many times during these last few years, it's been quite easy for all of us to be discouraged at times. <laughs> Boy, I can tell you about that. But one thing I have learned, there is an answer that will keep us strong during trying times. This is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. In one of the parables, Jesus tells the story of a seed that was planted into soil. And he said, and immediately the evil one came to steal that seed. Well, as you read it a little bit further, you realize the seed is the word of the Lord. Hebrews 4 tells us the word of the Lord is quick, 
powerful and sharp. That's the key, that's the secret. And during these trying times, I don't see how we can survive without the word of the Lord in our hearts. Protect the word, read the word, stay in the word. That will keep you strong. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We start at 10 o'clock. We're at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. Or check us out on Facebook, LifeGate Church Ministries. Join us at LifeGate, where the priority is the word. Now, 29 years as the staple of the industry. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 Nash Icon at Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell, NashFM1061.com and at CrescentCitySports.com. All right, we'll talk to George Faust in Southwest Louisiana coming up right now. We're going to go to Northwest Louisiana, where our good and great friend Charlie Cavell is holding Fort Charlie. Always a pleasure. I guess, to me, the most impressive team in your neck of the woods is Calvary Baptist. They took apart a good Logan sport team who turned around and won big tonight, 47-12. Then they beat a 5A school that you know pretty well, Captain Shreve, 61-27 Thursday night. I mean, the Cavaliers are always good. This year they might be exceptional. Yeah, I told y'all last week that the two teams that I thought out of here, out of our area, that would be, uh, you know, be really top contenders, uh, would be Calvary and possibly Airline. Calvary, uh, is just loaded. They returned pretty much everybody from last year and, uh, and are just loaded with talent. And you may stop their passing game and they'll hit you with James Simon who's a, a highly recruited junior running back and has got power five offers from everybody and their brother and they are just absolutely loaded with talent I mean they're so good they have quarterbacks who were at Calvary in the last two years who are playing at other places now because Abram Wardell uh, has been so good and they have a freshman quarterback or maybe I should say had a freshman quarterback until today that had offers as a freshman in high school yes from uh, a number of colleges and it was announced today that he's leaving Calvary <laughs> just tells you how good uh, Abram Wardell was and he was outstanding last night and through for over 300 yards, four touchdowns, and uh, they beat a a good Captain Shreve team and a a big and uh, a, an athletic and very skilled Captain Shreve team. And uh, you know, I don't care who you are, you hang 61 points on a team, a quality ball club in 48 minutes of football. Uh, and you're a much smaller school. Uh, that's a that's a pretty big statement. And unfortunately for the Bird Yellow Jackets, uh, who are our next two opponents? Well, we got uh, Calvary on Thursday, <laughs> and then the following Thursday we have Captain Shreve in the district opener. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, all right. Roe Brown, question for Charlie Cavell. Charlie, I want to go on uh, the other school that's had its share of passers and. Uh, siblings in the whole works tell me about these fulgrim twins peyton and parker at evangel yeah peyton and parker fulgrim uh those uh, they're twin brothers 
Well, one's a receiver, one the other. Uh, I always get them mixed up because I see them in baseball season. But I want to say Parker is the quarterback and Peyton's the receiver. I, I, I always get them confused. But uh, they're really, really talented. And uh, they are Josh Booty's sons. So, uh, you know, the apple didn't, the apples didn't fall far from the tree. They are, are very talented. And, uh, Denny Duran said that he believes that, uh, Peyton is the, he believes in his words, the top wide receiver in the state, which, you know, that's a pretty strong statement. Jude Young question for Charlie Cavell. Well, Charlie, you mentioned airline a little earlier. Two high-scoring wins. Special team saves the day at Union Parish uh, this week, 48-44. Your thoughts on them moving forward, their hopes? Uh, you know, they've been a high-scoring, high-scoring game type of team in recent years, haven't they? Uh, yes. As Justin Scoggin got there last year, they, went, they just kind of took the district by surprise. Uh, you knew, you know, I knew uh, two years ago that they were going to be good because they were playing a lot of freshmen and sophomores, even at the at, at the varsity level. And you could see the talent. Well, that talent was juniors and seniors now. And with the dynamic offense that Justin Scoggin brought in, he's a David Feaster disciple. Uh, went over when uh, Feaster left Parkway. Uh, Justin went over to Leesville and had uh, really good offenses over at Leesville. And he brought that dynamic to Parkway, um, excuse me, to uh, Airline. And they were fantastic offensively. And tonight's game, you're right. You're dead on right. They, they were leading the ball game. And Union Parish apparently just has reloaded from – Trey Holly at running back and went on a drive, scored a uh, touchdown to go ahead, 44-41. And on the ensuing kickoff, they ran a reverse. And one of those, two of those talented skill position players, Trey Jackson, uh, got the reverse handoff from Kenneth Darby and uh, took it to the end zone, and they win the game 48-44. So the heck of a finish, but... Uh, you know, and, and that's how they kind of play. They, they, they kind of get down like last week. They got down early and were down at halftime and then put on a, a fireworks show in the, in the third quarter alone. So uh, airline is dynamic offensively particularly. As good as it gets in the country. Always a pleasure. Charlie Cavell, thank you for the visit. You're welcome, guys. Have a great weekend. And we wrap it up with George Faust, Southwest Louisiana. All right, George. I'm going to start with you know, a team that is a little south of you, but still really good every year. Vermilion Catholic, thrilling win over Ascension Episcopal, 30-28, to one of the games of the night. Two really good teams. Vermilion Catholic's always there near the end, and looks like they might have that kind of team again, and Ascension Episcopal's pretty good. The, the cool thing about uh, VC is that, uh, you know, since Brock Trajan's taken over, uh, they've really had the, uh, the ability to, to kind of uh, – you know, go make make things uh, make things uh, happen, and and the Jonathan Dartes is a key player for them, a, a guy who who they rely on heavily. Yeah, something like three hundred forty yards tonight, or something like. I mean, that's yeah. forty five carries. Yeah, yeah, what Neil McClellan reported. Yeah, 
Yeah, he, he. I mean, he's just he's just a a, a true uh, like. He reminds me a little bit of uh, uh, if you go back in time and kind of you know on a high school level, he, he's kind of like a, a Tom Rathman, Mike Allstott kind of build to me. To me, like the style, that's how uh, aggressive he runs, and I think he's just a he's just a guy that uh, is fun to watch. And and look, you're right. Both the, both of those teams are pretty good. I think VC. That's a, that's a school. I mean, I, I know they're a one A school, but uh, you know, in a sense, it's a two A school. But I, I think VCs plays a lot. I mean, I don't think it. I know it that they play a lot bigger <laughs> than 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 one A. It's just that they have some great uh, great talent, good coaching, and and they they put it all together. Roe Brown, George, no problem for St. Thomas More this evening against Alexandria. Of course, forty nine twenty one. But the next two games, they have them at home. But it's Brother Martin next week and Catholic of Baton Rouge the week after. Yeah, <laughs> right. Is that is that is that is the question? Who's who, who's the who's the genius that scheduled that? that? <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. been talking about coaches and their schedules earlier yeah, tonight. I, okay. <laughs> well, well, because I asked Jim Hightower that exact question, I said, I said, Coach. What, what are you thinking? <laughs> He's like, well, you know, and Louis Cook has the same approach yeah. at Notre Dame. It's mm-hmm. the same yeah. idea. Yeah, you build up, you play those tough uh, non-district games, and it, I mean, for them, their district games are going to be brutal. But you play those tough non-district games, and when you get to the postseason, uh, you're t- you're tested. You, you you feel like you have the ability to to be in a, a knockout. Uh, type of uh type of game uh and and i think that's the logic in it but yeah <laughs> to, to to schedule uh brother martin and catholic and yeah those are two uh super super uh uh super opponents uh for for the cougars both home we'll back what, to back no man. doubt that's so- all right les east your question yeah, george uh, we've talked tonight about how you know oftentimes teams make their their most development or improvement from week one to week two. There are so many good programs in your area. Can you pick out one team that you think made the most improvement from week one to week two? Hmm. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, Acadiana. I, yeah. Yeah. Acadiana for sure. Cause I, I think we were all shocked by the result of LCA uh, Acadiana. I just didn't see that, that beat down uh, of the Rams coming, but because they are, they're big. I mean, they, I, I when I had the chance to stand next to uh, some of these offensive linemen they have, I, I was, I was, I'm like, these are high school kids. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unreal. Um, so yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. I, I think, uh, um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of uh, who else is 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 needed, like needed some improvement. I think uh, you know Notre Dame had had a, had an issue tonight with. Uh, um, they lost their first game, but they to Southside, who who also won tonight. But then uh, tonight they beat St. Martinville in, in a good contest, and their their quarter their starting quarterback goes down uh, with a with a hip hip flexor. So um, for them to be able to kind of you know get, have a thirteen seven lead and then kind of extend that and hold on to that, uh, I think that says a lot about uh, about what Co- that, that just goes to show you. You think okay, Coach Cook is. You know, doing his thing now, and and the loss to Southside maybe not as eye eye popping as as it might seem, um, but I, yeah, I, I think I'd agree with you on on the Acadiana, uh, the, the biggest the biggest uh, leap from one to two. 
George Faust, KLFY, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk next week. Sounds like a plan. All right, wrapping up Country Day night at Francesca's. Big turnout, guys, last June. It was great tonight. Great to have Chris Jenna there and really like the support we had. Yeah, it was a huge turnout. Uh, Brother Martin did very well on a holiday weekend last week. Country Day was outstanding tonight, so the bar's been set pretty high, and I know there's a lot of excitement at Crescent City Christian about the program coming back, so hopefully that will continue into next week. Always a pleasure. We'll hear from Jude coming up with Emmanuel because Emmanuel's got the scoreboard next as we continue with more here on The Original. When my daughter gets a cold, (coughs) I have a secret weapon. Dayquil Kids Berry from Vicks. Dayquil Kids is specially formulated to treat kids' most bothersome cold and cough symptoms quickly. And the best part is that Dayquil Kids Berry tastes really great. Aren't you supposed to be resting? Maybe. Dayquil Kids Berry. The kids' berrylicious daytime congestion, coughing, stuffy head, stuffy nose, just for kids. Medicine. Safe for kids six years plus. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, What does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. John Curtis Christian School is a co-educational, non-sectarian private school with a college prep curriculum. Boys and girls of all religious faiths are welcome at the school. John Curtis will strengthen the moral and spiritual values in Christ-like fashion. Established in 1962, John Curtis meets and exceeds the national standards, grade-level expectations, and state benchmarks. Our lower school runs kindergarten through seventh grade, preparing students for high school with a storied past and a bright future. John Curtis Christian School. Visit us online at johncurtis.com or call 504-737-4621. Time for the one final recap of all the scores from Ken Trahan's original football report on the original network from CrescentCitySports.com. Here with your final Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update is Emmanuel Peppis from CrescentCitySports.com. And we begin with Abramson who defeated Collegiate Baton Rouge 27-14, Elton 35, Northwood Lena 6, Haynesville 21, Harmony Grove 20, Slaughter Charter 33, Varnado 14. North Central 40, Gaydon 12, Hamilton Christian 26, Highland Baptist 6, St. John 46, Central Private nothing, Vinton 26, Maryville 8, Vidalia 14, Cedar Creek 12, Springfield 48, Ascension Christian 7, Arcadia 32, Delhi 20, Washita Christian 28, Oak Grove 7, Oakdale 22, Oberlin nothing, Lakeview 60, Montgomery 36, Lakeside 41, Ringgold 16, East Beauregard 48, Pickering 6, Logan Sport 46, Loyola Prep 21, Madison 45, Northeast 42. It was General Trask 42, Magnolia School of Excellence 6. Another game that was delayed by Lightning. This is less than two minutes left. Westminster Christian leads Grand Lake 16 to 12. 
Covenant Christian defeated Homa Christian 27-20. It was Newman 33, Riverside 7, Whitecastle 54, Capital nothing. Darwin Woods Charter 32, Drew Central of Arkansas 30, Laurelville 13, De Quincey nothing. East Feliciana 40, East Iberville 12, Episcopal 34, St. Thomas Aquinas 23, Westlake 55, Welsh 27, Badil 21, Ville Platte 20, Sterlington 41, Mangum nothing, Vermilion Catholic 30, Ascension Episcopal 28, Beacon Charter 60, Tensaw 6, Richwood 46, Rayville 14, Notre Dame 27, St. Martinville 7, St. James 61, West St. John nothing, South Beauregard 28, Rose Pine nothing, Lake Arthur 65, Mamou 32, Knoxville 30, Sacred Heart 12, North Webster 49, North Caddo 16, Bunky 26, Patterson nothing, Kentwood 25, Jules Sumner 12, Catholic New Iberia 14, Parkview Baptist 10, Caldwell Parish 46, Winfield 19, it was Kinder 14, Church Point 6, Port Allen 18, Donaldsonville 14, Turlings Cat 45, Avoyles 14, Bastrop 42, Delhi Charter 36, North Lake Christian 28, Albany 9, Delta Charter 14, The Willow School 10, Westgate 43, Lake Charles College Prep 7, North Vermilion 23, Erath 15, Peabody 32, Faraday 22, Wasman 12, Northwood Shreveport 7, Northside 36, Washington Marion 6, Iowa 35, Rain 18, St. Charles 16, Lutcher 14, McDonough 35, 32, South Terrebonne 14, Generette 24, Morgan City 7, Homer 26, Minden 20, Plaquemine 34, McKinley 22, North DeSoto 57, Center High School of Texas 52, Grant 58, Block 12, Gina 22, Leesville 20, Manny 34, DeRitter 13, St. Michael 38, Bruley 12, Livonia 28, Pine Prairie nothing, Franklin Parish 59, St. Frederick 31, Estruma 33, Bel Air 13, Glenbrook 28, Bossier 6, Booker T. Washington, Shreveport 52, Bolton 6, Bell Chase 20, South Plaquemine 6. It was West Wachita 44, Jonesboro Hodge 12, the Kincaid School of Texas 21, Shaw 14, E.D. White 52, Archbishop Annan 21, Lafayette Christian 42, Woodlawn and Baton Rouge 14, Assumption 42, St. Helena 21, Woodlawn Shreveport 32, Southwood 6, Sanamon 41, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans 14, Thibodeau 31, South Fouche 21, John F. Kennedy 20, Terrebonne 7, St. Augustine 40, L.B. Landry nothing, Neville 19, Washita Parish 15, Parkway 33, Red River nothing, Menard 16, Pineville 7, Opelousas 40, Natchitoches Central 28, Liberty 7, Catholic Point Capice 6, Southside 49, Cecilia 46, Sam Houston 41, New Iberia 7, Salmon 10, North Shore 3, Mandeville 31, Hanville 5, Ruston 35, Jesuit 7, Halton 43, Lagrange 22, Hammond 33, Riverdale 14, West Monroe 34, East Ascension 20, Dutchtown 6, Ponchatoula nothing, Pearl River 44, East Jefferson 14, Lafayette 35, Como 14, Chalmette 20, uh, 24, Lakeshore 22, Walker 47, Fountain Blue 6, Franklinton 23, Covington 21, Destrahan 24, John Errett 7, Brother Martin 23, St. Paul's 10, Warren Easton 49, Baton Rouge Catholic 26, Baton Rouge Central 41, West Feliciana 9, Vanderbilt Catholic 41, Central Lafourche 7, St. Thomas More 49, Alexandria 21, Airline 48, Union Parish 44, Baker 18, Mentorship Academy 14, it was Rumble 20, University Lab 17, Karen Crow 60, Barb 14, Texas High 62, Benton 14, and Acadiana defeated Sulphur 35 to 7. A couple of minutes left here with 
Jude Young, week two, almost in the books. Of course, a few games tomorrow as well. Uh, but Jude, obviously, we talk about week two in, in really any facet. Uh, week one, you learn a good bit, but uh, you really, I feel like you learn a little bit more in week two because of a lot of adjustments made. And of course, uh, there, there's the little caveat of, of schedules and, you know, how some teams' records may be a little bit deceptive early in the season. Oh, you don't really know about what the quality of wins are or what a bad loss is until much deeper into the season. And you're right, so many teams are still trying to find their identity. We know attrition's going to kick in for some teams more than others and affect how strong they're going to be later in the season. But Emmanuel, the one thing that really stands out is St. Charles Catholic knows what St. Charles Catholic is. They Absolutely. know how to win. They play great teams. They schedule good teams non-district to start the season. And they win games like they won tonight with a, a championship-style drive at Lutcher to be able to get the winning field goal, 16-14. to 14. Two tough road wins already for the Comets. I, look, if there's a better coach right now going in the state than Wayne Stein, I, I, I don't know who that could possibly be. It feels like they could adapt to almost any style, and really they can uh, kind of take you out of your own element as well. And uh, you look up at the board, and you look up at the end of the night, and uh, we talk about about all these hurdles that St. Charles has, has really had to clear in this run that they've been having uh, for the past handful of years. And every time, like you said, they found a way. And I feel like they do such a good job of taking other teams uh, that feel like maybe they have a little bit of a matchup uh, going into the game. And they really do a good job of taking you out of your element. And we tease Mark Bonis of Brother Martin a little bit about uh, – culture and the process and all of those things but the reality is is that does put you over the hump that does win ball games that does lead you to win districts and make deep playoff runs and if you do it consistently and have especially when you have coaching staffs that hold over and good leadership then the guys coming up the young guys that are freshmen and sophomores see that and they step right into their roles when it's their turn when they get older and they already know how to win because they've lived it even if they weren't the ones making the big plays to make the difference and uh, that that's what makes some of these programs that are good all the time you see we were talking about union parish for example you lose lose the leading rusher in the history of the state and trey holly and they're out there scoring big time in the first two weeks against good opponents that's just a credit to the programs uh, programs do win games sometimes because of their tradition and because of their consistency. Uh, I, Emmanuel, as I hear the music going, I want to promo tomorrow night. One of the high school games tomorrow will be broadcast live on 106.1 FM, the flagship of the original. Ken Traham will have the call with Jonah Keller as De La Salle takes on Holy Cross. Good matchup there to wrap up week two. That is tomorrow night at 7 o'clock with pregame at 645 on Nash FM. 1061.com and, of course, on 106.1 FM in the greater New Orleans area. Week two in the books. Thanks to everybody for their great work. And we're just getting our feet wet here into the season. Looking forward to next week. Looking forward to hearing from Ed Daniels and JT Curtis on Friday Night Football from WNOL and WGNO. The simulcast coming up next on 106.1. Thanks for listening to Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans and at NashFM1061.com. The original was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicates, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. 
The original was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Port of View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Gio's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Pool Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pool Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and Sunray Grill in Gretna. Tune in next week at 6 p.m. for the original. And now on 106.1 FM and WSLA, stay tuned for Friday Night Football from WNOL and WGNO with Ed Daniels and JT Curtis as the best prep football coverage in Louisiana continues for a sixth hour. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans.